Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com, Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Jason Thomas. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motorsport.com. Decal Works and Fly Racing coming at you. It's Monday, January 9th, 5 p.m. Thank Jesus. We have racing to talk about. Anaheim won in the rearview mirror. We're going to make some huge judgments both ways, some massive overstatements, and some huge judgments on a bunch of riders and teams going forward from here. Look, it's one of 31. 30 left. And it was a weird Anaheim one in the sense of the track and what was going on. And I don't think in all cases it's going to be what we see going forward. But I've, I'm going to have a hell of a time talking about it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you're on Facebook, if you're on YouTube, appreciate it. If you're listening, pulpamexshow.com, we appreciate that as well. Good show tonight. Cooper Webb will join us. Maybe, maybe the most impressive ride for Anaheim 1. Maybe. Phil Nicoletti will call in because he's Phil, and you guys love him. Phil got a good start, worked his way backwards to 8th. Uh, the 7.22, 7-deuce-deuce, Adam Ettingknapp will call in. He has hung up the boots. We will find out why. We will find out what he's doing next and more here on the show. And, of course, friend of the show, Will Hahn, who as I'll talk to him later, had some real good work uh, and success with Colt Nichols, but then Pierce Brown, another rider he works with, uh, not so well. So we'll talk to Wilbur, Phil Nicoletti, Seven Deuce Deuce, Webb, and I have a guest here from the rugged motocross circuits of Manitoba that I hope to get to later in the show as well. So lots to get into. The uh, Pulpamex Fantasy round one is done. Look, some of us, it didn't go well. Some of us only got six in. But... The good news is we are going to do a draw tonight to the pre-entered people in Pulpamex Fantasy for a Yamaha TTR 110. Tonight on the show, we're going to give one away. We promised we would do it. We're going through with it tonight. Yamaha TTR 110 draw tonight. Yamaha LCQ Challenge is up, too. I'm going to talk more about that as well. Those tickets are available for purchase. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, X-Brand Goggles, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Mission Motorcycle Tires, Renthal, Cherubis, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, OGO Power Sports, Renegade Racing Fuels, ORW, Pro Filter, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, MotorcycleNutryJobs.com, Ride Engineering, WUSA, wearing my Tom White shirt tonight. Uh, for those guys, WUSA, uh, also now helping out the Club MX team with Enzo and Phil. Big pickup for the WUSA guys. Get Data, Jet Lawrence using Get, won the damn thing this weekend. I think you're going to hear that a lot. But Team Honda's 250 guys switched to Get. Uh, uh, RPM uh, uh, dashboards, ECUs, and also the data loggers. Big news for the Get guys. Intense Cycle, Suspension Direct, Wisco Piston, all on board with us tonight. In studio here. Kind of didn't have a co-host for after Anaheim one. Was thinking about it. Went through it. Who do I want to argue with tonight? Who do I want to have some hot takes with tonight? Who do I want to banter about the first race? It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? 
I'm good. Uh, so my New Year's resolution is to be less argumentative. Oh. I'm, I'm off to a rocky start. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> First week didn't really go to plan. I think I argued with Dan today. I never argue with Dan. Um, oh, oh, my God. Yeah. You, you're, you're that guy that bought exercise equipment, and you're hanging shirts from it right now. Well, that's, that's definitely yeah. not what I would do. But I uh, – yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be here. Obviously, um, you know, I love being a part of the show. Fly racing is a huge part of this show. And what better show to be a part of than this one? Yeah. I was here right after Motocross the Nations, yeah. which was Good awesome. Point. Yeah. And I'm right at, here right after A1. Lots so. to get into and some overreactions each way, I think. Uh, uh, but uh, I love Anaheim 1 because, yeah, it's, it's – I was just telling somebody else, look, this is my 26th year covering the sport as a mechanic or as a media guy. That's a long time. It's a lot of races. And am I a bit jaded? Yes. Am I a bit um, over it at times? Yes. But when the main event gates are about to drop in either class, and especially for Anaheim 1, I'm all in. I love it. I love it. Of course. It's so exciting. It's so good. All the promises of the year are open and, and possibilities are endless, right? So, you, I mean, yeah. you, you have to be excited. If, you're, if you are at a race and you are not getting goosebumps and your adrenaline's not up before the main events drop, you clearly don't like the sport, especially day one. Like you don't know what's going to happen. Literally all opportunity, you know, possibilities are on the table. Still title chases. Like we spend a month making a case for everybody to win this title. Right. And, uh, for us traveling the globe, like you said, and and we've seen this so many times and to still have those butterflies and we don't really have a dog in the fight anymore. Mm Uh, it just It's a testament to the sport and how great it is. Uh, speaking of great, the fly racing LE stuff that you put out there with the Rockstar Husqvarna yeah. bikes. It's like it was made for that. Strong that look. Can we just keep those guys in that? I mean, I love it. I would just like to keep RJ on the podium. Okay, yeah. We can do that. Right. Um, I mean, uh, we, we lost some riders this year. Uh, Brayden was there with a the fly hat on yep, uh, up in the press box. He's one of the guys we lost. <laughs> um, we gained Dino, right? Yeah. But we yep. need all the help we can get. And thankfully, RJ was great yep. this weekend. Uh, picked up the HEP guys. That's big, yep. too. Yep. Uh, you like to have the 94, but that didn't happen. But everybody else, Chiz, sick. He's a regular in the main event. And obviously, Brandon Hartraff gets hurt yep. before the season, too. So yep. they're dealing with their things. And then they have they signed Kenny, right? Yep. Um, so, yeah, we're yeah. we're excited about the season. We're excited about our line. But, yeah, it's uh, thankfully, RJ got that stuff on TV because it looks like it was purpose-built for Rockstar Husqvarna. Yeah. It really does. Looks good. LE stuff available at motorsport.com or your local dealer. And what? Are we giving this uh, two weeks and it's gone? Yeah, I mean, the market's a little soft right now overall, like power sports. So, yeah, I don't know what the timelines are. Thankfully, we have enough of it. um, So it it is available. Honestly, most of the time when we get in trouble is when we're out after a few nights. And people are like, we just saw it and it's already gone. So thankfully, I don't think it'll be that way this time around. Looks good. And it's the Evo line of gear. Just it be, is. Yeah, 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 to, be, yeah. to be straight because yep. uh, the bow is on the front. Yeah, the and the next, right. we'll do another one in, in the coming weeks, and that one will be right. a white okay. line. So, uh, um, FlyRacing.com, please check it out. Uh, speaking of exciting excitement, choosing the pictures over there, working on the app, working on a lot of things. Travis Marks, what's up, Marks? A lot of things. Yeah, working on a lot of things. I do it all. Yeah, how oh. are you? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Uh, over there, taking your phone calls. He was at Anaheim 1. With Yar Yar. Did you see him? I don't think I did, actually. He was there. I, I, you told me. Yeah. I know. You were like five feet away from us talking to Kiefer before the fly show. But you were you were busy. But we didn't, we didn't talk, right? Okay. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't talk. Well, no, I didn't see him. I didn't you see like, him. No, but so. you weren't sure. You were making sure. No, no. I, 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 I would have felt really bad if we talked and I didn't remember it. Right. Right. But I, don't, I didn't nod? remember seeing him. No, you ran up and we're trying to wrangle these guys up to the okay. stage. Did Mr. Side give you a head nod? 
Uh, he actually came up and talked because I had Yarder with me. So yeah, there we go. Of course, he walked. Yeah, that's Mr. Side's move. Rider wife, monster chick, (laughs) Mr. Side has all the time for you in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What'd you think of Anaheim? Uh, It was cool. I. The energy in the stadium was was pretty crazy during yeah. the races. Yeah, like your first day cheering. one. Yeah, first day oh, one. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, it was, it was good. Um, Marks, we're gonna do a TTR draw later tonight. Yes, we are. And also, maybe if we have time later tonight, I want to give our listeners. And by the way, another bunch of growth in Pulp Mex Fantasy. Thank you, everybody. Game's great. Love it. We're giving away motorcycles. Thank you, Yamaha. Thanks to all our partners. Thanks but, to Paul and Dan for letting you use the name. Let yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> thanks. I'm, I'm happy to let those guys use the name. Um, uh, I want to talk, if we have time, maybe some of the issues that you guys get hit up with. So I don't have anything to do with the the customer relations department. Yep. But I, you know what? I feel like... Your customer relations? So, you know, this business is... Mark's a, your customer relations? I'm, I'm everything. He, he is. He I'm, is everything. I'm a part of customer service. <laughs> okay. Yes. yes. Uh, I so, feel like, though, if you really look at it, yes, we get frustrated and we're, and we're trying to make sure that everybody's having a positive experience. But... I would bet if you go back and you talk to anybody that's had a startup at any point, they were going through this same process that we're in right now. It was like these growing pains and you don't have enough staff to really do all the things you're trying to do. And you're trying to be like Marx is doing literally a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. And I would bet this is such a common thing, right? Uh, it's, it's no, part there's, of there's it, a reason so. why when you call some of these big companies, you get someone in India. Yeah. Well, thankfully, and I will say for Fly Racing, we have a dedicated person yeah. that is in charge of it, and we have a team of people yeah. that respond. But right. we have like real, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, red-blooded well, Americans that are well, sitting in are Boise. We, that are, are we going to farm it to India? Pulp Mix Fantasy. We are not. Okay. Going to farm right. it to India? No, right. because okay. there's nothing worse. My <laughs> Wi-Fi at my house. I had to talk to someone in India about my Wi-Fi that has an office in Boise, and I'm like, why? Yes. You don't. Oh. Why? 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 Oh, I, I know. Oh. No, Absolutely. Uh, lots to get into. Fly racing again. Uh, all right, JT. Overreaction Monday here. Tomac is better than ever and going to whoop up. Okay. Cooper Webb is back okay. and, and, you know, challenging for the title and going to win a bunch of races. Or both of those guys, like this is just an Anaheim one weird thing. You're going headlines at me right no, out. No, I'm not doing headlines. I'm doing overreaction. I, I didn't, come, I didn't the do the second game with a different no, name. No, no, no. Because okay. the headlines are just, I got to make up the second list. <laughs> this is different. So, but look, there is no debating. Anaheim one is weird and we've seen it over and over. And if you want to go back to the nineties, Anaheim one is weird. A lot of times. Yep. And you can't really base on what happened at Anaheim one for the rest of the year. Or can we like Tomac and, to- and Weber past champions and they look, and they look great. And so is that real? Or is he, what's, what's more real? I definitely feel like the Tomac thing is real. Yeah. Uh, We had so much of it last year. And literally the only question I had about whether we would see kind of continuation of that same theme was the motorcycle. And that didn't seem like it was a problem. If anything, it felt like he was better than he was before. So you, you really try to not draw conclusions out of the first round. That's always a bad idea. But given last year, given the momentum he's had, and given that he's never won a one, he has one podium in nine tries, now two in mm-hmm. ten, how can you not think these guys are in big trouble? Yeah. How, I don't understand well, how you could not think that, okay, maybe he's not champ, but if, you're, if I'm one of those guys and I'm leaving there and this is the championship that I think I'm going to win, I'm very worried uh, okay. about what I saw from Tomac. Webb made the podium last year he did. and then literally made one other one, I think, the rest yep. of the year. I'm not as sold on Okay, Webb you're yet. not I need as more. Sold. Okay. But Tomac... Right. Right why would I be worried about, like, it's just more of the same, right? Yeah. Like, Webb, 
if, if I was trying to make a case against Webb, I would say, okay, well, the track was what works for him. The whoops, you could jump through them. It was slow. You had to pick your way around it. Like, that's what all the things he does well. We, we watched the race today, and he is, he is seven seconds, six seconds back with, like, four minutes to go. Yep. Yep. So if you're if you're making the case against why Webb is going to be a new guy, you would just say, well, that track didn't prove anything. It, it's too much of a outlier track yeah. to prove anything. Yeah. But if you were on the other side and you were like, okay, well, why would you say Webb is back? That type of ride is very comparable to the rides of yesteryear where Webb would hunt Roxon down in the last laps and mm-hmm. just outduel him, right? Mm-hmm. You go back to his 2019 championship year. It was shades of that where he would just the last lap knock Roxon out of the way, get second, right? He kind of did that to Sexton. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm gonna wait and see. Um, but I think. But you're in, you're in on Tomac. <laughs> I, I I think you have to be. Yeah, I do. I think I you agree. have to be. I agree. Bike of the year. I I mean, yeah, I give you a lot of crap about it, but it it looked pretty damn good. And then if you wanted to back it up, just go Ferrandis yeah. getting fourth, right? Yeah. And, so. and 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 both guys starts uh, in the heat were great, yeah. and Ferrandis was still good in the main. Um, so um, do you was great. do start. you make anything of the split start? with Tomac and like that whole dynamic there of the start. Do you remember the Glendale yes, yeah, thing? Like, yeah. No, I, I was assured they fixed that. Okay. So I don't, I mean, this is the AMA. We're I, yeah, I don't about. know. Right, I, I don't know. Right, yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. Lots to get into when it comes to the race was the track was brutal. JT, it wasn't long ago that you were racing, although probably, you know, we talked about Tim Ferry podium 15 years ago and that really mm-hmm. shook me to my core, but it wasn't that long that you raced ago, uh, long ago that you raced, uh, difficult track. Like, over revs, under jumps, yep. over jumps. Everybody uh, was Barsha. <laughs> <laughs> guys just flying off left and right. If you were a guy who didn't have as much skill as some of the top 450 guys, you really struggled. Yeah. And I think it wore you down. Um, Sexton, to me, I know he listens to the show, or sometimes anyways. He's probably going to get mad at me. He looked really tired. Maybe there was something else. He looked really tired. I'm not ready to say, oh, Sexton's not in shape. That's not my headline. Yeah. It was this track. And I think this track really wore guys down. That's why Webb charged up. Like I, like that was all fitness to me. Mm-hmm. Why he did that, Tomac. We don't ever need to question his fitness. And then Sexton looked tired. I'm gonna go. I, I understand absolutely why you'd say that because we watched the race together. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt and just say he got tight. Right, air quotes around tight. <laughs> okay, all right. But more right. like arm pump. Like he was out front winning. A1, biggest race of the year. Like, it's a big deal, right? And I, I think he let the moment get to him a little bit, and I think he tightened up. How would he get the moment get to him? He's Chase Sexton. He's it's, won before. It's He's still led laps. A1. He's led laps. He's it's done still, everything. It's still A1. Uh, but you watch him ride. Like, I, so I was watching him the last lap. The heat? He took off in the heat. He's I know. gone. I was watching him the last lap, and he wasn't – he didn't look physically exhausted to me on the last lap. Like, hanging like, can't push. He was, like, trying to make a run back at Webb, like, with a lap and a half to go. So to me, I just think his arms got tight and he couldn't go the pace anymore. I don't think he was like heart rate redlining, can't hold on. I, I just don't. I think he's in better shape than that. I think he looked tired. That track wore you down, and he probably maybe got uh, a little bit of OJs, and then that takes a lot of energy out of you, and then you get past. And and uh, I just yeah. think you couldn't co- but, hold but, on the same way you need to to go the pace that Tomac was going. But the. My point being is, like, I think he got tired at Anaheim 1. If next time we have a normal race, he's fine. He's going to be able to do – he's not like he's not doing 20, yep. 20s all all along, right? I just think for whatever reason, that race wasn't great for him. Um, oh, by the way, we talked on the review show about some people thinking Tomac was was on a mishmash of a 22, 23 <laughs> bike. Like, I was not one of those no, people. No, 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 no. 
and I'm not either. I don't know anything about that. I was the one telling you, like, I don't know how you physically. I don't know how it would work because mm-hmm. of the frame differences. I was telling you that. I st- I think he's on a 23. I, I just I just think he is. I looked at some more photos. It I, looked like I, a 23 when I was watching it today. <laughs> no, really, yeah, like yeah. it does it. I, I watched him all yeah, year but, last year. But you don't even know like the physical. No, but I watched yeah, him a yeah, lot like yeah. last year up close on TV. The bike was I was next to the bike a million times during the summer last yeah, year, right? Yeah. Just watching it and just the dynamics of it. It doesn't. It didn't look like the same bike. It looks small. Yeah. It looks really compact. Right. It doesn't look like the same bike as last year. Yeah, that's yeah. all I'm so saying. I, I, I think that some people Yamaha was being weird with photos. I don't know why. I couldn't get to the bottom of that. They're being weird, weird with photos. Probably a sponsor conflict. Like, like you know, Eli's running um, Renthal grips on his Pro Taper bar, which yep. he's always done. I don't know. They were being weird with photos, but I don't think it was because of a 22-23 yeah, switch. I, I don't that, think that's it, where I'm. It looked running heavier than last year's bike. It just. Too many characteristics yeah. look different right. for me to think it was a twenty-two. It's bike of the year. Uh, so, so Sexton, you you want more data on Webb? You're a believer in in Eli. Yep. Sexton, I don't. I'm not worried. Even what what we saw led like. Look, if you're Chase Sexton and Lars Lindstrom from Honda, you're like, I led five laps in Anaheim one later in the race and I didn't win. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it kind of does. You're still walking away with a third. You're fine. You yeah. want a heat race. You blitz the heat race. You're good. You know, like, I'm not worried. I'm not. No, I, I don't think you should be worried. I, I feel like they let an opportunity slip away. And yeah. you, you have to feel that way. He was winning with three minutes to go. You know, you have to feel like you let an opportunity slip away. But if you understand what this race is and big picture, A1 honestly doesn't matter if you go back over history and you and you correlate a one to the rest of the series most times it doesn't matter right. so yep i think if you look at it in that context and say okay a race it doesn't matter we still got third great yeah let's yeah. let's keep it moving yep yeah no i uh, i i think you're right I, I believe in that too um all right uh 450s mookie ugly crash yeah i mean but he's riding so great he's riding right? great. okay yep. he hit neutral things happen but I thought it was really uh, encouraging because last year he was good, right? He got third in points after the whole Salt Lake debacle, whatever. But I had serious questions about where both KTM and Husk- Rockstar Husqvarna would be with the bike. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know. Like I, I didn't like the way, even though Mookie rode so well, I still didn't think that Mookie was able to hit the whoops as fast as he wanted to. Um, we saw them having big get-togethers and like trying to sort the bike out last year. There was big group meetings and all those things. I didn't see him struggling at all. He looked really good. I mean, he was winning the race. So, um, yeah, the result sucks. He lost a bunch of points, but the riding, mm-hmm. I think, is better than ever. I yeah. think it's, that's the best he's best he's ever looked, um, which is, you know, bodes well for the season. I told him that, and he said, yeah, I was riding really good. Next thing, no, I'm looking up the lights. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, dude, like, you know, you can take this away. He's like, I, I just saw another one lights. And I'm like, all right, man. Yeah, you're just looking up at lights. I get it. I was surprised. Uh, I was surprised they let him get back on the bike. I thought he was fine. Yeah, but I like they. They looked like they yeah, didn't want him they, back. on They the bike. looked like they didn't want to, and I'm not so sure they can do that when you're not no visibly idea. knocked yeah, out. I don't. I don't know what the like, rules are. Uh, yeah, I think if you're out cold, mm-hmm. and we know what out cold looks like, even though Chris Blows told me he wasn't knocked co- <laughs> out cold. When you look like you're knocked out, yep. you shouldn't be able to get back on your bike. But Mookie never, ever, to me, looked like that. He looked maybe a little out of it, like as far as like, where am I? But only like just kind of like, what just happened? Mm-hmm. Like, I think he, you know, you've been there when, yeah, like, where sure. you've gone over the bars where you're just like, what happened? 
Uh, so yeah, lots to uh, lots to dissect with that. Christian Craig had a big one in practice, so he wasn't himself. Yep. Uh, so like no 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 judgment for Christian Craig. I think he'll be better going forward. We're gonna talk about Oakland too because I think it's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. Right, well, aye, aye, aye. It's gonna be a little rough. A little rough. Uh, it's already super wet. Matches the na- matches the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you know, the problem is it, it was already super wet before. Yeah. Monster Jam this weekend. So, you know, for A one, for those who didn't follow it super closely, A one they they went in, built the track, covered it. Right. Yeah. There's only so much they can do. There was still water in the base of the jump. But the track itself you could was see, dry. Those whoops after the bridge, those were built on. Yeah. Monday. Right. Right. <laughs> but they were, you know, that's why the track was decent. They had Monster Jam in Oakland this weekend. So the dirt was uncovered and it's been raining nonstop. Yep. So now they have to build the track with it being wet and it's supposed to rain all week and into the weekend. So they don't really have any recourse. There's not a lot they can yeah. do. Covering it's not going to help. It's already soaked. It's done. Yeah. Yep. So. I think really all they can do is try to get the softest dirt possible, build really small jumps with a really basic track, and then you just go for it. Yeah, like, they, I don't know what else they can do. I was told the stadium's running on the backup power because I mean it was built in the '60s, so it's pretty run down anyway. So, yeah, it's remember go- some of the tracks that we've been like Seattle? They oh, they got like almost sand yeah, for the race. Yeah, like I don't know what. Yeah, but like, I would feel like they could get some cheap dirt, and uh, but like you don't want to use clay. Like the, the the dirt they have for the main race is pretty hard. Yep. If you have a way to get cheap, softer dirt, it's going to help a lot. Even if it's wet, it's going to help quite a bit. I don't see these bit. guys buying new dirt. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that it has to be super expensive. Like, yeah, high quality clay, super expensive. But you just want some sand somewhere. I don't know that it's going to be. If a crazy you're in cost. Oakland, go down to the riverfront and start scooping it up and bring it to the Alameda <laughs> Crazier Coliseum. things have happened. Right? Yeah, we, we need it. Uh, actually, Daniel Blair's up there. He does everything. Daniel, go get a tractor. <laughs> and be funnier. And be funnier. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Just You need uh, more specific, what? I think, more specific help with that. Just be funny. I, I think every time they throw it down to him, he needs to crack on them a little like bit. A, like, or, or, what is he, a clown? No, just be funnier. <laughs> be, you know? It's like the track clown. Yeah. Hey, uh, Firepower Parts, by the way, Dean Wilson. Uh, Wilson Todd crashed out, uh, didn't didn't race. Or did he race? Did, he, did Wilson uh, line up? He, I don't think he did. I don't think he lined up. He Kr- had a big one in practice. Yep. Uh, looked good, though, uh, at times. And then Dino on the Firepower Honda. Uh, Dino rode a steady race. Steady, calm. That's what he needs. And, you know, Dino's Dino. Uh, firepowerparts.com. They're a sister company to WPS and Fly Racing. Well, not to WPS. They're a sister company to Fly Racing. And uh, those guys are crushing it right now. Firepowerparts.com. Uh, batteries made, uh, featherweight lithium batteries. Chains made in Japan. Uh, if you go to firepowerparts.com, you'll see a lot of uh, stuff on there that they make. Uh, replacement uh, parts at great prices. And we want to thank the guys at Firepower Parts for coming on the show. Please check them out if you can. Of course, Chris Kiefer running that battery and almost uh, all of his uh, test bikes out there. So please check it out. Firepower Honda, of course. Yareev, we had him on the show last week. And uh, and Dean Wilson will have, of course, on coming up shortly. So thanks to those guys. Rudy's on the line. Rudy wants to talk about opening ceremonies. What's up, Rudy? Hey, what the fuck was that about? It Well, JT wasn't up there, so he can't comment. Although... Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, I'm a, no, it I was, wish I was with JP because that was just awful. It wasn't good. I don't know. So a couple theories, Rudy. It seemed like they were running late. Like the gate's supposed to drop at 7. And we had a Mickey Thompson presentation, Ken Block, Coy Gibbs m- m- uh, memorial thing. Uh, we had some other late starts. 
it seemed like they were rushed for time, and they were like, we got to go. We got to go. Our TV window for racing's at 7. And they just know very few videos and just rush through it. I'm with you, Rudy. It was weird. Yeah, it was it was awful. I'm glad JT didn't get a witness to this. It was uh, <laughs> it was one for the history books. Well, JT is a fan of the opening ceremonies generally. You, yeah, you're there, I love it. You love those. I things, love it. Yeah, I, yeah I, I want all the all the hype. So uh, maybe it was for the best that I missed it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I didn't get wine, dined, or 69 in that one. <laughs> yeah, so that's, like, a, that's a hell of a way to start the series. <laughs> It, and dude, they Seriously. brought they introduced three two fifty riders. Why? Why do we need that? Why do we need RJ Max and Jet introduced? We don't I, need I that. I think that's okay. I, I'm kind of I'm kind of okay for that. Um, I think they're they get just as much track time as the four fifty guys do. So why not start to give those guys a little bit more exposure and allow the maybe I, you know we always talk about mainstream crowd if you're going to the supercross race you're probably not a mainstreamer but the casual fan yeah. get these guys more involved uh, with the 250 guys they're going to be the next stars anyway rudy let's see if the, i don't think this is like a a new thing i think they were rushed and so let's wait and see wasn't good okay though. i'm with you w- wasn't good though Did i'm with you start a petition a petition Did we start a petition to make like those intro videos again like I remember when Dungey went from 10 to number 5, he, like, dug a grave, put his old number plate in, and then punched out the number 5 plate. Yeah. yeah like, we feel s- like that was the epitome of Supercross, right? Okay. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll start a petition. We'll get it going. All right. Thanks, buddy. Awesome. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. I want to be wined and dined, and I'll just say it, 69. <laughs> that's that's famous, famous words from JT. Uh, Phil Nicoletti coming up here shortly, by the way. Uh, Jake's on three. Jake, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing tonight, dude? Good. Hello? Yeah, good talk. What's up, Jake? Uh, hey, yeah, how I, you doing tonight? Oh, we're good, man. What's up? Uh, well, I'm over here putting on my Works Connection radiator braces, thanks to your references. <laughs> nice. Good to hear. Did you use the code to save money? I absolutely did. I appreciate every code you guys have. It keeps me going. Fantastic. All right. What's up, man? Uh, so my my thing is, can we just talk about the fact that uh, if a privateer places 16th, it's basically as good as a top 10 because our field is stacked out of the bonanzas right now? Actually, Jake, I would make I would come at you with this field isn't that stacked. We've seen 19 like factory supported dudes in 22 out of 22 before. We've seen it. Yeah, um, I've, I've gone through the list before myself racing and gone. I don't know where I fit in here. Right. Like I don't know how I'm yeah. getting in. Yeah. And somehow I found a way, but like it's. Yeah. It's not as bad. Like, we were doing for fantasy purposes. Yep. We're like, some of these guys, these Norans, and like, Noren got in. John, John Short, Short got in. Like, some of these guys Grant are going to. Yep. Yeah. So, your point is fair that, like, it's deep to the top 10, top 12. Yeah. But then it, it doesn't have the factory team depth. And I think that's just from se- some teams going away. JGR went away. Like, uh, Forrest, Forrest Butler's Forrest team went away. Yep. yep. Um, so you just lost a little bit of help there. Yeah, so we actually have less factory and factory-supported dudes, Jake, than we've seen in the past. Um, so, yeah. you so know. I guess it would be more like my generation, because like, I didn't get to grow up with when it was that stacked. So I guess for me, this is like the most stacked sure. I've seen. Yeah, just don't, Jake, don't tell David Villeman it's stacked field. <laughs> Do not tell him it's a deep field. And honestly, as for, long as I tell him they're all running big board. Yeah, yeah. It's not good. as stacked as when DV was racing. It, it was yeah. brutal yeah. back then. Yeah. Like Rocco and all. Gosh, uh, it was Thanks ridiculous. for the call, man. Appreciate it. Oh, hey, J- uh, Jake, you got a bike? I uh, sure do. I actually just got a hold of a 2020 KX450. All right. Do you want a Works Connection Pro Launch Start Device because you brought those radiator guards? 
Oh, my God, I would love that because I didn't know how I was going to afford it for this season. Well, they gave me one to give away because over half of the main event was running the Pro Launch Start device from the guys at Works Connection. So they want to give one away oh, they're beautiful. in honor of, of that. So And since you bought the Radiator Guards, let's do that. Thank you to Eric and Works Connection guys for uh, supporting it. Pulpamex20. It's code to save with WorksConnection.com. Oh all right, stay on hold, all right? We'll get your info. Thank you. All right, thank you. And talent, Fuck you, you're fired. Get his uh, year of bike and all that stuff. Uh, so Jason Thomas here, uh, Phil Nicoletti coming up as well. Maxima USA, Pulp 20 is the code to save. MaximaUSA.com, 927, SC1. Man, JT, when I was a, f- a mechanic, SC1 was great for me. I just sprayed the shit out of I my I sprayed it poop out of us for in that SX preview show. I think I still have it on me. Yeah, yeah, that was sure. great. MaximaUSA.com, please check it out. Uh, thank you to those guys. Pulp 20 is the code to say. Profilter as well. Profilter makes uh, dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, and more. Oil and air filters, top quality stuff. Also, imagine the alternative way to el- that eliminates the time and chemicals required to clean and oil your filters. You take your dirty filter out. If you're Dune Goon and you go to the dunes, you just take your dirty filter out of your, out of your CR 2010 CR four fifty. <laughs> you wish it were that. What, new. what is it? It's an 06. An 06. It's a great it's, year. You take your 06 like CR, a fine wine. <laughs> CRF filter out. Not even an 08, which is an amazing bike. It's an 06. Yeah, 06 uh, was. Uh, yeah. It was okay. They yeah. tilted the engine forward. Right. Well, well. Oh well, that explains. That, that explains his doing good. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it actually does a little bit. You should get a hold of some lawyers. Uh, hey, Arthur Draper. <laughs> yeah, Arthur Draper could Arthur. use you. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, Profilter.com. Pulp twenty at checkout to save with Profilter. Thank you to those guys. Uh, they haven't the twenty the twenty three YZ four fifty Pro filters aren't out yet, but they're working on it. So thank you to those guys as well. Um, Jake's online. He's waiting to get the um, the, the, the FreeWorks Connection Pro Launch Start device. Good job for those guys. TTR 110 draw coming up as well. OGO Power Sports. Traveling is a pain, but JT, you guys are teamed up with OGO for a number of years, and now you have a brand new look to your OGO 9800. do. Brand new so, graphic. Uh, whether it's uh, WPS and Fly Racing or OGOPowerSports.com, check them out and grab yourself a bag, uh, travel bag, uh, a gear bag, 9800 if you're going for a couple of nights on the road. What, what better than a 9800? <laughs> Overnighting in Minneapolis? Yeah, yeah. Take the 9800. Take the 9800. The rig bag as well. Thank you to the folks at OGO Power Sports bringing you our first guest of the night. He's a friend of the show. Philip, how are you? Oh, hey, Steven. Uh, I'm doing okay now that I'm back in North Carolina and out of California. So, <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, Fair enough. In, enjoying my Monday. Yeah, I bet. Uh, what what OGO product do you like the most? The backpack? The, 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 the uh, I've actually had, I've had, it's, I've had the same backpack for about four years now, mm-hmm. and it hasn't let me down. So, okay. yeah. I don't even know which one it is. It's it's the higher end one, so uh, of better quality lasts longer. You know, nothing's as high end like Phil Nicoletti. <laughs> uh, so, been through some abuse. We were making jokes because JT, you remember when Wyndham hung it up after practice? At yeah, Anaheim, Anaheim. Yep. Just decided that was it. <laughs> Big rhythm section. Didn't yeah. want to do it. Yeah, I didn't want to do it. Sign. And literally, I went to the truck, and Jeff Myshak's like, "Hey, man." Seriously, they keep it on the download, but Kevin's done. And I'm like, he got hurt? He's like, no, like he's done. He's done. And I'm like, wow, okay. So that you know, we found out later on. Well, Phil, after practice, I mean you're twenty first. It's not yeah. great. Um you know, were you thinking about pulling a window? Uh is that I knew you came over for the, to the semi for two reasons to find out if I quit and retired and to get food. So, um, that was, it. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. But we were pretty, we were pretty damn close to being <laughs> saying, fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> it, it, you know what though? Like it, it, I, uh, Brayton was up in the press box and he's like, 
we asked him about missing racing. He's like, I don't miss this. This looks like not fun. The track, yeah. like, you yeah. know, it, 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 it wasn't like if it was just tacky all the way through, you know, up the faces, the whole nine, it would have been okay. But the problem was, is the transitions were soft. And then the, uh, in between hard. the transition <laughs> to the face was just a curb, you know? Yeah. So I, I'm out on that, you know? And, and, <laughs> and in practice, it was like ungodly terrifying. And I was just like, I'm not willing to risk it for uh, a second and a half faster lap time like these other kids were doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, I'm not ending my season right now in a 10-minute qualifying session. I'm like, fuck that. You know, I'll wait till the heat races when everything kind of gets cleaned up. Yeah. And, you know, it's just a different type of track so it's kind of what we did and the heat race was the most laps i had put together all day oh for uh, sure so yeah, i yeah. kind of had to like you know feel it out and then the main event kind of came around and had a decent jump and found a decent hole in the first corner and then just kind of ran with it and did did the rhythms that i could do for 15 plus one without feeling like i was going to get <laughs> carted off on a stretcher you know so yeah. that's where i was at the only thing i wonder about phil is when we were looking at the start like the split start that far right was pretty bad, and you, yeah. you were out there, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. why I would be worried if I'm you or if I'm JT or a racer. I'd be like, I've got to get in that top ten to get this gate, like because yeah, you know. So, yeah. but you guess you really you you said screw it either either anyway. Yeah, I didn't. I, I actually I didn't have a choice because I thought I got sixth in my qualifier, but somehow I ended up I got ended up getting seventh. Um, so I was on the outside, but I just wanted to make sure. I got a decent jump, so when I got to the end of the whoops on the split start, I had a bit of a gap to where I could kind of see out of my peripheral to kind of move around a little bit. Okay. Um, so that's kind of what saved me. Um, and then I, yeah, found a little hole, and I kind of came out uh, fourth or something. Yeah. Um, and kind of worked out okay. I feel like if I was doing the rhythms every lap consistently, I should have been maybe with Enzo six, you know, around in there, but I just couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't pull a hat trick and get him for every were, single lap. So were you like, doing, were you doing the three before the four uh, after, the, uh, after the bridge? No, no, uh-uh. I was not. I was just going on off two on yeah, off yeah. single. So that, that's where yeah. a lot of guys were doing the three. Not many were pulling the trigger on the four. But, no, no, yeah. but a lot were doing the three, but I'm just like, I hadn't done it much all day, and I knew exactly what I could do. I was, God, JT was, did his whole life, just whatever he could do for 20 laps. <laughs> and that's, that, that's what the fuck he no, did, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. That's, yep. that's kind of what I did, and Kitchen got by me, and he was doing those sections, and he was pulling a real little bit, but then around halfway, something happened to him where he was still doing the rhythms, but he wasn't pulling on me, and Styles was behind me, and he was busting the rhythms, but he wasn't really pulling on me, so I was just like, I'm okay if I can push through these transitions somewhat quick enough, mm-hmm. uh, I'll be okay. I just got to get out of this race and out of this stadium. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, and I'll be okay. I got to get out of this stadium, I, out of this yeah. state. I it's like get, what, yeah, what, it, I, what did Jet tell Weed? She just wanted to see Sunday. Yeah. yeah if, no, as long I, as he saw Sunday, we're good. Yeah. And, and I hardly put in a fast lap on Saturday during day qualifying. And I was just like, dude, I, I don't want to see God right now. And <laughs> because if I did, I would have seen him and it would have been the end of it. Uh, I just didn't have it. And my free practice didn't go very good. I had a little bit of a bike issue that kind of just, 
I don't know the the flow. The good mojo just wasn't there to begin with. So I just well, had to wait for gate drop. So I <laughs> seen God way too many times that day. So the the for the heat was the track like fifty percent better, thirty percent better. Like yeah, what, yeah. It, was, it was. I mean. There was only 20 guys out there right before us. There's a brand new track, so it was almost 50 percent better. Okay, all right. Um, um, JT, so people don't was... people don't think about it. Sorry, Phil. People don't think about it too. Like, okay, so Phil's not comfy doing that triple. You can do it, Phil. We know you can because, like, the quad. No, yeah. that's that's out of your that's out of your expertise. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. the three you can do. But JT, Phil goes for the quad one time in the main, clips it, doesn't go down. But you know, two seconds yeah. go by. Yep. Yeah. And like. That's two seconds that's going to take you 10 laps to make up. Like, exactly. they're, they're, people don't exactly. understand that. It's such I, a finite, like. Finite. 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 Yeah. Finite. 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 <laughs> such a finite <laughs> edge of trying to, like, get your best time. Like, going for something that you're not sure in the middle of a race that you can do. Yeah. Practice, yeah. who cares? But yeah, yeah, don't do it. I usually yeah. had a game plan for the main event, and that's what it was going to be. Like, I, I wasn't going to break out of that yeah. plan. Um, like you knew what you were jumping on the line. Yeah, yeah. Before, yeah. Like yeah. you, like, you're just trying to execute the plan. Right. Like <laughs> I know, yeah. you know, you watch old races and guys like Chad Reed and those guys and and Marv was very good. They would innovate during the race. Yeah, I wasn't doing that. No, no. right. I was just like, <laughs> I'm just going to do this over and over and over and, and over, and we'll and, see where we end up. And, and, yeah, and, and exactly. I'll see you're gone because you're doing that. Yeah, yeah. But I'll catch you. Maybe at, I'll see you later. Yeah, maybe later. When you're tired or you yep. screw or up. Or you're laying on the ground. Right. Yeah. I'll yeah. see you later. And I'm JT, I'm with you. I mean, people were telling me till I was blue in the fucking face on Saturday, do this, do this, do that. And I'm like, all right, well, you're not riding in the fucking motorcycle. I am, so I'm going to do what I can do for 15 plus one and put my laps in and then be done with it. You know what, you you know know? what race is very uh, notorious for that is if you ever walk the track with somebody who's it's their first time going to Daytona, they're mm-hmm. like, we're going to go three, and then three, and then four. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're going to double all the way through this thing. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. not going to do any of those things. The ruts things. are three feet deep. Yep. And you're not going to do a damn thing. Right. 100%. And that, I love doing track walk. Like this past week in Anaheim, everyone's just like, oh, yeah, no problem. Three, three, quad. And they're like, oh, you know, across the start, like, oh, yeah, you might be able to trip or double across the start straight and then three on to the tabletop <laughs> off single. And I'm like – Looking at these people fucking cross-eyed. Well, like, do you not see what's laying right here? I mean, that's not even close to an option. JT and know? I did think, though, across the star straight, you go 3-4. Uh, four, a 4-50. Four I I thought if it was dry, you yeah. could go single three four. Yeah, similar to like oh, the other rhythm. If yeah. It was yeah. Dry. Oh yeah. yeah. If it if it was dry, a hundred percent. Okay. A hundred percent. But the fact that those transitions turned into curbs, yeah. there was no way. Right. You and know, it was like, that section was probably got the least sunlight of anywhere else on the racetrack. Just the way the yep. sun goes over the stadium, so it was so yep. soft all day. Exactly. It's just like yeah, you sit over there in industry seating, it's freezing balls all day because yeah, no sun is there ever. Oh. You know. But yeah, it was it was it was squirrely. So I wasn't. I was happy with the eighth and be done with it. Yeah. So I was going to ask you that. Out of dodge. We. I asked you before the race. You said you'd be happy with an eighth. I'm like, I agree. That's a good spot. But you were higher. You know, your brother-in-law passed you. Yeah. But even with all of that, you're good. Like you're happy. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm okay. Like. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, yeah, you look at the day, Enzo qualified P1, then seventh in the second one, I qualified 21st, and at the end of the night, <laughs> he's only three points ahead of me, right, you know, or right. four points or whatever. Like, I don't give a shit. Main events, all, to me, all that matters. 
you know, so right, right. that's kind of it's kind of where I'm at. I mean, Kitchen qualified, I don't know, six or seven. I, I don't even know, but I wasn't even any, anywhere close to them. But like you said, when the gate right. drops, bullshit stops. That's when that, that's where the money's at. So. Uh, no, you're right. Uh, Phil Nicoletti on the Pulp and Mech Show brought to you by OGO Power Sports. You, I said, what if Enzo beats you in the middle of the day? And you said, he should. He's flying. And I'm like, okay, yeah. well, whatever. And then the dude's P1 in the second uh, set practice. Like, yep. what? Yep. P1. Uh, <laughs> well, he, I mean, the last time he left Supercross at Salt Lake, he was P1. And then he started the first round at P1. So uh, it's kind of people always forget about last year and stuff. But, I mean, Enzo's got the talent to do it. He just needs to do it uh, when the gate drops i mean the heat race was a little bit of kind of a glimpse of what he can kind of do but he still didn't ride close to what he should be able to do um like as far as his flow uh because enzo doesn't make those types of bobbles but again he's never ripped a whole shot never led like that so um, dude he was good like so you think you think this is a regular occurrence we're we're seeing yeah 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 i mean it it should be as long as he can uh keep his nose to the grindstone and stay mentally Tough with it, he he sh- he should be good. So well, you, um, I don't know it, if you help or hurt that. Uh, I help. I help. <laughs> okay, all right. You because know? I tell him he can do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I I can't. You know, he's got the gift to do it. I'm out there just fucking barely getting by. You so know? my brother had a hot take today. Um, did, did I tell you this? <laughs> no, JT? I don't know, but I love these. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I, I I meant to pull this up before the show. So my brother. Hi, from the couch. Uh, a lot of times he's got thoughts on his mind. And today sent me a text. Uh, we'll get into this right here. He said, oh, my God, Phil needs to be in the 450 class. Seriously. And I go, why? He will get even more return of investment for his sponsors by riding with the big boys. He'll make every main event, get some 9 to 12s, and be the new Chiz. There you go. <laughs> I feel like Phil, Phil did that. <laughs> We've been I down that road. It. Phil got a podium yeah. outdoors. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. It's my brother's hot take. Phil okay. should move on. Hey. Yep. Hey, that, that, that time, I've done it for six years. It's come and gone, and I'm out. You know? yeah. well, <laughs> I'm uh, okay riding a little bike indoors and uh, four for the outdoors. Uh, I, I enjoy that program. Motorsport.com. Is, uh, Uncle, is uh, Uncle Scott happy with this ride? Do we know? Uh, is he good? Okay. I would think he'd be okay, but I All think right. like any other sponsor, if they would have saw me on Saturday they or during the day practice, yeah. they probably thought the same as you, you know, <laughs> and go home. But <laughs> Even uh, Troll Train was like, I thought he was going to retire. At that point, yeah. you just ride around and you like point down at your bike. Just point yeah, down. Like, yeah, I don't know. We got issue. We got issue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I had a, I had a, some heart-to-hearts, uh, yeah, with – Alex and Alexia on Saturday, and some of them were not good, but uh, okay. we survived. We got do, through it. You so. do the Larry Ward where you ride by with your kill switch? Yeah. Wide, wide open, holding the kill, the kill switch? switch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm going to use that one. <laughs> you know? um, yeah, so. I, I should have really done my uh, sticker deal with Enzo for this year. Damn, I really missed out again. But Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that would have been uh, it's kind of a cheap deal for what you could have got out of it. Yeah. Or yeah. it's the reason he's... Yeah, not, he's not, performing. He's doing well. Right, yeah. right that could be. Too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you want to know what's a good thing about a contract? Can always start tomorrow. Uh, and speaking of the contracts, so you're a Jet uh, athlete. You're a donut athlete. Yeah, Jetsons Donuts, big, big money. Okay, big money. You know, yeah. big, big, big money. So, uh, so yeah, I, no, it's cool. I have a theory on this. I don't know if you want to confirm or deny it on the show. Um, Jet what? bought your insurance policy. 
He insured my insurance policy, and I insured his. No, there's no insurance policy for Jet Lawrence in that class. There's uh, you never know. It might have to come sooner or later. It's a different type of insurance policy. So are you, policy. Are you c- confirming or denying it? I'll confirm to deny. Does that make sense? <laughs> no, it doesn't. I, I don't. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it doesn't. Are you kidding me? Neither do I. But we'll leave it at that. But you have you yeah. have a donut sticker on your helmet. You have a deal with the kid. Uh, yeah. I do, but uh, they couldn't make donut stickers in time. Oh, go figure. Uh, loose program over there. Yeah. yeah, he probably only cashed in 150k on Saturday yeah. night. Couldn't <laughs> make donut stickers. Exactly right. You know? Yeah, it's just just too much. Can't do it. Really? Yeah. No. No. It's way too big of a workload to handle. So, so yeah, your, your girlfriend Alexia is there. Uh, she said she was there for for Enzo, but we know, you know, she was there. Like, so is this back on? Or is this all good? Are we good? Yeah, no, we're we're good. Okay, yeah, we're good. All right, but good. I know on Saturday, blood sicker than water. Trust me, I know. I heard my blood's doing good out there. You're not. So. <laughs> okay, all I right. Heard plenty. Well, I heard plenty you guys of make time. you guys make a nice couple. I hope you know. I I don't want these ups and downs. I don't I don't want. Yeah. This, you know. Oh wow. <laughs> She's right here. She said, "Throw me under the bus. Go ahead." <laughs> um, but okay. we're not. Uh, no, we uh, we were not. She was not happy with practice times. Nobody was happy with practice times yesterday. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it was hard. I had about 150 people come up to me and say, what, what's going on? Do this, do that. Well, just like, you know, I was just tone deaf at that point in time. The most insane take came from me. Imagine that, JT, where I said to him, you podium Unadilla in the mud. I mean, come on. <laughs> Very similar. Yeah, conditions yeah. were pretty similar. Phil goes, yeah, it's really the fucking same out there, you idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, it was quite, it was, yeah. I, I wasn't a fan of that. Like I said, if there were ruts all the way through, kind of like supposedly how Oakland is, or yeah. Yeah, maybe even just Indy, like I'm fine with that. But I don't like when you're tripling through and all of a sudden you Dude. hit a curb or whatever. And, and it's yeah. It's and I don't know if you got a chance to watch any practices, but there were some guys struggling out there. Like yeah. privateer guys, like they the guys were shooting off the track. Jet fell twice. Anderson AC falling. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, it was just... Jet crashed a like second lap over the bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, just, I'm pretty sure Enzo Enzo crashed. I mean, it was Styles, yeah, it was, big one for yeah, Styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Styles, ate Chiz, shit. Craig. I mean, it was. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of carnage. So I was just happy to uh, yeah get out of there. And, and for me, like a couple weeks ago, I jacked up my wrist a little bit, so it was just like still battling that a little bit. And it was just like that was not the type of track where I just wanted to come up short and whatever. So it was good for the way. It, but the day, yes. way the day yeah. was and the way the night went, it was okay. I'll I'll take it. Number sixty nine out there running out front. Um, not yeah. happy. Not happy with you and Enzo skipping the media obligations after the race, Phil. So just <laughs> not happy about that at all. I don't know. If, is, well, is that Alexia's fault? Uh, no, I just wanted I just wanted to get out of there. I don't know. I mean, do we have to go somewhere special for media stuff, or do you have to wait for you guys to come to the truck? Uh, well, they we're working on that. There is an area, but I came to the truck. Yeah, that's how I did. Yeah, yeah. I actually, to be honest with you, I didn't even feel. I was just so mentally exhausted from the day. I was just like, I got to get out of here. You know, you know what? I, I, was, I was so over it. You know what though? And we were talking about this with JT. Uh, it's like that for a lot of guys in Anaheim. One, it's so stressful. There's so yeah. many people you're meeting and talking mm-hmm. to and sponsor stuff, and you still got to get your mentally. You still got to get mentally right. That. Yep. Anaheim one yep. is 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 a gnarly race for you guys. There's a lot and, of stress. You know? Yeah, and I don't. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older or what, but there are a lot more people that do talk to me on race day. And it's just like, 
I haven't told Alexi and even told Daddy at the end. I'm just like, dude. And it was like right after third time practice or whatever. I'm like, dude, I told him, like, I cannot talk to any more people. Like, I'm fucking shot. You know, right. like, I can't really even <laughs> hold a conversation because it does. It takes it out of you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and Alexi even said, including her. So, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> which might have led to slight domestics at times but oh, it was <laughs> domestics um, yeah but it was uh yeah it was it just yeah it's exhausting when you have to talk to people day in and day that's how i don't like you and weege there's no way i could do that no way well i do a good job of it of trying to not talk to everybody but weege all day everybody for a long time yeah as as he, can. he loves I, it dude, yeah yeah absolutely loves it yeah and I, I i really i don't know how physically and mentally he can do that well, I think he know. enjoys it. Like, yeah. I don't think it's, I don't think it stresses I, him out at all. I had to stay really late because uh, uh, it's a long story, but I stay really late with the Yamaha guys and, and, and do and talk to somebody. And mm-hmm. I'm leaving at midnight and I hear him talking and he's got this GoPro in the middle of a parking lot yeah, by himself. Weed show. And he's just talking. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it. <laughs> Did we make it? Did I make the cut? No. Oh, okay, because he, he went over to us oh, at one no, point. But uh, uh, I'm just like, look at this guy. It's midnight. He's like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, this fucking guy. So, uh, uh, walking around with a fucking selfie stick. Yeah. Uh, uh, Phil, we got, a call for, we got a call for you here on the, uh, on the show from uh, Kevin. Kevin, what's going on? You want to talk to Phil Nicoletti? Go ahead. Hey, yeah. Um, Phil, I just want to start off by saying thank you for being one of the only guys that did anything for me on Fantasy Saturday. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, of course, I did, Chiz I didn't pick Chiz. Him. Did you pick Phil? Uh, no, I did pick Not Phil. after that qualifying time. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I dropped, <laughs> I dropped Phil like, like a bad habit after that 21st. So. I, well, I had Phil and then I had Chiz on there, and of course, Chiz fucking Chizzed. No, we told you Chiz was sick. Yeah, we po- we told you, Kevin. I don't know if you follow us on social media, but we told everybody and the Fantasy Pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I just wasn't paying attention. I okay, guess. But uh, yeah. we tried. We tried. <laughs> Chiz literally yeah, put so, a photo um, up of on the toilet with his pants down, saying, "Don't pick me, everybody." <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> well, I appreciate yeah, the Bill, support, uh, Kevin. I'm gl- I'm glad you stayed in there and, and bet on me, unlike Steve and and JT. They. Fucking, <laughs> we're like, nope. Yeah, nope. I, I had to stick. I had to stick with the New York guy. So, ah, well, I pre, I appreciate you having some faith <laughs> in me. You know, um, that brings up the other thing. I want to ask if you uh, have any memories from back in the old New York days, like District Three and any of that stuff. Oh yeah, plenty of. I mean, I raced up there a lot. Frozen Ocean. Moto Masters, oh man, I, I don't even, Broom Cuyahoga, like all those, like there was uh, so many tracks I used to ride, there were actually badass tracks and some really good competition when I was a kid growing up, so. Um, yeah, well, I can say for one, Broom is nothing but rocks now. Ah, uh, yeah, well. I no, mean, it was, <laughs> Phil, last time I we mean, talked GT about this, these, last time yeah, we talked GT, about this, Phil right. said he wants a national back at Broom, which is insane <laughs> talk. I like racing there. <laughs> I, yeah, they don't, right. the I new track it's, isn't it's even there track. anymore. It's not there anymore. Yeah, uh, they mm. took out a lot of the hill sections on oh. it. Oh, that's a bummer. That place sucked. It, honestly, <laughs> I, I really liked it. I didn't love being uh, bead blasted by rocks. Right, that wasn't great. No. Right. But the yeah. layout was yeah, so definitely. fun. Like yeah. I like, I really like racing there. on. I like racing on mulch, which yeah. some people yeah. hate, mm-hmm. but I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So whatever, I, I, I enjoyed um, yeah. that race. Red Dog was good there. Red Dog was good there. Yeah, great. Yeah. I'd have to say Moto Masters is probably my favorite track. I'm a big sand track fan, so 
I was yeah. good there. Broke my collarbone there and then came back first race and finished fourth. So Yeah, Motor yeah, Motormasters is a rough track, so but yeah, as far uh, as Bruma, yeah, I wish we were there. Phil, were you were you in uh were you racing Mills a lot growing up? Or was he uh before you? was two two or three years older than me, but oh, okay. I mean yeah. Millsy was kind of like an idol because he was like the first kid around by me around the same age that kind of got a factory ride or, you know, with yeah. Ziggy and whatnot. Yep. So, yep. um, I mean, him and, um, Canary. So there's, uh, the, I had a couple of badass dudes to look up to as far as speed wise. Yeah. The people I talked to tell me that in New York mills was unbelievable. Like coming up, just yeah, won everything yeah. race the pro class on a one fifty or on an 80 and super mini or something and still won. I don't know. I heard all these stories. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was yeah. 12 years old racing the A class on a CR 125 and stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so he was, yeah, he was, he was unreal, but I mean, him and Bobby K had unreal battles growing up when I was a kid. So, um, yeah, meathead going at it. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for the call, man. Thank you. Well, I just, I just had one more question for all Phil. Right, if the, right. uh, yeah. if the name Grant Gastrom rings a bell to you, Grant Gastrom. Mm, no, it doesn't. No, because he had a uh, uh, like a newspaper cutout. I think from it was either Broom or Southwick. A YouTube racing each other on the track. Oh. No, no, I don't. That's how I learned who uh, the infamous Filthy Phil was. Oh wow! Well, that's got to be over twenty years ago at least. So. Uh, oh yeah, it was probably, probably back not. in 2002 yeah. or 2003. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's too many concussions ago. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Kevin. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks for calling. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks, bud. Phil, uh, you, I saw the uh, FXR pants for Koi on it. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, a little, little butt yeah. patch on the inside of the zipper thing. Uh, yeah. That's that's awesome. What uh, what are you gonna do with those pants? Um, so I'm going to keep a set for myself. I'm going to frame up, and then I'm going to give a set to Mr. Tom. Um, and then I'm going to give the other set to uh, Ty and, and Mrs. Gibbs, oh, his cool. wife. Awesome. So, yeah, I'll frame it up and give it to them. So, um, yeah, it's pretty badass. Uh, the FXR guys, Carson, Brad, Andy, Doug, and Mill all did that. And yeah. I had no idea, so when I saw it, it was kind of like, wow, you know, it's yeah. pretty – Pretty cool. It was a nice little tribute to to Mr. Coy. So yeah, no, really, really uh, cool, cool to do yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They they had a little yeah. moment for him in the night show before the night show started. I don't know if you heard of that or saw that. No, no, I didn't. But my dad said on the broadcast that they had some stuff and yeah. kind of did a little tribute as well. So yeah, I, that that that's that's pretty badass. So yep. he helped a lot of people in the sport without a doubt. All right, uh, more phone calls for Phil. Of course, this gentleman calls in. What's up, Nash? Gentlemen, gentlemen. What's up? Oh, I love it. I love the season hey, starting. Phil, I was, I, I was, um, of course, not shocked at your speed and proficiency as a big, long-time believer in Phil Nicoletti. In practice? <laughs> it, it, yeah, yeah. That and, yeah, and, and I want to know how many times you saw God during the main event. Uh, and uh, I, one can only imagine. Did to be honest with you, my I probably only had two God moments in in the main event. I really tried to minimize it. Yep. So just do the rhythms. Just, can, yeah. yeah, just just do the rhythms and do what I could do clean. Like I said, I had there's there was very minimal. I mean, obviously, there's always a risk out there, but I took yeah. minimal risk for what needed to be mm-hmm. done. So. Yeah, like when like when Enzo's coming up on you, like you're not you're just like go kid. Right? Yeah, I'm, yeah. Like, I, I'm yeah. like, you're going a second and a half faster, go ahead. And then Kitchen went by, and I was mm-hmm. just like, all right, I can latch on the kitchen and keep Robertson at bay, so I'm, I'm staying there, you right. know? Right. So I wasn't going to try. Can you take us through 
the two times that you did think you saw God? Can you re- obviously you recall them? Is it worth? Uh, yeah, I <laughs> the long rhythm where everyone was going three 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 three. Oh, yeah. I was going I was going two 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 three three and. I missed up. It's like Salt Lake 2012 for me. (laughs) And I mixed up the rhythm about halfway through the main event. um, And I went two, two, and the next one, I was supposed to go two again. I had a brain fade, and I thought I was on a three, and I booted it. Oh, no. And I came up (laughs) ungodly short, and I thought that was it. Um, And I was not too happy. And then the next lap I came around, the next section after that, there was like – I don't know. You could go double, single table, yeah. double. Well, I kind of got cross threaded and went wide, and I hit a curb, and I did a full on <laughs> fender kiss, um, and almost, and I knocked the wind out of myself mid race. So, nice. was, uh, dude, hit a great. curb. That is such a great visual for anybody yeah. listening. Like, I can't even imagine what the things you were seeing on that track. All those guys, all you guys were. So there was twelve you know, jumps. Really, sh- twelve jumps in that yeah. rhythm. Three, 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 three. Yep. Phil was going two, 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 three, three. Two, three, three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Two, right. two, two, three, three. I don't yeah. know if I saw that. <laughs> um, listen. Well, in the mail. Fucking Weston blew me out on Instagram. He did. It. No, he did? He did. Yeah. Yeah, me, he fucking <laughs> did, Peckerhead. More more reasons why we need this infamous Phil Nicoletti riding school. I just won't let it go. I'm not going to. This this right here exemplifies. Yeah. Hey, two, this is what two, not to do in a supercross. Go two, 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 two all the way through. You know. Uh, hey, so uh, hey, go, go ahead, Nash. I was just going to say, Phil, what, what was your read? And, and be interested to hear on everybody, uh, JT and Steve as well, about Webb's grittiness. The gritty Webb is back. I loved it. Yeah. The sneak attack yeah. at the end. Did you know that was coming, Phil? For real? Um, I didn't know it was coming, but any time where Coop feels like he's underrated kind of it puts a chip mm-hmm. on his shoulder which is kind of good so um it was there and i kind of knew the fight was there because after eli had crashed uh they went over you know eli picked his bike up skimmed through the whoops and he went outside to go on off and coop was behind him and coop almost went for the kill yeah to get home at, at that one point in time and then right there i knew i was just like okay He's trying to go for every single position. It didn't really matter if it was round one or not, you know. And then after that, um, yeah, when he was going after Sexton as well, I kind of figured, like, yeah, there's quite a bit of fight there. He uh, he said he was washed up at the press conference, but, you know, apparently not. <laughs> Dude, that, that, that cut under gunslinger. Yeah. Moves that he can only do when he's on is so cool. He, mm-hmm. I'm screaming at the TV. It's so badass mm-hmm. when he starts doing it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. everybody, everybody who's in that main event is phenomenal. And, of course, Phil, you. You brought the heat representing New York, New Jersey, the connections, oh, Northeast, I mean, California, I mean, trying to bring some normalcy. And I, we'll, I don't uh, know. I don't think I really brought the heat, but I'll, I'll take it, Nash. You know? <laughs> dude, oh. and, 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 dude, Lopes. I'll, I'll know this, dude. You knew that. I mean, Phil, he's, Phil he called it. Candle, do you? Phil called it. Said he, said he was ripping to me in the yep, morning. Dude. Yep, so, he's good. It, uh, J- hey, JT, fly gear looks good. Thanks. Uh, my kids love it. Cool, Thank man. you very much for all that you guys do. It's a great company to to support the sport and do so much for so many. Maybe Phil will get on the program one day. Phil, oh, Phil's expensive. Phil's expensive. No, we, no, we've no. all tried. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's really expensive. So, uh, what about the FXR gear, Nash? I mean, what the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're I mean, for look, they're for the private. Take care for the people. 
They're they're gritty. They're they're gritty for the people. We like that. Uh, but uh, anyway, hey, pumped to watch the season unfurl, Phil. And I'm glad that the East West Showdown will be in New Jersey. I'll be trolling through there with the kids. Okay. Along. Thanks, Nash. Looking forward to a Nash. Thanks, Nash. All right, cheers, guys. Have a great show. Cheers. Right, thank Bye. you. That's uh, that's Nash calling in from the winterlands of uh, of Jersey. Uh, Darren <laughs> wants to talk to Phil. Phil, what's up, man? Or Darren, what's up? What's your question for Phil Nicoletti or the shout out for Phil? Hey, good evening. Yeah, good evening, guys. Uh, no question. I just wanted to say congratulations, Phil. I love seeing your tenacity. And I think Steve and JT and you guys need to recognize Phil's long game here. This is exactly what uh, we need to see is a veteran yeah. with a plan. And when it's dicey like this, play that long game. There's going to be three or four of those uh, – Young 250 guys are going to wad, not even going to make the series, and Phil's wow. going to be sliding right at the end of the top. Sir, sir, Phil was one of those last year. so <laughs> That was round six. So okay, all right, good point. Up and up, so. Good point. Yeah, um, I, I appreciate it, Darren. Thank you. I am going for the long game, but, uh, like, uh, you know, <laughs> There's yeah. no guarantee. Let's be real. <laughs> Anything can happen. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks, Darren. Appreciate the call, man. Okay, guys. Best of luck. Thank you so much. Look at Phil. Phil brings out the callers, JT. Just brings See up. that. Yeah. <laughs> Popular Phil. He is. Uh, all right, yep. Philip. Yeah, so a couple things I wanted to talk to you about. Bike changes for this year. Uh, what would you do? And you're, you're on Dunlops. Um, what do you think of that switch? Yeah, awesome. So uh, I've been on Prairie for a long time. So last time I actually even ran Dunlops was 2018 when I was on Husky. So, um I like Brock Lover. I like Brian Flagg. So they treat, they, I mean, they've always been um, nice to me. And I kind of always wish I was maybe on Dunlops at times. But uh, this year we're finally there. And, yeah, they're unreal. So it's okay. one of probably our biggest changes that we've had. So. And did you do um, much for the KYB stuff? Did you change much? Um, nope, everything's kind of the same. Um, Enzo stepped up quite a bit with it as well. Um, so they're kind of taking a load off um, to handle some of the stuff. So um, everything's – I do have a little bit different setting than I did last year. I do have a different engine package than I did. Oh, okay. Still twisted so, engine, obviously, yeah. but just a different yeah. style engine. So, so you did uh, some stuff. Yeah, you, you, did, you did some stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, did some stuff. Tried some different clamps as well. Um, still Lux and clamps but a different style looks and clamp, a little stiffer clamp. Um, so, yeah, there's quite a bit to the bike that had gotten done. Not as much as Coop listed off, about 13 different components, but um, <laughs> pretty, <laughs> um, pretty close to changing some stuff. So we switched to W wheels as well yeah. or hubs and whatnot. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that kind of changed internally that um, made, made a hell of a difference. Yeah, sad day over here. The, um, the KYB stuff has to go back. <laughs> Real sad day. Oh, yeah. Are we allowed to talk about that? Yeah, we can talk about uh, it now. I, I mean, well, you're full factory. I'm not. I, they, mean, I, uh, I don't know. I think, I think they need some spares. <laughs> they said, honestly, they said they need some spares, and they want it back. <laughs> so I remember uh, similar to that when oh, Aaron Gobert came over like yep. years ago. Okay. They gave him like full factory stuff, and like Nick didn't even have it. And oh. see, Nick's just like – you're killing me out here. This guy doesn't even he, – he races street bikes. Right, right. And you give him a bike to ride in California with suspension I'm not allowed to, to have. You're just like, uh, I think there was – yeah, there was – initially when they first got it, there was some of that talk like, hey, don't, yeah. don't really tell anybody. But I think we're okay now. I mean, it's going back. It's going back. So, you know, but – 
Yeah, real sad day. Yeah, though. well, I mean, it's, I mean, it kind of only makes sense. I mean, if they're running a little shy on equipment, well, let's pull the stuff back from the media guy. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer. Do you think Mathis's lap times will be affected? <laughs> Probably not. Maybe we should grab it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no shit. Uh, are you getting your eight seconds? Left? Are you like Eli Tomac now that you have the same stuff as him? Or yeah, what? yeah. No, it's all it took. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm exactly. You. It's all we all have known for years that factory stuff is the key, yeah, exactly. right? Yeah. Well, I, um, I've always known the whole time if I had Eli's well, stuff, I'd do exactly what he did on Saturday night. There's yeah. no fucking doubt about it. JT, you can appreciate yeah. it because at one point you rolled up at Vegas with a Suzuki ECU. I did. Uh, no, I used it all oh, year. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I used and it all year. And then Mr. Suzuki was like, can we have that back, sir? <laughs> I had wheels, <laughs> like the magnesium hugs, hubs yeah. and everything, ECU, uh, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I just robbed, basically robbed Chad's. And then Suzuki, Suzuki said. Uh, yeah, so Buzzard. Yeah. He's like, like the, the Japanese were there. And they're like, I personally, he, he told me, and he was talking to Truman, who was my mechanic at the time. He's like, personally, I don't care. But if if those Japanese that are kept flown over for this race see that, yeah. they're gonna lose their mind. <laughs> they're gonna freak out. So basically, we cut a deal and said anything that's visible has to come back, and you can keep anything that's not visible. So okay. I kept the ECU. Oh, okay. I kept yeah, a bunch yeah. of tie yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. Well, there's a lot of stuff that's not visible that's still. Yeah, yeah, it helps for sure. The, I mean, the the ECU was way better than anything I could yep. get or had or tried so yeah yep yep that's a no-brainer uh, so. phil we got a phone call for you too but i'll just you can answer it is phil ever going to go back to canada uh if it goes back to 2019 i would i would think about it but if it's like canada now no no right. i i if, if yeah 2019 i had a blast up there I, I really did but it hasn't been the same since whatever that sickness that was going around was coven i think it was called yep uh, and before we let you go, can we talk to Alexia? Um, no. Do you want to talk? <laughs> no, she shook her head no. Unfortunate, really. All right. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, she wants to know what you want to talk about. I just want to ask her about how things are going. Uh, if it's about her brother, she'll talk. No, it's about you and her. Oh, God, it's about us. What is it? I don't know, Jesus. So about the yeah. election in Brazil? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Election, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's us sometimes about the same as the election in Brazil, up um. and down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Philip, we'll let you go. Tell her we said hi, and uh, thanks for jumping on the night. Yeah, yeah, thank you, man. Here, here hold oh. on. Hello. Hi, Alexia. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're good. Thanks for jumping on here. Um. How was he on Saturday? Was he, how was he? Is, is like, you know, he's got, he's got his negative uh, mood. Usually it wasn't a good qualifier. And then maybe he has some pressure with you there. Like, how was his attitude with you there? <laughs> well, I don't know how it was with me there, but he almost left alone. And we didn't have a good Saturday, but um, yeah, he definitely gets stressed. And I would say it's definitely even worse in the first race of the season. Right, right. But, I mean, I think as everyone, we were, we knew deep down, very, very deep down that he was going to do better in the main. So. <laughs> right, right. I, I just wonder if you're there, if it adds more pressure to him and then he takes it out on you by yelling at you. Yeah, he does. Especially <laughs> when Enzo won the heat race. I guess seeing me reminded him of Enzo and, you know. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, so he was he was okay then. He was happier with that, right, right. Yeah, he was very happy with Enzo, yeah. He was so happy that 
And so did P1, and he was P17. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good. Yeah, I I like to hear that. I just, I'm glad you, are you guys doing well? Are you guys good? Is everything good? And listen, it's never your fault. We all know this. Don't worry. I know, exactly. Yeah, I'm so glad. Well, I think to answer this question, we have to get Phil back on the line. Because I just. Thank for doing well. (laughs) Alexia, like we, Phil's friends, we all know it's not you. Okay, I just want you to know that. We all know it's not you. Yeah, oh, thank you. Yes, you, you are <laughs> the brains. We all know it's not me. You're the brains, you're the beauty, you're the common sense to this thing, and, and he has to I do, know. he has to fuck it up. <laughs> I know, yeah, we, know. And the thing, in Saturday, we've been having conversations because, yeah, I don't understand. I'm like, he's like, yeah, I've been like this for 17 years, and I just, it doesn't cross my mind. I'm like, why can't you then just change? Mm-hmm. You know, like if you know you're going yeah. to second practice, just don't. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, I, you I know, know, we all evolve as humans. And we all... I know. I know. <laughs> JT's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like He's same. like, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I hope it's I hope it's going well. You're, you're lovely. You're the better half. Thank truly. you. Truly. Uh, no, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. And yeah, what? Oh, yeah, I'll be in Oakland. I mean, honestly, Oakland, seeing all the rain that is there, I mean, it's a chill chance for the podium this season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, um, it could be. I mean, he podiumed Unadilla in the mud. And that's, why didn't pick exactly. him in A1. that's why I didn't pick him in A1. Yeah, good Saving strategy. Him for Oakland. Yeah. Good strategy, absolutely. Uh, I, all right, Alexia. We're hopeful for Oakland. Well, thank you. Good talking to you. I'll give it back to Phil. Yeah, give it back to Phil here because Talon has to talk to him about something. Uh, so, all right. I'm Talon, glad you got your info. Talon, what uh, what do you got? What do you, what do you? What oh, you? so in the uh, we were sitting like by the rhythm section on third base line where mm-hmm. Phil saw God. Yep. And one of the Suzuki guys in the heat went past, like past Phil jumping through there. Mm-hmm. And Yar cheered for the Suzuki guy and I go, "No, that's Phil. We like him." And she said, well, tell him he needs to get better. So, wow. Phil, wow. if you need riding tips from yeah. a girl who's never ridden before, she'll yeah. help you out. We need him to get better. That's what Phil's saying yeah. in his head, too. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. That, no. and that's the information we get from the peanut gallery, the people in the stands that have no idea what the fuck's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you don't jump that quad. What yeah, the hell? Exactly. exactly. It looks easy. Right. Three one, guys out there doing it. One time I said something to Timmy. His wrist was bad, and I didn't really know how bad it was. And at Vancouver World Supercross, he wasn't jumping onto the table like Tyler Evans was doing it. And I'm like, bro. Tripling on? Tripling was a triple. Yeah, I said, bro, Tyler Evans it was is doing big. it. It was. He goes to me, you fucking do, and he gives me the bike. Yeah, it was big. It was really big though. <laughs> well, he told me later that his wrist hurt. He yeah. couldn't flatland. He yeah. couldn't flatland. And it was it. like yeah. a, it was like a tabletop over a single to another tabletop. Yeah, to another it was table. Big. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. I never did it. Oh, Screw well. that. Anyways, so yeah, yep. the one time my no rider said, "Here, here's the bike. You fucking do it." <laughs> so I can relate to that. Uh, yeah, thanks, I said it. Before. Thanks, Philip. I'm really glad that. You and Alexia are doing well, and she's going to be at the uh, races. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for now, you know. <laughs> okay. It's like, you know, skip, skimming through whoops and you're clipping hay bales. You don't know which way you're going to go, but we're okay. <laughs> okay, all right. You know, so. Um, all right, well, sounds good. Right. We'll see you, boys. Has Thank Coop you, man. Has Coop come on yet or what? What? Is Coop coming on? Yeah, Coop's coming on. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, wow. All right. Call in and harass Tell him I, yeah. tell him I need some money. All right, we'll do that. All right, sounds all right. good. Thanks, fellas. See ya. Uh, that's Phil Nicoletta, everybody, brought to you by OGO Power Sports, our next guest on the show. Um, I like how Phil put his relationship like whoops, skimming whoops. You just never know. 
<laughs> I yeah. I it seems like it's been they're they're hanging on. Like they were here. We were talking to them about their problems, and then they're, they're, yeah. they're still yeah. there. They're, Alexia came to the house. Yeah, she did. Uh, whatever, she yeah. Did. It was like two years ago. Right, whatever, whatever it was. was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Renegade Racing Fuel and Lubricants, like you, they'll never forget about those late nights in that one-car garage where it all began. All for pursuing that top step of the podium. And Renegade Fuel's uh, burn cooler, cleaner and more consistent than the competition. Renegade offers real octane and not overhyped marketing. They're involved with the Firepower Honda guy of Max Anstey and Dean Wilson. And uh, also Justin Brayton won championships with Renegade Racing Fuel. It's the only fuel going to the JB10's tank. Please check them out. Racers who win, pour it in. Renegade Racing Fuels. They're looking for dealers. They're looking for distributors. It's really good stuff. Uh, Reeves using it on his team. And they're bringing you our next guest on the show. He's a friend of the show. He's a show favorite. Will Hahn. What's up, Wilbur? I actually won a title with Renegade as well. You won a title with Renegade? Yeah. Will Hahn. 2013. All right, hold on. 2013. Will Hahn. I just made a note. You will now be in the reeds. Let's get it. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, Glad to hear that. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Thanks for uh, – Will, uh, update on Phil's relationship. It's like skimming whoops. You just never know how it's going to go. I uh, respectfully disagree with that. I was pretty confident when I hit the whoops what it was going to happen. I, I, I don't know that plan. I feel like it's not good. <laughs> okay, all right. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, it's like that's swampy. It's very swampy. I don't yeah. know if that's good or bad. Your phone is kind of janky, so I don't know if you're what you're talking on or if you're by something. Me? Uh, hold on, hold on. Oh, boy. Here we go. Is that, is that better? That's better. That sounds a little better. Yep. Uh, Sorry. You're good. Um, some ups and downs for you at A1, Wilbur. First of all, hold on. Yeah, before we get into that, like, I don't understand your deal. What's your deal? Well, first of all, that sounds weird because it sounds like I have an attitude with you or something, but what do you mean? No, like, okay, so you're working with Colt Nichols. He's factory yeah. Honda. And yeah. then you're working with uh, Justin Barsha, who's Phil Nichols' competition. I, I don't work with Justin anymore. I know, but you're working on the team. Sorry, that team. Yes. Um, so, essentially, yes, I am employed by Troy Designs. Okay. Uh, I train uh, Pierce Brown, Michael Lozman, um, and that's still the case. Uh, I'm fortunate enough that, uh, obviously, my bosses were cool enough to allow that to happen, and it was kind of one of those deals that got brought up, like, Colt and I, Colt had come out here before basically his whole deal had happened. We were just mm-hmm. honestly riding together as friends and, you know, did the gym together. It was more just kind of talking and what, basically what am I going to do? Leading on a friend, right? Yeah, and absolutely. What's the plan? Um, all that stuff. And we just kind of keeping company because it was off season. Um, and I didn't have a lot going on. And I was, we were just, yeah, like I said, hanging out as friends. And he asked me and I was like, well, I don't, don't really think I can, you know, once all yeah. the Honda thing came together for him. And um, no. Like I said, um, Troy was and the, and the guys and everyone at the team were good enough to let me do that. Um, Honda accepted it as well, and it's it's been it's been good. It's been good for both sides, I think. And and uh, not really involved as far as you know, it's technical and stuff like that. I'm mm-hmm. just a trainer. I mean, look, if I think if it's anybody but Will Hahn trying to do this, most people are like, no way. But I think you have the respect of you know Honda. You have the respect of the guys at TLD that they're going to let you do this. It's a little strange. But I think you you've earned that, you know, that sort of people. But yeah. Well, that's what I wanted to tell them. Like, I my job is to make them better, regardless of the the brand and everything like that. And, and like I said, I, I would. I mean, obviously, 
what comes first is, you know, obviously TLD and stuff like that. And Colt was aware of that, you know, they are my employer and, um, you know, they do take good care, uh, great care of me. So yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it is, it is strange. I get that, especially outside the finance kind of looks weird. Um, but like I said, I have a good relationship with Honda, you know, they, they were really good to me throughout my whole amateur career and pro career. So, I'm lucky that I was able just to keep those doors open and mm-hmm. people were, you know, respect me enough. Yeah, no, listen, it's it's cool for sure. What uh, I don't think we've had you on since uh, the Barsha breakup. What what happened there? Obviously, you're still friends with him, all of that. I mean, you're Will Hahn. Everybody, everybody's friends with you. Everybody, literally. But, <laughs> no, uh, so he what, moved back yeah. to Florida. It logistically doesn't make sense, right? I mean, for me, I need to be there, um, and he would want me to be there, especially you know if you're investing that much into something that's not something. Like, yeah, of course, he could do the program, and he's fully capable. That doesn't mean he's handheld for that. But the, the reality is most of that, most of this comes as just being accountable on the days, right, mm-hmm. and, and showing them there and that. And, and why would you pay for that when you, he does know what to do? So, right, right. Um, and, and like I said, he sat me down. He was honest to me and um, talked to me about it uh, at the end of the season last year at Outdoors. And, you know, like I said, we have, we have no issues and still friends. And right. like I said, on the weekend, still talk and everything like that. So no big deal. I got to find Wilbur when Nichols and Barsha are battling this year. I got to look <laughs> for him. I don't know. I'm going to watch them battle. I'm just going to find Will, JT, and like watch Will. That's what I'm going to do. It'll be great. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's just not. Um, both of them. So let's talk Pierce Brown. And Will, did you get hurt at A1 or was that A2? I've got what, what year? Like the buddy? first oh. lap at A1. <laughs> was it A1 Cowie day? No, Cowie. Cowie. Yeah. I, did it, I did it on back there, too. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you, so you've been there where, and I don't think under, people, JT knows, I know, industry knows, like you work hours at a test track and off the bike and you're ready and this is a season, you're going to be, you know, you're going to kill it, you're going to do great things. All this work, all this effort by everybody, everybody around you also. And then to have it just taken away from you, like, is he going to be okay? Or do, do, do we know? How is he? I yeah, heard. yeah, PB's, PB's all good. Okay. Um, he checked out clear that night. Um, you know, it was late, but yeah, yeah. he ended up checking out. There's okay. no broken bones, and he will be at a jet ski race this weekend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, but so it's a little not as serious as what you did. I mean, you broke your leg or whatever at Cowie, whatever that was. Um, not even close, dude. Um, what'd, but, you, what'd you do? Uh, anyway, yeah. uh, back, head, shoulder, yeah. arm, he um, wants everything. That's, I really, for Forkner, for Pierce Brown, no, the, it sucks. The bottom line is that there's, there's not a worse feeling in the world being on that round, especially at round one. That's what I mean. Anaheim, all that stuff. You're on the meal. You're walking out. Your head's between your legs because the, what the result is, is is you know that your season's over, and that's it's super hard to take because like you guys are saying, like you put up all this work this whole off season and you, you do boot camp and you do this and you get there and you qualify and everything's good and it's it's as quickly as you got there it's it's that it's it's over you know and, and it's I don't know how you explain that to someone that's not in that moment, mm-hmm. um, that feeling, that the gut wrenching feeling, that everything basically just got tossed out the door. Dude, did you ever um, have that JT? Like, did you ever? I never got hurt at A one. I got hurt at A two. Okay. Never A one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just oh, that would suck. You know? It's oh, it's, rough. it's yeah, it's it's terrible. And you're like, well, it's just become deflated. Like I'll be honest, like seeing Austin do that again, you're just like, it's almost to the point where it's Murphy's law. You know? It's yeah. like I I don't know. How to help, but you almost you just feel bad for the guy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's 
It was rough, man. Uh, it didn't look like a fun track out there either, Wilbur. You've been in those conditions. It looked gnarly and tough, and and but we saw great racing because mistakes happened. But tough night for teams and riders. Tough. Oh, all that, and then I mean, just on top of that, like you got to know, and, and you guys understand this, but it, it's the, the stress and the anxiety of that race alone. Even when it's dry, even if everything goes good, it's just like a man driving home Saturday night. You're just like you can barely get home. It's just like yeah. it's so exhausting mentally, physically, the lead up, the build up. You say in the off season too, like just surviving the night, kind of like a, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. And and just add that track on top of it. I mean, it's one of those days where I'm, like, watching going, man, I'm glad I'm not out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, really, right? Uh, absolutely. Uh, but on the flip side, Colt Nichols, JT, maybe the quietest sixth in the Anaheim 1 uh, history? Like We uh, we talked about this. I mean, he gets a whole shot. Yeah. Then he's seventh, with like, in two turns. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, okay, well, you have to actually like, go. Like, yeah. Colt, like, I know you're <laughs> just trying to get through it, but you got to go. And then I watched him move over for – I'm going to say five five guys minimum, like literally move over. And they went by, and, and then I look up, and he's sixth at the end. I'm like, it's some sort of magic trick. Yeah, yeah. Like, he just kept doing the laps. He, he got fortunate with some crashes, but even still, yeah, great, but great he, job. But, like, yes. his pace wasn't yep. that bad, but every time there was, like, somebody would show him a wheel, or he would just move over. And he's like, it was like he had a crystal ball. And he's like, just go by, because you're going to crash in, like, two <laughs> laps, and I'll go right back by you. And he yeah. just, I mean, at the end, he was riding well because he – beat guys like Jason Anderson, but it wasn't like uh, yeah. he didn't fight for it yeah. so much, yeah. right? He just kind of like let it unfold. But a perfect start, Will, really, if you're him and Honda. No, it, it was it was exactly what he needed. You know, at the end of the day, the, the biggest thing for him was he needed, he needed gate drops and checkered flags because it's been a year, you yep. know, and there's nothing harder to build yourself back up from that. Is, you know, honestly, dude, like I didn't really think about it until driving home that night, but every time I was the big screen, it's just faster than the year before. Like, look up at the big screen, and every time you're on the gate or anything you're looking at, it, they're playing the highlight reel of him ending the season last year. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, you know, we're just talking about that. And it's like, that's very hard to overcome in the stadium. A year ago, you haven't raced since. You have a lot of pressure on yourself. You're factory Honda now. You know, it's it's all this stuff uh, at one time. And, like, I could tell it was went on in the day, and we talked. And I'm like, dude. Honestly, the, because I was trying to explain to him the first five laps before video race, it's, it's the gnarliest pace you've ever felt for five laps, but everyone's respectful for the most part, right? So it's, yeah. it's different, and you have to lean on your your your, uh, your veteran skills at that point. Like, yeah, he's working in the 50 class, but he's been doing this long enough that you have to realize at a certain point that the risk is reward on certain things on the track. And I think he did a really good job, uh, other than the first three turns, I think he did a really good job of knowing where he can push and where he couldn't and understanding that I need to survive this. And like, uh, basically our plan to be honest with you guys is just, it was like, you can't learn if you don't do all the laps, do all the laps. Yeah. As, as simple as that sounds like you have to be here to learn. You have to do all the laps all year long and you'll be where you want to be. I don't know if you were listening to Phil, but Phil said there was some rhythms he wasn't doing. He didn't care. He was going to do all the laps like JT did in his career where you just, you know what you can do. For 20 minutes, yeah. and you just do it. That's it. Yeah. I feel like it's that, that part of Days of Thunder where they they get all in the room. They're in the conference room, right? And the owner, it's Randy Quaid. He's the owner of City Chevrolet. Yeah. And he gets them all together and goes, what's the number one thing you have to do to win a race? Yeah. you got to finish the race, <laughs> right? Like it's, it's rule number one. You yeah. have to be there. Yeah. You have to do all the laps. No, nothing good can happen until that first, you know, that first box is checked. 
And, and you know what? Like, and I think people, I knew there was going to be like, oh, well, he had a lot of crashes. Well, dude, he had AP, he had Marv that won a lot of races in his career, and Barsha, yeah, he had good dudes on his ass, and Jason when he got up. You know, like, it wasn't like he, it was easy. And I know Jason had a bad crash during the day or whatever, but still, I mean, he had good guys on him, and he was able to weather the storm. Yeah, dude, that's, yeah, kind of. Good start. Absolutely good start for him um, and uh, and all of that. Uh, Philip, or it is Philip. Uh, Wilbur, what is the status of our flip-off game? Because we never really talked about doing it. Yeah, you got me on track walk, but, I mean, are we doing it again? Or do we even know? Maybe we, Maybe this week didn't count. I feel like that's what most losers would say. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, and honestly, I do you know how good I felt when I saw you on track walk? I was I had to I had honestly I had the screen on all day where I'm like where is he? All morning I'm like he's gonna get me. We didn't talk about it and I'm like I'm gonna get caught with my pants down here or like messing around or not paying attention. I'm like today is not the day. I'm I'm winning today. I remembered it in the morning. I'm like that that motherfucker. I gotta get him. I'm going to get him. I'm going to start off where I ended outdoors, right? <laughs> and then I forgot. And then I was on track walk. And it's one nothing Will Hahn. Yep. I tapped Colt. I go, you want to laugh right now? He goes, yeah. And I did it. And he was like, wow, that was awesome. I can't believe you just did that out loud. <laughs> Rough start. We'll get him back. We'll get him back. Hey, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, uh, the, I'm going to put a snorkel on, dive into the puddle on the track walk in Oakland and just pop out of a puddle. <laughs> We're not doing track walk, right? I don't know. <laughs> JT's working the cr- the floor. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I gotta get some mud boots. Yeah, he's gonna be the the pit guy. You might want to get some floaties. <laughs> I, might, I might need them. <laughs> it's not good. It's not gonna be good. Uh, Wilbur, what are you buying for the four fifties? Are you buying Web uh, back and uh, just as good as always? Even though he got the podium last year, also, are you buying Tomac, the new bike, uh, and his uh, maybe dominance? This year, what are you buying from the 450 main event? Um, yeah, I mean, Goop, I, if he's taught me anything, you don't count him out. Mm-hmm. Um, especially as hungry as he seems to be right now um, in the interviews and just seems a bit with a bit more chip on his shoulder than, than normal, which is saying something. Um, and then Eli, I mean, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's, you're almost at the point now where it's like, is he really going to retire? Because right now it seems like everything is so perfect and it's just gelling and it's flowing. It's almost easy mm-hmm. from the outside looking in. I know it's not. We all know it's not. But it's it almost looks like it's effortless and busy just falling his way. And he's really enjoying his time in the sport right now. And I think it's – I don't really care. You know what I mean? I hope he wins every race because at this point it's, it's, it's fun to walk because he actually looks like it's – it's been a while since I've seen a champion enjoy it that much, if that makes sense. Yeah. Where yeah. he's like constantly smiling right. uh, in the media. It's not fake either. That's just him. And it's, it's, I, I think it's cool. Yep. Um, I, could he win the series again? Yeah, of course he can. Uh, and I think he proved a big point the other night, uh, again, with a little bit of luck as well. Um, I'm definitely not counting Chase out by any no, means. No, no. Um, Chase, Chase and Anderson, no questions yeah. in my mind. They looked as good. Anderson ate shit a bunch, but. Really fast. I mean, and, the, the yeah. crash was everything right, yeah. for Anderson. Yeah, yeah. His his night yeah. was effectively over yeah. when he went yeah. over the bars yep. on Saturday afternoon. But I'm wondering, Wilbur, like, what well, we what JT and I were kicking around, like, is this does this put Tomac and Webb maybe a little ahead of everybody else? And we know Jason's going to win races and Cooper Webb or Chase X is going to win races, but 
I wonder if... In the points, it, yes. Yes, points. <laughs> points, yes. <laughs> Technically, yes, they are. Out of the Thank you, guys. Right. Thanks, everybody. No problem. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, no, we're here for that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I still kind of put, right now, I still think I still think Chase Coop and, and um, Eli are pretty close. I would say maybe Eli and Coop a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then, I mean, I think it's those three right now. All right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Renegade Racing Fuels bringing you Wilbur Hahn on the show. Won a title with Renegade 2013, JB10 as well. Renegade Racing Fuels, please check it out. Uh, Wilbur, you want to do the Expert on Goggle Terrace with us? I love that, yes. All right, let's do it. Expert on Goggle Terrace, everybody. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire q Rapid-fire. All right, everybody. X-Brand Goggles, the Lucid Goggle is out. Pulp Show 23 is the code to save. I just want to tell JT, a little pop quiz here, JT, uh, all right? Tell me or ask me. One, two, three, four. There's five true privateers in the 450 main event. Mm-hmm. Okay, five. Two of them, X-Brand Goggles. John Short and uh, Freddie Norn, X-Brand Goggles. Privateer that's choice. A, that's a pop quiz? Yeah. Dude, okay. The, the first, like, Do you know what a pop quiz is? Yeah. I'm questioning whether yeah. you know what a pop quiz yeah, that's is. That's where I ask you something real quickly, and you have to give me an answer. You didn't ask me anything. You, didn't, you wouldn't have guessed it. Got it. I went on with okay. it. Uh, EKSbrand.com, GNCC winner, uh, Troll Train won a national with X-Brand goggles. You name it. Pulp Show 23. What's that, Phil Wilbur? What were you going to say? Freddie was on the move the first two laps. Was he? I never know. I honestly didn't notice. He passed Colt. He did? Yeah, that was a hearty, I mean, Everybody <laughs> passed Colt on the first two laps, Well, That's true. He did put a kickstand out in the second turn and everybody buys. But, I mean, but yes, he was on the move. I was like, wow, Freddie is rippy. <laughs> he won the LCQ? Yeah, I'm good. I was, uh, I was happy yeah. to see him in the main event. That's yeah, a big deal. Making for- A1 as a privateer is a big deal. Fast Freddy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, absolutely. It, it's tough to do, and he did it. X-Brand Goggles. These questions were submitted by a Corey Moser, Will? Doesn't ring a bell. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, rapid fire. Let's go. Let's do this, Marks. Steve. Yep. Who won the eye test in A1 practice? Well, it's easy to say Sexton because he looked great. Um, I was impressed with AP. Although, like, his time didn't reflect it. Because afterwards I looked and he was like ninth, mm-hmm. but he looked great. Yeah, he looked confident. I was impressed with Tomac yeah. because he was yeah. just rock solid and doing laps. Like it was just like yeah. everybody was like, do one lap that was super sketchy and it was like right. pull over and be like, man, that's this track sucks. Right. And Tomac is just lap after yeah. lap after lap after, which he right. so obviously that was, was my question, kinda, not, not for you. I don't care. Okay, foreshadowing for the main event probably. Right. Here we go. JT has Tomac ever looked better? I am gonna say no. I this is uh this is twenty twenty two plus bike of the year. Well, if you could get Colt to get on a twenty three Yamaha, I bet you'd be better. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Will, what made the track so tricky? Sinkholes. <laughs> Uh, Phil used uh, the rain. Phil used the word curbs about twenty times. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where it's awesome, and I, I mean, honestly, at the night, I mean, if you ever want to see all the rain we got leading up to that, you'd be like, no chance the track it was as good as it was. But I mean, the thing that just makes it tricky is, yeah, when the tarps are on and you pull them off, all those transitions in the bottom of them, they, they don't dry. They're, they're really, really soft, and you go from sinkhole wet to super dry hard pack where the dozer built it, and it's 
yeah, I don't know how to explain it, but it's it is uh, not fun. Longer than thirty seconds, please. All right, let's go. Sorry. No, don't tell him. Don't tell him. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fuck you, uh, Steve. Who had the best bike setup and whose bike needs some help? Mm, it's it's hard to tell with a track like that. You can't you can't really judge. Uh, we didn't get whoops, so I don't know about this KTM and the problems that they had. I thought Kenny's bike looked off. JT, did you think it looked okay? I did. Yeah. No, I I thought it. I mean, oh, you was don't that Kenny. No, you don't typically see Kenny like front end high, right? Over jumping, yeah. under jumping. He made an Instagram comment about that too. Oh, he did. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, I. That was very uncharacteristic. Yeah. Like he is so picture perfect technique wise, downsiding everything. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I chalk it up to lack of testing in unique conditions on the bike. Yep. Um, I, to, I thought I, I thought for him to get a fifth was really good because he didn't look like himself yeah. in my opinion. Hard to tell with the track like that and the way that place was on bike set but he just didn't look no, to no me, he didn't no, look comfortable yeah, yeah. he didn't yeah. look comfortable i thought nickel's stuff looked terrible i don't know who his trainer <laughs> is but uh, i don't know <laughs> jt weather's not looking good for oakland so who's currently the best mud rider in the 250 and 450 classes uh it's a good question for 250 um i don't see anybody that really like jumps off the page as far as that goes. Uh, Chris Betts? <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it'll just be survival in 250 uh, for those guys. I think you, the cream will still rise the crop. The good guys will still be the good guys. 450, I think it gets a little more interesting. Guys like AP and some of the guys. Ferrandis. because Yeah, Ferrandis. Mm-hmm. Um, Tomac will be solid, but you could see some outlier podium guys that maybe you're not immediately thinking about. So I, I would say 450 has an opportunity to be really interesting. Okay, 39 seconds. That's fine. Will. What about anal bleaching? <laughs> That's not your question, Will. Uh, assuming you believe in the theory of not peaking too early, when do you want to peak during the Supercross season? You would ask that. I would. Will's gone? Will hung up. He didn't want to answer the anal bleaching question. No. Way to go, Steve. He's gone. Thanks for that. Nope, I, I, I can hear you. What happened? What ha- I don't know. We, we couldn't hear you. <laughs> I couldn't hear you. Huh. I haven't even moved. Okay, I'm ready. What? <laughs> okay, go ahead, Marks. I'm only contracted to ask these questions once. Yeah, go ahead, Marks. Love this guy right here. Assuming you believe in the theory of not peaking too early, when do you want to peak during the Supercross season? Well, if you pay attention to the keys of the race, you always want to peek around Daytona from everything I've ever heard. Um, I mean, it's one of those things. I mean, I do believe in it. I think it's a thing of there is a certain point of the season that it starts to become monotonous and it does drag on. But I think if you're able to keep this, the trick is keeping the guys riding different tracks enough to keep the spark there, right? And I think that that's probably the best thing you can do as far as peaking. But I mean, yeah, I think you want to be ready to go when it goes east. All right, fair enough. Underrated uh, Carmichael comment of the night. It's tough to race, Justin Barsha. (laughs) (laughs) Show me the lie. Show me the lie. No, I said underrated. I said underrated comment. Yeah, it's tough to race, Justin Barsha. All right. Steve, if Wilbur had raced A1 on a 250, where would he have finished? Well, he's a veteran. He knows the deal with the uh, mud and all that. But Wilbur was never one for like raw speed, so I put him at a. I put him at a fourth. I will take it. 
Yep. 13.77. JT, if the airline loses your Yeti and Team Honda turns you away, what are you eating at the stadium concessions? Uh, I would not because Western Power Sports and Fly Racing has a beautiful hospitality area for all of our dealers. Not so for I'll the just, media. I would just eat there. Not for the media. I said for all of our dealers. Yeah, I know. And you actually ate there this weekend. Yeah, you but okay. no plates, cold. <laughs> I mean, you came at 5 o'clock. I don't know, man. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Shouldn't it be a, a separate media time? No, absolutely not. All right. I, I will. I asked Lars. He's like, yeah, we got Chipotle. But then he's like, hey, can you let everybody else eat first? Which is a totally reasonable request. I'm not. I'm not bagging on Lars. A one's full of Honda people, right? So there's a lot of people there. And then we, JT's fly stuff was, you know, ice cold, no you plates. You came at five o'clock. I know. I'm just saying, Will. It's tough for the media to, to get some food at these races. It's tough. I mean, we had tacos. I would have got you some tacos. At, at five o'clock, would they have been okay? Yeah. No. We had, it was like a taco like vendor at our truck. Oh wow. <laughs> the, hey, Paige, just stop by and say hi, Steve. I get scared of TLD because at the Anaheim's, I get scared of TLD because it's like a rave, and I think Troy yeah. makes it that way. I think Troy enjoys the rave atmosphere at, uh, underneath his tent. I mean, it was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. All right, last one. Will, uh, what did you try to improve on with Barsha this off season? <laughs> that, I, 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 uh, that, he just asked the question. Just read the question. Just reads the questions. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's fair. Okay. <laughs> That's Moser, everybody. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I still don't know him, though. Yeah. Uh, no, nobody knows him. Uh, all right, everybody. That's the X-Brand Goggle Tariffs. Please uh, check them out. Pulp Show 23 to save money. Thank you to those guys, X-Brand Goggles. If you don't wear, wear X-Brand, you won't win. It's that simple, Will. It's that simple. Uh, thanks for calling in, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Always fun being on. And, can, we, uh, can, we get yeah. you as, can we get you to come up here as a co-host? Yeah, I can go there again. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, we'll work on that. Love to get you in studio. I'll only come if JT's there, though. Oh, wow. Can we, do, we can do that. Okay, there we go. Hot we can talk because we both raced, so we'll yeah. have, we'll have point. our own conversation. Right, right. More rider to rider. Like, rider, yep, yep. <laughs> Daniel Blair's the same way. They, You guys are on another level. Yep. yep. Well, we just wrote, it's more relatable. Right, right. I guess it's I'll, hard to explain it, you know? I guess I'll stick my four Manitoba titles up my ass. I would really like to see that. <laughs> not I mean, that. You guys say I'm not a racer. I got titles. I got plaques. So Instead of coming out of your mouth, going, if they could put them up your ass, I'd appreciate right. that. Sounds gay. Right. What'd you say, Will? <laughs> I just, I just, and I'm getting a visual of a plaque, and I feel like it's going to be extremely painful. Yeah, yeah, it probably would be. All right. Renegade Racing Fuels, bringing you Will Hahn. Thanks, Wilbur. All right, thanks, guys. You guys have a good night. All right, see you later. Uh, JT, I just DM'd you on Instagram a photo. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> of the track. I'm, I'm getting mud boots. In Oakland. I am buying mud boots this week. You may want to prepare. It's unbelievable. Uh, I'm, I am I might drown. <laughs> it's not looking it's good. unreal so, uh, how much guess, water there is on the guess floor. Guess who was unbelievably stoked that they did not pick Ferrandis or AP at A1 in Fit Paul Both Fantasy. of us. Yes, yes, absolutely. All right, everybody. We're going to go to commercial break here. Uh, Cooper Webb's coming in. Uh, seven Deuce Deuce. JT, a yep. fly guy for a long time. He was. Hung up the boots, uh, the painted boots, and uh, we'll talk to those two guys. We're going to have uh, the Race Tech rant coming up as well. I got a feeling JT is not going to agree with my rant. Shocking. Usually don't. And uh, we'll have much more coming up here on the Pulp Mech Show. Thanks for listening. Be right back after this. Yeah, fuck Steve Mathis.
At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. In case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection isn't possible, but getting to perfection is always the goal, and I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards, and I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGD suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine's super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys over at Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a f***ing wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Morans, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance Suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance product. Definitely check them out. Hey, guys, this is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because of uh, the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously it's great people around, and I've uh, been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use code PULP22 to save. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PULPAMX20, the code to save. 
With 80 years of experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, Weisco has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Weisco has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite series. Weisco has recently expanded our Racer Elite line with SX and MX proven USA-made connecting rods. Now adding to the Garage Buddy rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, and our CV4 thermal protection line, this makes Weisco your single-stop performance name. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or Weisco.com to find products for your machine. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. 
Take it from me as I, too, have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. 
And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Max Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I, too, have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate and lateral zones with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle and then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be 
associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Worst Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use the code X 20 you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Worst Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. Pulpum X20, the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. In case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection isn't possible, but getting to perfection is always the goal, and I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards, and I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGD suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine's super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys over at Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a f***ing wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Moranz, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance Suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance products. Definitely check them out. Hey, guys, this is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Racetech because of the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously it's great people around, and I've been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use code PULP22 to save. With 80 years of experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, Weisco has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Weisco has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite series. Weisco has recently expanded our Racer Elite line with SX and MX proven USA-made connecting rods. Now adding to the Garage Buddy build kits, clutch and valve train components, and our CV4 thermal protection line. This makes Weisco your single-stop performance name. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or Weisco.com to find products for your machine. 
For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and Rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. Welcome back, everybody. Pulp Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com. Decal Works, Fly Racing, 702-586-7857. Give us a call. You got something on your mind? Talk about Anaheim 01 and more. Jason Thomas in studio from Fly Racing. Motorcycle Energy Jobs, Job of the Week. Uh, upload your resume for free today. First and only job board built for power sports companies. If you're a company and you're looking for somebody to hire, and certainly nowadays that's a big thing out there from what I hear from people, then uh, list your company's job on motorsport in motorcycleindustryjobs.com. Job of the week this week. Marketing manager. JT, I don't even know how to say this. Uh, it's a marketing manager, full-time job. Rabaconda. Excuse me? Rabaconda. Is that like Anaconda 2? I think that's a Nicki Minaj song. Rabaconda is a global market leader in portable tire tools okay. for the power sports industry. 
Uh, they're looking for an experienced marketing manager. I thought with your knowledge of the of the industry, you would know these guys. So that's why I said I that. have seen the name, but oh, you I don't have. know what it okay, is. All right. yeah. Well, they are they are a global market leader in portable tire tools. Got it. Which wouldn't now apply for you because you don't change your tires. Well, this is why you uh, advertise. So you, people learn about it. Just like uh, me. We're a small team, and both founders, Jacob and Tono, are actively involved in everyday processes. If you feel that an ambitious and passionate team is your cup of tea, you'd be interested in to rock the power sports industry with the most innovative tire tools in many different segments, like street motorcycles, UTVs, and more. Rabaconda, check it out. Marketing manager uh, now, motorcycle industry jobs. Where are they based? Did they say? No. Okay. I changed uh, 12 mooses today using a Rabaconda. Wow. Just coming in. Just <laughs> welcome, welcome, Lone Wolf. Welcome, welcome, Lone Wolf. From to the, the back show. row, like Webb. Yeah, just absolutely dropping it in on us. And that, yeah. All right. So tell us about Rabaconda. They're just a tire changing stand, and they have like a nice arm on them to help push the tire off the off the rim. It makes it makes it a lot easier. All right. They're looking for a marketing manager. First hand experience. Look at that. Are we? Is, is this something we're interested in over there? Sure, yeah, if it's remote. I'm kind of stuck in Vegas for, for now, but oh, if it's remote, I, for, I might be in. For a long time. Yeah. <laughs> 18 years, to be exact. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'd fly the girls in from L.A., boy. Oh, boy. All right, okay, everybody. <laughs> uh, thank you to those guys for coming on board. Michelin as well. Our guy, Randy, FMIP. Mm-hmm. Big things uh, planned for Michelin. Oh, yeah? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And our show, I hope. Got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Designed right. to win the new Michelin Starcross 6 featuring Michelin adaptive design. 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn. Thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability. I've got these on my 2023. So thank you to those guys. Works really well. I like the front. The front, Starcross 6 is an improved tire over the Starcross 5 front. I can guarantee you that. Even my shitty riding skills can detect that. So sand, mud, medium, soft, medium, hard, medium, hard versions. JT Oakland probably put the mud one on. Yes, I would say uh, whatever you have, paddle tire, uh, (laughs) whatever you have, rudder. Yeah. Maybe a rudder. All right. Sounds good. Michelinman.com forward slash motorcycle to learn more about the complete offering of Michelin motorcycle tires. Thanks to those guys. FMIP going to get them in studio at some point. Uh, We still got the race tech rant coming up and, um, some more Anaheim One Talk, Cooper Webb as well, Adam Entignap coming up, and maybe, just maybe, Ham, which I will explain Who? more. Did you say Ham? Ham. Pam. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. I know. Okay. Great. Moving on. All right. Uh, so, Race Tech Rant. Let's do that now. I love the guys at Race Tech helping out a lot of privateers over the years. Pulp 23 is the code to save, whether it is a... Motor work or suspension work, they can dial you in and tell them you listen to Pulp. They'll give you a discount. And uh, great guys. My original race tech rant. Like the first one ever? No, no. For oh. tonight. I heard early in the day that Jet was coming out in opening ceremonies. And my rant was locked and loaded. Okay? Because, okay. JT, you know. You know. <laughs> like, we give these 250 fucks everything. They get the money. Wow. They get the TV time. They get everything, right? There's very little. In, the best thing you could do in our sport, if you're not interested in a legacy career, the best thing you could do in your sport is race the 250 Supercross class for a factory team and keep getting hurt. Like Phil? Well, no. Keep, keep, keep getting hurt. <laughs> okay. Win races and keep getting Forker? hurt. Yeah. He's going to make a ton of money. So my point being, the one thing 
that the 450 guys have, the one treasured thing they can hold on to. Not A1. That, well, <laughs> this is my original rant, is opening ceremonies. And, you know, I don't know if you've ever, you, never, you were never in them, but, like, Chiz made it. and uh, I've done a few. A lot of guys have told me over the years. Oh, it's my favorite thing ever. I love it. Well, I mean, you, but you've made it overseas, probably, is mm-hmm. what, what you're talking. But World Supercross, okay. U.S. Open. Okay, so yeah. I've had so I did many. A1, A1 one time. You did I, A1. I got to do Opening it. Opening Yeah. A1. Yes, coming out of World Supercross. Got to do it. Suck it. Because you were in Vancouver and Toronto. Uh, or whatever. Yeah. 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 Well, fucking knock me over. <laughs> this is not what I expected to hear. Anyways. I, I mean, it was still, I would have killed to be able to do it every week. Okay. Is your point. My yes. point is, I've had so many 450 riders tell me, even Justin Brayton is like, dude, it was so awesome yeah, every single it's the time. Best. And Justin Brayton got brought out 600 times. Yeah. So the one nugget that the 450 guys can hold on to is opening ceremonies. And then I heard Jet was doing it, and that was my original rant, and it was locked and loaded. But they brought out – they didn't bring them out. They just introduced Max and RJ and Jet. I still don't like it, but at least there's three of them. See, I, okay? I, I'm good with the Jet thing because I truly feel like he's the future of this sport. Love him or hate him doesn't matter. He is. The, the, can we not so give I, him opening ceremonies? So I'm, I'm good with the Jet thing. I think it's deserved. When you have a star that's shining as brightly as he is, you need to lean into it is my take. I'm more like the Maximus Volan thing. I'm kind of like, eh. I don't, I don't know that he is deserving of okay, that Okay, so if you're bringing out one, I'm pissed and I'm ranting. If you're bringing out three, I don't like it, but, but is, I'm not going to rant about it. Is Volan the right guy, though, if you're doing three? Sure. I don't know. doesn't really? matter. I don't care. Okay. I don't care. I mean, his best result in Supercross ever before this weekend was like an eighth. All those guys have in the 450 class is opening ceremonies. And you're taking that one thing away, okay? The 250 guys make more money than many of the guys. They get, you know, more prestige, everything. Anyways, that's not my rant because they brought three it's out. It's not it, okay. It's not my rant. Okay. Also, okay. Max wants to be called Maximus. So on TV from now on, you will hear him be referred to as Maximus. Oh. Yes. Is this new? This is new. Oh. Yep. How do you feel about that? Uh... Seems like a little bit of pomp and circumstance to me. Like, yes, <laughs> right? Yes. Uh, I, I don't know if uh, you know. Uh, I have to also talk about Julius Caesar or you know yeah. anything like that. Right. But whatever you want to be called, you know, Sunny. I'll call you Sunny. Well, you want to be called Maximus? I'll call you Maximus. Right. Like whatever. Right. I'm not going to give somebody a hard time about their real name. But I, I didn't see that coming. What's wrong with put Max? me in the camp of didn't see that? I coming. like Max. The name Max. He wants to be called Maximus. Okay. All right. Yes, my name is Maximus. Um, okay. I don't know what that voice is. What is that? Uh, it's a high society member. Okay. Yeah. Yes, hello. <laughs> it's like a cartoon character. It's, 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 it's yeah, it's, it's, yes. You know? <laughs> I don't. Okay. I don't. I like it, but I don't. Do you get it, Marks? I mean, I get what you're going for, but we gotta we gotta fine tune that a little bit. No, it's uh, it's like Shaggy it's, from Scooby Doo. It's like uh, <laughs> no, that's not it at all. But it does, I know that's not who you're trying to go for. But that's who I'm. That's okay. where I'm ending right. up. So, my rant. Can we get on it? You you want to be the people? What is in the uh, Twilight movies? Who are the people from Italy that I run the whole those, deal? Sir. What, are those, those, what are those sir. people called? I don't know what you're talking that's who about, you want to be. That's who you're saying. Like I'm acting like the butler from Monopoly. 
I doubt that's what he sounds like. With the monocle? Yeah. Okay. Top hat. Uh, you top monocle. hat, a monocle. Yep. T- uh, ducktail suit, or what do they call that? Can the, we get the, you a top hat and a monocle and have you retry and see if it helps? <laughs> a yeah. Bit? Send it to me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Bet. Yes. Okay. Are you saying yes? You better yes. watch it. Your... That's a little bit of Jar Jar Binks in there, too. I'm, I'm getting a no, little bit no, of Jar Jar no. Binks. What it is, it's, it's a high society, highfalutin snob type of person saying, yes, my name is Maximus. You know, like that. So, all right, moving on. Jar Jar. A couple more examples. It's not, yes. It's not my, it's not my rant. My rant's, the, I'm, I'm over it. The next rant is just like. Master Anakin. No. That, that was a, uh, uh, a, a Jamaican accent that he had. It was Jar Jar. Nah, Jamaican man. Yeah. That's, 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 that's not. That's Yar Yar. That's Yar Yar Binks. Jar Jar? Yep. Is not Jamaican. Uh, okay. My rant. Uh, Do you think Jar Jar sounds Jamaican? No, the Jar Jar Binks in Star in Star Wars sounds Jamaican. That's no, a Jamaican accent. He did no. That is a Jamaican. No. Oh, no, no. That is a Jamaican accent. What? 100%. Have you been to Jamaica? Marks, Google Jar Jar and Jamaican accent. I don't care. This is my favorite part of the show tonight. <laughs> so just keep going. Jar Jar I don't care who Jamaican. else is on. I don't care who else you interview. I don't care what else you talk about. This. Welcome is the best. to Jamaica, man. You think that's what Jar Jar sounds like? Lots of controversy with the Jamaicans and Jar Jar when that movie came out. They were very upset. That's they felt anger. They felt like he was. They were mocking Jamaican people and the accent. This is a real thing. Well, yeah, it says there was criticism of being this Jamaican broken dialect, which was offensive because I'm West Indian descent. Well, I think they're getting high on their own supply because he does not sound Jamaican. I didn't make this up, sir. Okay, so the next rant is not Maximus and not Jet for opening ceremonies, but it revolves around Jet. He does not belong in the 250 <laughs> class. He does not belong in the 250 class. He's too good for this class. I don't like him being in it. Carmichael, Stu, Bradshaw, the greats of the sport were one and two and done, and they moved on. And Jet could go undefeated this year. As good, as bad as he looked in practice, he was still the second fastest it's guy. Not really true for Stu. And he, that's not true for w- Stu. What's not true? He was much older. He ra- he went pro in 02, raced 02, 03, 04. Then race Supercross in 05. That's three full Supercross years. Stu so raced one time Supercross twice. 02, 03, 04. He didn't went, go moved times. up in 05. He didn't go three times. 02, 03, 04. I need to check that out. All right. So, Jet's 19. I, heard, I, heard, I told somebody about this, and they're like, he's 19. And I'm like, 19 is old in our sport, enough to go to 450s. I mean, the number of guys that are 19 and jumping in the 450s is is not a, a, a low number. Yeah, we this, don't this we happens. don't agree on that. I think he this, this, I think moving up this summer is the perfect time. I think he is still young and they have proof that this process works with Chase Sexton. So why wouldn't they do it again? I, I think it's very very good thoughtful process. Are you looking up Stu right now? No. No. Okay. Um <clears throat> No, I just, I just don't, uh, like, he is ready, man. He ran a 450 in Motocross the Nations. He won his class at the Motocross the Nations on a 450. Like, he almost won every single race last year, except for the ones he crashed in. Like, but he won, he's a two-time national champion. But, like, dude, he's ready. But if you're Honda and you're looking at this thing, it's, no. it's perfect. It's perfect. Of they course. Have- they're super biased. KTM was looking at hurlings in the mx2 and be like this is perfect yeah but they, they're, they're the one perfect. paying him millions okay so. but that's fine and i hope they enjoy their empty championship i hope they enjoy I, it. i think they will i hope i hope i hope their i hope their plaque 
from the AMA is a zero. Is it going to be ones you cram up your ass? Is it zero? No. Those are already pooped out. <laughs> okay. I hope it's just a zero because that, it, it just doesn't. When he wins, yawn. Yawn. And you know what? Hey, I heard too. There's a chance he doesn't ride 450 Nationals, which is incredible to me. And I'm not saying most likely he rides 450. Okay. Most likely he does. But there's a chance he rides 250. And I'm just like, what? He's won two ch- two outdoor titles. Yeah, I, th- I think just, he should move up in the summer. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I think he will, but there's a chance I've been told okay. maybe not. I just I don't like it. I don't like I don't like hurling staying down. I don't like these guys perpetually staying down in the class. I mean, you've heard me over and over talk about these guys taking dives. Jeremy Martin's 28 years old. But you think about his class. Think like, about it. he's only like, he's only four months away. Like it's not like he's delaying this thing, drawing it out. He's going to be 19 when he moves to 450 full time in May. Like it's not. Yeah. He, it, it's he's, not. He's ready now. He's absolutely ready well, he's, now. He's going to be ready in May, which is very close yeah. to now. Well, well, enjoy the empty championship. I enjoy it. I, enjoy it. Ridiculous. I don't even know if the check will – I don't think I would send him a check if I was Honda. Well, they're the ones that decided, so they better. Right. Uh, so that's my race tech round of the night. Jet Lawrence, I don't like it. I get it. I understand it. I don't like it. He's ready, and this title is uh, – I mean, does if he doesn't make a mistake, I, I mean, does somebody just pass him and beat him? I mean, RJ beat him in the heat. Yeah. So I don't think he's unbeatable. I don't. I've seen nights where things just don't go his way. Do I think he's the best guy in the class? Of course yeah. I do. Right. Is he going to win the championship? I would think so. Right. But he's not unbeatable. He's not. He is. <laughs> All right. Race Tech Rant. JT, give me one guy in each class that surprised you in a good way and surprised you in a negative way. I think some of our answers may stay the same. That's that's Kay. okay. Guy that surprised me in a good way um, in the 250 class, I'm going to go – we both want Lopes, so I'm going to go a different way on that. Um, I even wrote about it today. That was my pick in my breakdown column. But I'm going to say RJ because when I looked at that track, mm-hmm. I'm like, he, he's going to have a problem. <laughs> right. like, he's going to have a problem. He's going to yeah. push too hard. He's yes. going to do something stupid, yes. and he's... it's not going to go well. And then he goes out and he wins his heat. And then he rides mistake-free almost in the main event and gets second. Passes McAdoo. Mm-hmm. So I know that's not like some crazy pick that you've never thought about, but it, it surprised me that he no, was, I'm with you. He uh, was he, able to yes. hold it together he, on a track where nobody was able to hold it together. He, he looked like he rode a steady mistake-free race. Yeah, that's not RJ, yes, yes, right? Yes, so, no, it is not. Uh, I, I really like that. Um, surprise to the downside in 250. Um, it's a little bit tougher, but I'm going to have to go kitchen. Uh, I, I really thought this was an opportunity this year for him to kind of break out, and I know he doesn't have any Supercross experience. I get it. But didn't you think he would be a little better than that? Like, I, I, no. I, did, I expected more. I did. Uh, I thought, like, I thought five, six at worst. Terrible start. Okay. Yeah. Sketchy track. Terrible start. So but five, six at worst is where I had him. Okay. So All right. I thought it would be better. All right. Four fifties. 450 to the upside. Um, I think I have to go Nichols, and it wasn't eye-popping surprise. It was more result surprise. Mm-hmm. I did not see a sixth coming, and every time I watched him getting passed, I still couldn't believe he got sixth at the end of the race, but credit to him. He he did all the right things. Uh, surprise to the downside, I would say Marv. I thought Marv would be better than that. On that track, with he could jump the whoops, you had to be picture perfect in your technique. And DV and I even talked about this during the afternoon. That track rewarded precision, and that's typically right up Marv's alley. And he just 
It wasn't very good. I checked in with – I can't give away my source, but he used to ride factory Yamaha. He won some GPs. He won Supercross. He won Motocross. He's French. And he did a lot of heel clickers. Okay. I said, is anything wrong? He said, nope, nothing was wrong. Nothing happened. Nothing was wrong with mm-hmm. Marv. Just bad night. Yeah, yep. it wasn't, yep. wasn't a good main but, event. Uh, all right, I will go. I'll take Enzo Lopes for the positive uh, fastest qualifier. That's insane. I don't care that it didn't count because it was a slower practice than the other one. It doesn't matter. He was fastest guy. That's pretty gnarly. And then in the main, charging forward yeah. and, and looking good. So Enzo Lopes, everybody, would be my surprise. That's probably not um, a, a big surprise. And uh, uh, surprise in the, two, in the 450 class. I don't know. I don't know how to put this. Like, I talked about AP earlier. It is. I don't. I talked about AP earlier. A confident, aggressive, looking good. And in the main event, he was looking good. He was he was tagging behind Coop. They were coming through the pack. He was behind Coop. He petered out a little sooner than Coop did. This AP? Yes. He crashed. No, and then he crashed. Oh. So, like, I still think it was good. I still, I know the paper results don't look good, but I still thought it was. He got seventh. Yeah, I just. Wasn't that bad. No, but I just. Or no, no. What no, he, he didn't get seventh. He didn't get seventh. Anderson got seventh. What did he get, eighth? Oh, I have it right here somewhere. Eighth. Eight. Okay. Yeah, I just I think he was looking good for a top five or, or whatever, you know. And he he looked really good. And I know that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just thought AP looked good. I was surprised. And then we're going to Oakland now in the mud, and maybe. maybe I mean, if could... he doesn't crash, he gets sixth, right? I think he gets sixth mm. if he doesn't crash. I don't know. No. I don't know. Okay. Nobody knows. I I, I thought I would get more than you than an I don't know. Uh. The downside surprise in the 250 class, this isn't fair, but Austin Forkner, JT. I mean... I, I couldn't go there. No, I know. I, I know. And I and I'm, I don't mean this personally because he was riding great. Yep. He was the first guy to go 3-4 in the rhythm. Yep. Uh, he looked amazing. His heat was charging up. He, he, he the was Volturi. Good. The Volturi in Twilight. That's, that's the people that you would be thinking of. The Were, Volturi. Did they wear monocles and top hats? They were they're like aristocratic. They think they're better than everybody. That would work then, yep. Yes. They kill people. Oh. Just that on a whim. Oh, well, that's not. Just on a whim. No, not. because they're like, we're better than you. I'll kill you. Okay. Uh, so, Forkner, I feel so bad for him. Uh, I'm not a big Austin Forkner fan, uh, I, but I think the kid's talented. He's the winningest all-time 250 Supercross rider without a title. Uh, and now his knee x-rays are good from what we hear. Got to go for MRI. It didn't look good when you slowed it down. His knee looked jacked when he landed. Um, I feel bad for the dude. I, I, this sucks. Yeah, it sucks bad. Um, especially when you look great like that. You know, I picked him on my fantasy team. I picked him to win in our fly racing radio show. I really thought it was going to be his night. But, you know, not only did he look so great, but Jet really looked vulnerable too. And I was already like kind of visualizing this title fight yeah. between those two. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah, a couple hours later, that's all for naught. Yeah, uh, so I feel really bad, and this isn't a disappointment. The disappointment is that Forkner crashed and got hurt. That's a disappointment, not his speed, not anything about that. Um, and then my my disappointment in 450 class is Shane McElrath. Um, yeah. He's a fly fair. racing rider. That's fair. He qualified 25th. Yep. He went down in the LCQ. I don't know if he would have made it. Oh, he makes it. For sure he makes it. Look at the LCQ. He, uh, he's not going to beat A-Ray. I don't know, bro. <laughs> he would have made it. He qualified one spot in front of A-Ray. I'm just telling you, he's gonna, he would have made it. And then, so 25, 25th, didn't notice him in the heat, qualified, crashed out, didn't make the main event. Like, 
Shane's a great rider and should be. I think he missed it by one in the heat, maybe. Yeah, he should be ten to twelve ish every main event, if not better. <sighs> maybe not. Maybe not that night. Tenth. No, maybe not. No, but just generally. Yeah. Generally, yeah, yeah. he's a ten to twelve guy. I thought it was a real good pickup for Hartraft that, mm-hmm. that the Twisted T guys did. Yep. Uh, so that was smart. I liked all of that, and I don't know if it was lack of tr- uh, time on the bike or, or what, or just I don't know. That was odd to see Shane McElrath struggle like that. I'm I'm going. It wasn't a good day, but I, I still firmly believe he makes the main event in the LCQ. I, I do. Um, okay. But if you cr- you know you crash and you hurt yourself in the first turn, yeah, it's over. And Cade, what about Cade? Cade just blew it. Like, he, he should be in the main event. Okay. No problem. He looked great in practice. He just blew it. Did you have him in fantasy, Marks? Cade? Yeah. No. Yeah. Sorry, Cade. I've had, yeah. I've had nights like Cade did. Atlanta Supercross 06. I should have been a top 10 guy that night. Couldn't stay off the ground in the qualifiers. And I was riding, like, incredibly well. It was one of the most frustrating nights of my life because I knew how good I was riding. The track was perfect for me, and I threw it away. My own fault, just like Cade did. Mac McElrath, 10th in heat, 11th best lap time. Yeah. Yeah, in the heat. So, uh, I don't know. I just, yeah, unbelievable. So, that, that's where I would go on that. Uh, Cooper Webb coming up here shortly. I want to talk to JT about something I was dealing with on Twitter today about privateers and all that, but I don't have enough time to get this in with JT, but it's certainly something close to his uh, to his uh, heart, and I want to talk about what is a privateer and what isn't because me and some tweeters got into it today. Okay. So, we'll, get, we'll talk about that more, uh, but we do have some phone calls. First up is uh, Mark. Mark's on three. What's up, Mark? Hey, Steve, it's Mark Rogers. Hopefully you're doing well. What's up? Um, hey, I was actually debating with a friend who's probably listening right now. Did Mookie not get tired at the end of that? I wasn't there. I was on TV, and I know Chase pushed him off. But when Eli came by, man, he stood up, and he looked tired, and kind of the way he was standing over the bike, it looked like an end-of-race Mookie tired. Not that it had anything to do with him hit neutral. And then those next couple corners, it just looked like he was cruising. What do you think, JT? I don't personally think Mookie was tired. I don't. I just think he made a big mistake at the wrong time. Um, I think everybody was probably feeling it a little bit, but I I didn't attribute the crash to being tired. And I didn't either. I didn't attribute the crash. I came by him. If you watch the TV footage, he stands up. He goes 15 feet wide, which I know, you know, okay, Eli's coming. You're going to let him go. But he just looked really tired to me, and it looked like I was getting tired before. So. Yeah, I think that track took up some – some stamina from the guys, right? Like, I, I think Chase looked tired. Um, and I, Mookie maybe also a little bit, you know. Uh, the crash had nothing to do with it, obviously. But, yeah, it could I be. Agree. You know, yeah, it could be. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, look, it was a tough track. It was gnarly. It was Eli, – Eli said it after the race, too. He's like, you make one mistake, you get tense, and then you, you know, you throw it away. So, um, yeah, um, we'll see, right? We'll, well, we may not see this weekend because we're in for another mutter. But we'll see you at a normal Supercross track. It's going to be – I don't know if it's going to be like a mutter, but it's going to be like the old-school Seattles where you're just like rolling through the jumps. Yeah, just, you know? yeah, yeah. just going through there. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for the call, and, man. And, and one other thing real fast. Why does no one else train at altitude like Eli does? Uh, they don't want to move in their life yeah, over there. Yeah, they're not from Colorado, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, he's fitter, than, he's fitter than everyone. Yeah. No, I mean – But he, is, that, is that correlation or causation? I mean, a lot of them sleep in altitude tents and do all that stuff, but it's you have to have a really unique setup to be to like live in Colorado, build a track in Colorado. The weather's not ideal. Well, there. from what he's born and raised, he's well, that's what I heard. From, I talked to a trainer one time, and they said, 
when you're born there and your whole life is there, it will does give you an advantage. But just moving there for a week, yeah, isn't isn't yeah. going to do anything. Well, I, so, I think if you move but, there, it definitely makes a difference. But it would take some time. Well, oh, I, for sure. You know, I, yeah, I'm yeah. not those, I'm not those guys, but I used to race mountain bikes, and I grew up in Orange County, and I moved to Big Bear Lake as a teenager, and I wasn't super fit. I raced downhill, but I go down the hill, you know, go ride down in Corona, HB at Sheep Hills or whatever, and literally it just felt easy. So yeah, I moved up there when I was 14. Not you know, I wasn't born up there, whatever. So yeah. well, although like up. to yeah. your point, like all the MotoGP guys, which is Steve's favorite sport. They all live in Girona, which is like <laughs> north of Barcelona in the mountains. Oh, do and they? they just yeah, because yeah, they, yeah. they can't practice MotoGP, yeah, right? Yeah, so they yep. they're up by Andorra, up by Andorra, right? Yep, yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, exactly, Andorra. Yep. Um, so they ride their their bicycles all the time. That's what. That's why they're there. Uh, all right, thanks, Mark. Appreciate it, man. Thank Have you. a good night, boys. See Thank you guys. You. Bye. Appreciate it. Uh, Cody wants to talk about the Forkner crash. Cody, what's up, man? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. Um, so, Steve, I feel a little more legit calling you now that we have a mutual friend. Um, so this summer, Brownie bailed on the Farley Castle uh, vet race, MXDN. Okay. So I uh, I was the fourth guy. So I got to go. Uh, I hung out with Timmy. We did the race. I was me, Brock, Timmy, and uh, Keith Johnson. Oh, nice. So I just remember, um, like, seeing you in the great outdoors, talking, you know, as a mechanic when, uh, when, when I first started riding. And so I always kind of – Pitch you guys as you know a team, so it was cool when oh, I when nice. I yeah, Timmy, we so. we were pretty much the greatest rider mechanic duo in the sport. Uh, there's a few people that probably JT right. I mean Goose and Ricky and a few guys, but like Carlos Dunge. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you had Skip, the passion, MC, though. yeah, Lunas Bradshaw, but, but I mean Mathis Ferry. There's right at, right in there. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, rolls off your tongue. It's debatable. Yes, yes. yes. Okay. On the passion scale, you had it. Thank you. Um, so the, the Forkner thing, I'll just sum it up. I know you got to get to Cooper. Mm-hmm. Um, parkour, gymnastics, like, what are we going to do here? I mean, these crashes, I'm not singling Forkner out. I feel fucking yeah. so bad for the dude. But, like, what do you, you know, what do we have to do here? His crash, to me, there's so many of them that are just way too Jesus take the wheel. It's like, it's like he gave up the fight before he even landed on the ground, we can all go on our phones and type in parkour or, uh, you know, a professional snowboarder skier. And it's like, they mess up, they catch an edge off a lip. They're getting back to their feet. And if they don't, they're damn close. And it's like, just seems like, you know, it just seems like we got to do something else. I mean, the training facilities are, they're doing everything they can, but maybe they're missing something. Just something for trainers to think about. You know, I, I think about it all the time. Like, you know, what if these guys had trampoline practice or, you know, what more, body awareness it just seems like he was so flailing and everyone that's um analyzing the crash they're just like we should have been stronger we should have let off the gas it's like well what about the crash itself could he have tucked Mm. his arms in could he have done something like it just seemed like he had no awareness of what was going on it's like he gave up the fight before it even uh, began yeah i used to i used to really admire carmichael for this because that dude would eat shit and just bounce off the ground and get up and and all the time uh i don't I mean, it's not the silliest thing I've heard, JT. Do some some gymnastics training or some trampoline training. Yeah. I mean, but, I, honestly, I I wasn't when I watched it. I wasn't like, man, he should. I was just like, man, that sucks. Yeah, I really was. Yeah, like, I didn't. Right. I didn't think he should. I mean, he he could have backed off for sure. because uh, you know he got he hit RJ. Yep. And he went right. Yep. And then he got into McAdoo tire, and I felt like for a split second, you back out of it. And yeah, he, and he did. Just, but, yeah. but dude, we're all it's it's racing. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, it's just you, you see it time and time again. You're just like, 
the fuck, man? You know, the kid's yeah. out again. He's super talented, but it's like, what are we going to do here? Right. You know, just just a conversation piece, yep. nothing crazy. I mean, we can all laugh at it, but maybe it's something to think about. I don't know. Yes. Um, all right. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Go. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Those guys at Farley Castle haul ass on those old bikes, They man. do. Oh, I my know. God. Oh, I know, boo. <laughs> those things don't – brakes don't work and everything else. Uh, Derek's got a fly question for JT. Go ahead, Derek. Hey, JT. How's it going? Good, man. Yeah, props to you guys for missing the national championship, but you guys aren't missing much. So oh, I'm watching it. Don't worry. There's that. Oh, gotcha. Hey, got a question on fly. So I'm, I wear fly head to toe. I'm more of an off-road guy. I'm actually out in southeast Idaho. Okay. Appreciate um, that. Yeah, I'd, I'd uh, love to see you guys come out with more gear with pockets Yep. for us off-road guys. Um, and I know here a year or so ago you guys came out with other than – the patrol there was another um yes yeah, so had a pocket. kinetic se pant had yeah is that what i got for the in, my ride my uh you probably my, have my some. gold creek lodge i had pockets i felt like it wasn't the patrol stuff i think you had patrol i did have patrol yeah. okay yeah you had really patrol, good stuff you had patrol in the boot yeah in the yeah, boot yeah really good stuff yeah it's yeah, good it's built for it. off-road yeah right. sorry to go ahead yeah, sir. i've got i've got the evolution and i've got i pretty much have everything but I find myself wearing the patrol almost all the time, and I'll swap out and wear like an evolution jersey with my patrol pant just because pockets come in so handy up in the mountains and whatnot. Right. Uh, do you guys have any plans to to put more pockets in, say, the evolution or? Uh, it's other it's lines? definitely it's definitely something we're talking about doing. Um, I can't say exactly what our line will and won't have, but it is something that we've had really good feedback on, and we're, uh, yeah, we're, we want to, we know how much the off-road community is, like everybody's kind of transitioning into off-road, like there's such a big base there, so we're trying to find ways to make that um, as adaptable as possible, so. All right, uh, there you go, Derek. I think good things are coming for you, Derek. Oh, that sounds promising. Thanks, Derek, for calling in, man. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Take care. All right. Thank you. Uh, next up on the show, this man uses Renthal bars on his uh, Red Bull KTM. He took it to uh, second place this weekend. A very impressive ride. Uh, Renthal.com for more information. Let's get to him. Two-time 450 Supercross champion, Cooper Webb. What's up, Coop? How are you, man? What's up, Steve? All good. We're good. So, hey, listen, I just want – well, first of all, Phil says where's his money. He wanted us to ask you where his money is. Do I owe him? I don't. I figured it was an inside joke that you would know. No, okay. I guess he just thinks he should get paid for everything he does. Yeah, which is nothing. Right. So. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> okay. So I just want God bless Coop. Normally, the A one show, we come out swinging with the winner of the four fifty Supercross main event on the show. I almost always do it. Just just kick off the mm. year. And honestly, I just texted you first. Uh, Eli rode great. Uh, you know, I, I just, I think you're the story. Eli's is defending champion. He rode great. I was so impressed with your ride. You came from the back. You got, you were six seconds back of second with like four minutes to go. Like, yeah. dude, you rode great. You got to be stoked. No, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, it was, it, it really was, um, definitely a crazy race, you know, especially when I, when I was able to watch it back, uh, yesterday, a lot, a lot happening, but. No, I was stoked, man. I really was. I think it's it's always cool when you have a, a good off season, but as we all do, we don't ever really know where we're at. But I think uh, after last year, I I really you know wanted to be in a good spot with with the bike, with myself, and everything. And mm-hmm. so yeah, for it to translate like it did was was 
for me, amazing. I mean, like you said, the start was something that we, we definitely need to improve on. Can't be doing that. But to be able to come through the pack, you know, with everyone healthy, um, obviously there were some mistakes and a few crashes, but to be able to pick some of those guys guys off and, and come back strong and, you know, ultimately getting getting chased there at the end was, uh, yeah, I was stoked. I mean, especially for, for obviously how last year went and just not racing in a while. And, I mean, even I told you, but, you know, at Paris we, we really weren't even in the ballpark. So, yeah, yeah it, it was super stoked on, on how it turned out. And, um, you know, I think last year obviously got second, but it was a lot different feeling. You know, I mm-hmm. felt like this, this one was – uh, a very hard fought, solidified coming through the pack second. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was stoked. It felt like to me, like shades of your championship years where you mm-hmm. were just outdoing people late in the race. And back in those days, it was, it felt like it was just Roxon all the time. And I was like, you're like yeah. picking on Roxon late in the race all the time. <laughs> he was always coming out <laughs> on the bad side of it, but you had the pace, you had the lines and you were moving forward late and guys just couldn't do much about it. That's what it reminded me yeah. of was back on that form again. No, and that's what I felt, man. It really did. I mean, even it started from qualifying, like it, it was around where I always am, like that P7, but I really wasn't far off, you know, like I think in the past it's been where I'm maybe even worse than that, but you're looking for for a lot. And, and then this scenario, besides Chase, you know, I think I was from second to – to seventh was only like that last practice, like six tenths between us all. So I was pretty happy with that. And then even in my heat race, kind of same thing. I, I didn't get a great start and had to make my way through. And I was charging forward and like even we kind of, or at least me, I caught, didn't get Kenny, but I felt like me and him actually ended up catching Chase even in the heat. So I was pretty stoked and and just felt like I was actually moving forward and, and actually for once kind of being held up, which has been a while. So <laughs> I was happy with that. And then, like you said, in the main, just got a bad start. And I ended up actually stalling it. I was I was right behind Chase, and I stalled it on, like, lap two. And oh, okay. that's where, like, Jason got me, Colt got me, Ferrandez got me. So that kind of honestly shuffled me back. But I think it's the first time in a long time that I went to the main event going, hey, I can I can win this damn thing. Um and I, and I truly did feel that way. So uh, obviously the start didn't didn't help my case and, and anything like that. But you know, it, it's the first time in a long time where I felt like I could have could have you know really I can hang you know and 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 battle and um, yeah, like you said, going to the very end and um, obviously was was cool too. You know, because like you said it. At a certain point, I was pretty far back, and there was a freight train of guys that seemed like in front of me, but. Even even though they seem like they're right there, there's at one point it's like you got eight people ahead of you still, man. Yeah. So you gotta gotta make it happen. I mean, Chase screwed up that rhythm a couple of times, which helped you as well. But mm-hmm. that's all part of the race that where you were kept kept doing it. I would not have put money on you getting Chase Sexton. You seem like you were so <laughs> far back. I was just like, holy shit. No, and that's where I think, and it always seems like that. Even in like you said, my championships years, mm-hmm. even when I've I've whether it's Kenny or, or whoever it was, like. At certain points in the race, at least for me, you're almost just going for, hey, I'm just going to shoot for the podium or yeah. shoot for a top five. And that's honestly kind of how I was halfway through the main. You know, I'm like, man, there's really good guys in front of me. You know, I can maybe pick off two or three, but if I can get into the top five and, you know, if one or two guys crashed, then maybe a box. And, you know, obviously Malcolm went down, which which I would have been close to, had had 
things, you know, transpired. Obviously, mm-hmm. I ended up getting chased, but obviously getting around Malcolm would have been tough to, to then do that and then get around Chase. But uh, like you said, I just fought hard till the end and um, made my way around Dylan, which he put up a really good fight and was, yeah. was riding well and around Kenny and then, you know, Malcolm had a mistake. And then, like I said, I, I felt like I caught Chase drastically really with like three to go. And I was like, damn, I can, I can get this some bitch. <laughs> yeah, it was it was good, man. And I mean, maybe JT he said he was washed up in the press conference, but maybe he's not. Maybe he's not washed up. I don't, I don't know. I, I love that. That was great. I'm washed up. Why are you in the second row? I'm yeah, yeah I like. Yeah, man, that was good. It. It's good great. Yeah, no, I, I like that for sure. And JT, I don't know if you noticed, but you know how Coop was making it work. He was staying low in the turns. Oh, yeah, that's that, what he does. That triple, triple, like. Just eating guys up there, Coop. You were able to put the bike kind of where you wanted to do it. Um, and so I'm guessing you're happy with everything you guys got going on. I mean, JT and I were yeah. saying at the front of the show, like, we still need to see whoops because I was at Paris. Yeah. And I still need sure. to see whoops. But, dude, it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I am really happy. And I agree. I'm with you. We, we even, even the set after the tunnel, they were short and stuff. But, I felt good in those, you know, like I think there was time to be made and lost, made and lost there. And I never felt like I lost there. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, obviously the other set were jumpers, but yeah, I mean the biggest thing, and that's what I was trying to achieve all off season was just cornering. And like you said, at Paris whoops were a major issue, but I also felt like I couldn't, couldn't corner, mm-hmm. you know, I just yeah. felt uh, robotic. So, um man yeah I, I i credit my team a lot we i think i've mentioned it in a few interviews but like i was i was really hard on everyone you know and and it's tough because uh i felt like i said last year we i should have maybe taken a stand more than what i did uh as far as like me being more transparent about where we needed to go with the bike and uh maybe me not being knowledgeable enough during the week to go hey yeah it feels good at the practice mm-hmm. track but when we go racing this is different and that's different and and that was on me too but like i said this year with with my contract being up and just needing to to win um i was pretty hard on them you know i just told them i think we got multiple times where the bike we made massive jumps which was great but i just kept telling them i think there's there's a lot more still left and I, I truly do credit that to to this summer, just me um, kind of going back to riding a stock bike and just riding different conditions and really getting a good understanding of, of the motorcycle. And I think that's what we did well this year was, was kind of just um, mm-hmm. went back to the drawing board and started from with our, our standard bike and moved from there instead of trying to make it the 2021 that worked so great, which mm, – okay. You know, so anyway, like I said, I I said in the presser, but we we changed pretty much everything you could you could possibly change on that thing, um, and and it paid off. Obviously, it's something that yeah. it's risky. You know, you don't ever know, and the same thing like Paris. I think at, at Alden's it's great that we have all the fast guys, and you know what the speed's going to be. But we're we're only riding against our manufacturer. You know, yeah. so yeah. like when I went to Paris, I thought I was in a really good spot, to be fair, because I'm crushing it at Alden's. You know, the speed is good with Malcolm and Christian. And yeah. then then we see that, that and there's there's areas that maybe these other motor- motorcycles are, 40, are kicking uh, our butt. 44-year-old so. Justin Brayton is 
pulling you in the whoops. Yeah, literally. Right. My ass. <laughs> so, so when you go, you know, you work on the bike the whole off season. You feel like you've taken strides, and then you show up to a one, and the track is just terrible. Right? Terrible conditions. Yeah. Really difficult. Did you guys have to then make? A bunch more changes on Saturday? No, and that's where I was stoked. Like, I, I'll be honest, I don't think even since being with KTM that I've showed up to the first round without us doing any major changes. And mm. so I was stoked. But I think that also comes with me understanding things more and really um, staying calm. Like, I think that first practice, nothing's going to feel good. And that was me just going, you know what? This track is pretty shot. And let's trust in what we have. And sure, we know we went maybe a little stiffer here and there, but I mean, we were within two clicks all day. And after the last practice, we never touched anything. So I was stoked on that. You know, I think uh, for me in the past, it's, I mean, we're making pretty big changes at round one. So I was really happy with that. And, and as the main event went on, and even, you know, like today, we, we're, doing some small stuff just improving what we learned at the race but nothing major which is 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 just nice you know it's yeah. just it really is i know it it sounds so cliche but i mean it's even in my title years we're we're chasing stuff until round usually three or four and then we usually hit it hit it well but yeah that yeah. that was one thing i was super stoked with and um i feel like right now my bike's in a in a good spot and i think um it's easy to get spun out, and so I'm glad we we uh, did our homework in the off season. Well, you think about the title year too. There were several nights, Steve, where you and I would watch practice, and we'd be like, "Yeah, I don't know how this is going to go." <laughs> like, Coop can't get through the whoops. He's he qualified eighth. He doesn't look like he's yeah. that confident. And then you would get the whole shot, figure the whoops out, and then off we go again. You yeah. either win or get a podium. Yep. No, for sure, and that's where, like I said, the experience is, is key and that confidence and that belief, which I feel like I have again. You know, like I, I'm not intimidated. I know what my motorcycle is going to do. Like I can turn. I can do all the things that I do so well, and I'm strong. And like I said, all the all the attributes are there, but I am racing a guy named Eli Tomac, so it makes it tough. But I think uh, overall I'm in a really good spot, and, and that was the goal. I think a, a lot of people – and even probably within the team or whatever, kind of questioned, like, man, can can he get back there, especially after the Supercross season and taking motocross off. And, I mean, like you said, Steve, even Paris, like, Paris didn't really help my case either. But I all knew, you know, I knew, like, hey, I haven't been riding that much. I'm still out of shape. We still haven't done the, the big test that, that I had on the calendar yet. And mm-hmm. like I said, I went to Paris and it, I'm glad I did. It was probably the best thing for me was to go there race. And, and we learned a lot. And, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, like I said, it's all in due timing, but, uh, we're in a good spot and I'm excited for, for this series and see where we stack up. Renthal.com bringing you Cooper Webb here on the show. 702-586-7857. You got a question for the number two. Uh, I'm interested. Did you, I don't think this would be a supercross setup, but did you try the smaller forks ever? Did you go back to that? What you were riding with during the summer and stuff? Yeah, um, we did. I think that would be a supercross setup, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough because. So the production bike is is an air fork, um, but it's it's split. So one side's air, one side's spring. So it was really difficult to get just pure stiff enough for supercross. Mm hmm. 
Um, and we actually tried it with with the factory um, lugs and stuff too. And, and that was basically kind of the bottom line is just we couldn't get it stiff enough. So, um, you know, there's, there's some stuff in the future that maybe might come up, but uh, we were able to, to fix – a lot of the the stuff, like I said, with suspension, we changed triple clamps, mm-hmm. um, races, just a lot of stuff, a lot of parts that were were more um, kind of the R and D guy, Mandy, actually kind of came up with some stuff, less friction, that same parts, just mm-hmm. um, figuring that kind of stuff out, and um, so yeah, we we nice. kind of just jambled with a lot of different things, and uh, we made stride. Like it, it was nice because I feel like we would do a big test and then i'd go ride for two weeks and then we do another test and uh we did it really nice instead of just i feel like a lot of the times when maybe a a new part comes out we want to throw it straight on the bike and Mm -hmm. um they did good at at developing it and then um you know coming coming to the rider and saying hey this is where we got it to and uh we we need some feedback and this and that and uh so yeah, I is thought that, it was was a good way of doing it. Is that what Mo does? Mo run it through and and uh, that? well, that's what's tough. Mo's now just full time R and D. Oh okay. So yep. we don't like he he helped a little bit, but um, a lot of the testing, to be honest, was kind of on me. Like they, I gave him a direction that I wanted to go, um, and even right now I'm I'm a bit different than all the other boys. So. Um, you know, it, it's yeah. everyone yeah. got to choose the direction they wanted to go, and and I chose this direction. So, um, yeah, Ian said uh, three three riders, three different setups. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what Ian said. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I think it's tough because, like in the past, me and Marv have always been very similar. You mm-hmm. know, or or even with the Husky guys and everything. So, uh, you know, but yeah. we're all different. And like I said, I think I just maybe went a little crazy this summer. I. Uh, I learned pretty much every single part on that motorcycle. I went. I, I joked with my mechanic and said I went to uh, to MMI when I was in Florida this summer. So, uh, that's that's why they were they were probably like this guy knows way too much now. But uh, right, no, it's good. Yeah, no, that that's that's good. Just yeah, helping yourself, like you said, contract year, right? Um, yeah. So it's big for you. You're you're doing Supercross only. Like you've got. No, you're wrong, Steve. I'm wrong. Yes, I thought you did a Supercross only deal. No, so um, okay, Not that's bad. that's uh, we'll be doing the whole series. Okay, so all right. It was a little bit bit of a KTM had the option um, of me to do Supercross only or motocross. Okay, and um, with this new basically playoff series, mm-hmm. that pretty much went out the window. So they were like, "Hey, we want you to do you know the full series and." Get as many points as possible going into the yeah, yeah. But if you the get playoff stuff, if you get one win in Supercross, which looks like it's coming. You qualified already. You could just For pull, sure. you could pull a you hand. Know, you're, sit on yeah, you're in. So I don't know. All right, okay, fair enough. How did you but think? What did you think of Phil's race? Did you watch it? I honestly haven't even watched the 250. Oh, okay, but I need to. Um, he, he qualified 21st. I, yeah, he qualified 21st. Ooh, that <laughs> actually doesn't surprise me because all the Instagram clips. He literally is doubling around the track. <laughs> did you hear? Did you know what his rhythm section was along the third yeah, baseline? Yeah, he told us earlier. Tell him, JT. Two, 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 oh. three, three. <laughs> <laughs> that was his line all day and all night. And got eighth, right? He got eighth somehow. Yep. 
You know, I wow. mean, that's that's your guy. Two, two, two. Down the, down the <laughs> I mean, rhythm. <laughs> you got to give it to him. I'm not assuming he got a good start, put where he needed to be. He did. And just rode his race. Yep. Very uh, Colt Nichols-ish of yeah. him. Year 17, just <laughs> experience. Right. His brother-in-law went by him like he was tied to a post. But, yeah. you know. No, that's yep. that's that's in the contract, though. <laughs> Everyone's saying how fast Enzo's been. Um, hey, but. so you rode the day. Uh, I was going to ask you, can you ride this week? Because it looks like it's not going to be good. And in Oakland, I don't know, maybe you should put some, some um, life preservers on it. Did you see some of the yeah. photos from the track? Did you see the Yeah, photo? I was just actually checking them out now, man. That's wild. I, I, I'm bad. I don't even look at the weather. I okay. didn't know it was raining tomorrow. I just – I've been trying to live stress-free and just get told, hey, be here, be there. And, mm-hmm. uh, like, last week when I got to Cali, I flew here, didn't even think about checking the weather, and uh, it rained all week. So, <laughs> no, we got into riding today, and it sounds like, yeah, tomorrow in SoCal is going to get hit pretty hard. But, yeah, it looks like Oakland is uh, going to be a for sure much yeah. of, like, brutal, brutal – brutalness so might not be was, fun um yeah all right we have yeah, some, we'll see man we'll, we have some we'll all be in the same yeah same, everybody same. has to do it right so hey we uh we have some phone calls for you renthal.com bringing you cooper webb on the show first up is uh sean sean go ahead what's your uh what's your question for cooper webb hey coop um so i know you don't train with alden anymore so what's the biggest thing that you've trained Oh no! Whoa, 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 sir! Or is it the opposite? He is back with He's all. Back. Oh, I got it backwards. Okay. Well, all right. So, what's flip the your question the other you way? Your difference. So yeah, we're going to flip the question. Say it again. Sorry, oh, I yeah. I didn't hear your original. Oh, I'm killing the vibes right now. Um, <laughs> what is the biggest thing that like between your training before and then now that's been changed since now that you're with Alden? Okay. Yeah, so I think, um, I mean, I was with Alden when obviously I went to KTM, and then last year uh, we split up and then got back together at the end of Supercross. And um, I think what's been so good about it now is there was some issues that I had and there was some issues that he had, and we were able to to just talk through it and get through it that way. But I think um, a lot of it, the team stepped up financially and, and kind of took a burden away that was maybe causing a lot of the issues. Mm. And so that helped. And then I think the difference between now and, and how it's been in the past, is I think um, we have a new group. You know, it's it's uh, AP, Craig, um, RJ, and Malk. And I think we're all just um, – maybe a lot more laid back. Like I love training with Zach and Marv was always super good with being fast and competitive, but I think we were all three very competitive within each other. And I think now it's, we have a really good vibe with like, Hey, we all know we're fast and good and um, can win, but we, we do a good job at everyone has their days and it is what it is. It's, so and so is the fastest that day. Then, then we all are just like, hey, cool. You know, it was mm-hmm. a good day. So I think that really does help. Um, and then I think just um, me being older and knowing what works with Alden and maybe 
we did some trial and error in the past and us just kind of sticking to to what has worked um and so yeah i think that's the biggest thing like i said I, a lot of it was was maybe more financial than anything and um it's all all good now there you go thanks for the question man appreciate it thank you mm-hmm. next up is uh cody cody what's up what do you want to talk to cooper webb about yeah, hey, I got two quick questions. So, Coop, you mentioned uh, a bunch of like big setup changes and all that stuff. Can you can you elaborate on at least just one specific thing that you've you've found recently? Um, it's hard to elaborate on one to be honest, um, just because we've changed a lot. But I think. Um, the engine was something that I, I typically, at least since I've been with KTM, you know, I've never messed with engine stuff. I, I whatever the package was was what I ran, and um, I actually rode this summer just for fun a 350, and hmm. the transmission in it, and the engine braking, and the way it power delivered, and everything was amazing and i i called the team that day and just told them i said dude this the transmission the way it you know the downshifting with the engine brake and the pool because i i like a lot of engine braking and um that was something that like i said i had never really messed with on on the ktm and um you know just the 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 lightness of that 350 compared to the 450 engine and so yeah we were able to kind of actually kind of learn a lot from that and um so I, I guess that's one thing that we did kind of change a lot of in, in the engine and, and kind of made it more like the uh, the 350 style. And uh, it turned out to be really good for me in Supercross with just my shifting points and, um, you know, the engine braking for the, for the tight stuff and just keeping the engine um, kind of more, like I say, with the bike, meaning like, uh, I felt like before maybe the the throttle response was a bit disconnected with like how the chassis moved and um, keeping the chassis tight versus loose. And so now I feel like it's all very connected uh, within the suspension chassis and engine is kind of all one motion, um, which is, is always a, a positive. There you go, Cody. Thanks for the question. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Hey, I, one, one other quick one. So I feel like I can ask this now that old Coop is back. Uh, how much shit did you get for the uh, best off-season ever uh, helmet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, probably not the best look. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> but, but hey, you're back, back so it's awesome. pretty funny. Honestly, but, I, you know what? I'm uh, I'm in a text with Rarick and Phil and Coop, and like Coop. He's a two-time 450 Supercross champion. He's one of the baddest dudes around, never mind the 250 championships. It's like they, they don't think Coop – they act like Coop can't ride a motorcycle. Like these two savagely berate the man. They haven't accomplished 20% of what Coop has in his career. Yet these two yeah. idiots, Rarick and Phil, just hammer him. So Yeah. No, it's good though. And that's right. what – I think why a lot of things, Steve – it's like a lot of people, I think, like like we talked about in the studio, have a misconception of me, which is fine. Yeah. Like I, I definitely come off as maybe a prick and maybe not, you know, what everyone would want me to be as far mm-hmm. as a personality guy. But that's just how I grew up. Like my dad was, 
he was stern and just like he would tell me when I did good and, and he was just straight up. And so that's how I've always been. So with Seth and Phil, it's, I personally love it, even though they are dickheads. But like, for example, now that Seth's working with KTM, it's been so good because he'll just tell, even if I'm doing 99.9% of the things good that day, he'll find the .1 that I didn't do. Like he'll bring up, yeah, well, on lap 19, you were two tenths off your yeah. average yeah. or something. And yeah. even this weekend I was laughing cause he's like, we came in after the race and everyone else is like so stoked. And he's just like, yeah, yeah. You know, that's should have won if you wouldn't have stalled it or got a better start. Oh, yeah. These... <laughs> and then of course he's like, and plus you only rode good the last six laps. You were just dicking around doing fill lines. The first 12. <laughs> fill lines. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So maybe one day we'll satisfy those yeah. two, but yeah. no, it, it works well. Like that's what right. what keeps me in it. So it's funny. Uh, well, thanks. Man. It's awesome to see your see your personality come out. But all right, thanks, guys. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Uh, Nick, uh, you want to congratulate Coop? I do, man. Coop, I've been following you since like 2016. Your Yamaha 250 days when you pulled over for J Mart so that he could win a title. I love your attitude. I'm glad you're back. And uh, thanks for winning me some money this weekend for finishing in front of AC. There you yeah, go. Yeah, man, no worries. Hopefully, <laughs> I can make you more. <laughs> All oh, right, you're going to. You're... Thanks, uh, thanks, thanks, Nick. Guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yep, there you go, Nick. Want some money? <laughs> want some money on it? I can't deal with the phone noise. I can't deal with bad phone noise. I, I don't. I don't want. You're stickler for audio quality. I am. I'll thank give you. you that. Uh, Coop, thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Good job. Really impressive. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was. Yeah, it was different than last year's Anaheim. It just was. It just felt different. Um, yeah, and, and so no, I was. You know. Like you said, I'm happy and in a good spot. And yeah, looking forward to to battling ahead. And um, yeah, let me know if there's any more Phil stories. I actually should probably watch this main event so I can give it back to him. Yeah, dude. Just uh, it's 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 actually he he gets blown by so fast a few times because he's like fourth. He's fourth or third yeah. early on, isn't he? Something like that. And, dude, guys are just ripping by him. <laughs> so, yeah, keep watching. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Coop. Yeah, see you, guys. All right, Appreciate thank you. It. That's Cooper Webb, everybody, brought to you by Renthal, Renthal.com. You know, I used to tell people that I think Coop hates me because on race day he would kind of do a head nod and that's it. Yep. Didn't really want to talk. I just think on race day it's race day for him. Yeah. But, but then every time I would ask him to do the show, he would say, yep, I'm yeah, he's cool. Yeah, he's always in. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know, man. The guy at the race is so focused. Like, he doesn't want to, you know, even make fun of Phil on race day. And then, uh, you know, he does the show all the time. And he's yeah. a good interview. He's so. a nice guy. I, I can relate to that. Yep, race day was can, not yeah. the best day of my life as right. far as being personable. <laughs> right, right. Um, so, yeah, sometimes some people people deal with how do you focus differently. Some people can just flip it on like a light switch. I couldn't do it. I don't think Coop can. I think you just have to kind of stay in that zone all day. Uh, cheers to Gordon for the four ninety nine uh, YouTube donation. Thank you, Gordon, for that. All right. Feed up forty nine ninety nine. He says, uh, "Get Mark some wings." He had we did. Wings. He we had wings. Got him wings. I had wings and they were delicious. Thanks uh, to Feed up. So Russian thanks. disaster gave us forty nine ninety nine. Wow. Yep. Kensley Kugler, four ninety nine. Huh. Thanks everybody. Who knew? That's nice of people. Yeah, very nice, right? I think they recognize the high-quality show I put together here. In the high ceilings. You just hang up on people with phone noise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, JT, did you know Wiseco has been manufacturing pistons right in the USA for over 80 years? I did. 
Did you know that Wiseco is supporting teams like Factory Honda and the um, Club MX team? I did. You were 100% one of those dudes that had the giant Wiseco sticker on their front. Oh, cards. yeah. Everyone yeah. did back in the yeah, day. Absolutely. Even I'll, if you didn't I use Wiseco. Any stick. I had Franklin, Chuck Franklin and Associates <laughs> stickers across both of my front fenders. The whole length you of the front fender. You were in on Chuck. Yeah. Absolutely. Because yeah. what did he give privateers? He, uh, it was 1000 a weekend I got. Oh, I thought it was just for Phoenix. No. No, no. Oh, he just gave you 1000 a weekend? Yeah, top privateer, I, get, I got 1000 a Did you meet him? Oh, yeah. Was he like Chuck? Let's Super see, nice guy. Yeah. Really nice guy. I thought he just gave people in Phoenix the money. If no, he, he. I would talk. I talked to him on the phone a lot, oh. and he was always on speakerphone. He was always yelling. <laughs> <laughs> just exactly what you'd expect. I remember Wiseco was paying out contingency for privateers. If you ran their Wiseco fork stickers, yep, we all did. None of us even necessarily ran Wiseco pistons, but they were great. They're supporting the sport. Yeah. Uh, Wiseco made 1999. Wiseco made Tim Ferry special flat top pistons, single ring. Flat top pistons for the YZ250. Yep, I remember that. Yeah, we were super special back then. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Wiseco has a variety of pistons from reliable forge replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. There's a way to save on Wiseco on uh, the Wiseco banner on PulpMexShow.com. They've been uh, they've expanded their line. Uh, Racer Elite connecting rods developed through work with the, with the race teams. Add in the Garage Buddy rebuild kits as well. Uh, thermal, CV4 thermal protection line as well. Wiseco.com. Find your local dealer, motorsport.com. Or what? Two-stroke, four-stroke pistons. Love the guys at Wiseco. And they're bringing you our next guest. This man is a friend of the show. He has been in studio multiple times. He has provided us with some incredible memories over the years. I remember this man rapping on top of a tabletop in Geneva. It was amazing. I remember this man making a subway rap that made me laugh. The Alex Ray bought a two-stroke and blew it up the same day. Line, still a, a, a true story. Fantastic to uh, to hear from him, and he's hung up the boots. We're gonna get right to him though. Adam at the nap. What's up, man? <laughs> What's happening, boys? How are you, <laughs> dude? I'm all right. I'm a little bummed, but um, did you uh, go to A one? No, no, I didn't go to A one. I was actually in San Diego. Oh, okay. Um, yes, you were in San Diego, but you didn't go to A one. No. Wow. No. Wow. So, all right. Let's. So you hung up the boots. You hung up the painted boots. Uh, yeah, uh, hung up the painted what, boots. Uh, take us through this a little bit. Uh, we'll talk about what you're doing, but uh, talk about the decision to, to sit up. <clears throat> well, it was pretty much what happened was two years ago in Orlando, um, kind of like during the COVID season, I had a really big crash mm-hmm. in practice. Um, and I hit the side of my body like super, super hard. And I just, after that, I had like, some nervous system problems after that crash in Orlando and then all through the summer. And then, you know, tried to work it out, tried to get through it, um, was on some different medications and all kinds of stuff. And it just, it was getting better slowly and Mm -hmm. it still has, but I just haven't been the same mentally and physically. And I always kind of told myself, like, if I was getting better at it, I would race until I was 45 years old. And it was one of those things where that crash kind of just, messed me up just enough to where I felt like I wasn't, I couldn't put my best foot forward. And I made the decision with my wife and I, and just it's time to move on, trying to start moving forward. Is it uh, like tingling? Is it numbness? Like what, what are we, what is, what kind of symptoms do you have? No. So what happens is like, I I mean, I can't really, I don't really want to get too in depth with it, but um, I damaged my vagal nerve, which is like right by your collarbone. And um, I started to develop like, like 
anxiety, but like kind of to an extreme. And like, I never even knew what anxiety was in my entire life. And like, like I didn't even know what it was. Like I hadn't, I literally didn't have a care in the world and I I had Mm -hmm. no idea. And after that crash, um, like my right side was so damaged and that, that, that bagel nerve is one of the major nerves that runs your body system. And like one of the biggest problems that people don't know is they don't know very much about your nervous system. You know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, they can't really fix it. There's not, you know, they can't go in there. They can't do anything. And you kind of just have to hope it heals over time and do the best you can to manage it. And uh, that's what we did. But unfortunately it's just taken way, way, way longer than I thought it would. Tough decision for sure, man. Like JT, you talked about your first Anaheim. You were happy. You were fine. You were totally gassed that it was, um, um, over. Yeah, 2013, 10 years ago. Yeah, you were run out of gas. And you were fine to watch the races. Yep. Brayton was like, Brayton told me a few times, look, man, it always ends poorly, and that's why you quit, because it goes south. So I'm on top, kind of, right? Yeah. So I'm going to step away. Um, See, I woke up every every race day morning, like, pit in my stomach, super nervous. Yeah. And then that I remember waking up that A1, I was staying with Forrest Butler in his motorhome, and... I just woke up like stress-free. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be an awesome day. I get to go to the race. <laughs> I get to watch it. Like it was such a different feeling. And now it's, I feel it every Saturday, like it's normal, yeah, yeah. but it was such a stark contrast to every other, you know, race day morning. So how were you on Saturday, Adam? You weren't there, but you knew what was going on. All your friends uh, at Anaheim stadium. How were you doing? Uh, dude, I, I mean, I'm, I'm bummed, you know, it's yep. just, it really sucks because, on the contrary to like a lot of I think racers in our sport, you know, I, I I hated working hard. Like I always hated working out. It was the worst part. But um something about riding a dirt bike and racing, I just had so much fun doing. Like enjoying to hang out with all the fans and just being there at the races, enjoying the challenge of every weekend getting better. And, you know, towards towards the end of my career I was really enjoying that I got to do something that was so hard, you know, like Mm -hmm. not very many people in their lives get to really do something that's that difficult and that just one off. And I just, every day I woke up, it just made me like, damn, this is so cool that I get to do something that is this difficult. And I'm actually like halfway decent at it, you know, and it just, it made me want to get better and better every Mm -hmm. single day. And I loved the racing aspect because you could go there and it was like, all that work that we put in, you know, we could, we could get better. And then at the end there, you know, I did some testing for the team and I got to like have some input on some of that stuff. So to see it kind of like help the team as well was, mm-hmm. was really cool. Adam, I think that brought to you by the folks at Wysco Piston, Wysco.com to find more uh, information about that or motorsport.com, two stroke, four stroke pistons. So was the last time you rode, was that, you know, Salt Lake or when's the last time you rode? I rode last week. Oh, you did? Okay, all right. So you're still riding or whatever with Ty or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I ride. I ride all the time. Like, oh, I I absolutely love it, and it's it's getting back. I just I can't put in like the gnarly days where my body gets super super fatigued. Okay. Like that's that was the biggest problem with what was going on. Is like the more I pushed it, the more my body reacted the wrong way, and we were trying to figure it out, but. It just wasn't enough. Right, right. Okay, so well, that's cool. You get to ride. Ride moto, right? Not soupy, I'm assuming, right? I mean, I wish I could ride Supercross, especially because 
there's just no real supercross tracks that are like ready to go around me. I'm sure if I lived down south, I'd just go ride by Hanson on supercross because it's so much fun to me. But um, no, just local tracks, outdoor. It's, it's actually really cool because something I've never got to do was ride during the wintertime on like all these cool outdoor tracks. Yeah. You know, every year it's like supercross, supercross, supercross when the rain comes around and we're all like shitting bricks trying to figure out where can we ride because it's raining and you got to ride these super cross tracks and you're like stressing out. And now it's like when it rains, you know, the hills are unbelievable out here. The sand tracks are awesome. The outdoor tracks become even better. It's, it's, it's unreal. So that's, that part's been fun. Oh, good. You know, riding a dirt bike is good. I, I need to do more of it. And uh, JT, you don't do any of it. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a minute. It's, it's amazing you don't ride every once in a while. I just can't believe that. But anyways, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Too busy in the gym. Deuce, deuce. Ah. Too- um, hey, so you were, yeah, you were talking to me about a little bit of the anxi- anxiety stuff that you were going through a little bit last year. And, um, yeah, it's interesting that, you know, your injury is, is causing that. And that that's, uh, I've had a few, uh, what do they call, um, this, um, Panic attacks. I've had. A, oh yeah. I've had a couple really? of panic attacks in my life. Wow. Not since I was a mechanic. Probably not. Re- probably very related. Quitting that job. And I'm not saying you had those, Deuce Deuce, but that's no fun, man. That's gnarly. Yeah, it's 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 something that like where if you don't know what's going on and you don't know like that like honestly like it was so funny because like before. Uh, you know, we're all these big dudes in Supercross, and it's, like, such a manly sport. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. like, I always thought of anxiety, like, bro, just pull your drawers up and get this shit going. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, what are you right. talking about? And then I had, like, it was like a light switch got turned on, and it was it just changed my whole perspective for so many people. It made, it made me a little bit more of a caring person, if that makes yeah. sense. No. But... You know, it's it's super difficult. It's 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 for real. It's not a joke. No, for sure. Um, you moving on though? You got some cool things lined up. Feld guys are stepping up and putting you to work. Yes. So, um, yeah. The reason why I was in San Diego is um, I was at the first round of Monster Jam, which Feld also owns, and I got to do kind of like my first practice run, and I'm the color analyst in the booth. Oh, nice! Uh, for yeah. this year's Monster Jam season, so That's really cool. I'm very excited for the transition, and uh, I kind of get to step in, you know, into something that's totally different, which is cool for me because I love getting better and better at stuff, and and it's pretty similar to in in ways. Obviously, it's quite a bit different because it's four wheels um, compared to two wheels, but mm-hmm. it's still dirt, it's still um, jumps, it's still the crowd, and uh, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm having a lot of fun doing so it. So are you on the live PA, or are you up in a booth, or where are you at? So I'll be on the broadcast, like okay. where it's televised. So kind of like what Ricky does with Lee with Lee Diffie. Um, I'll be kind of doing Ricky's spot for Monster Jam. Okay. No, don't take this the wrong way, but I don't under – like – yeah, he crushed all the cars there. Like, <laughs> what, what are we doing? What? Like, yeah, hey, uh, Pete, look how far he flew, Pete. What, what are we doing? Did you have to learn yeah, all the freestyle like terminology? <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. What do you? Yeah, I mean, what do you it's, learn? dude, it's yeah. it's so much more in depth. Than okay. You would think. Okay. Like one of the biggest one of the biggest things about Monster Jam that people don't know is like 
keeping your truck together is like part of it okay. and why Ryan Anderson and, and some of the other drivers are so much better at it is because they don't just send their truck into oblivion. And there is actually racing in monster jam. And there's three, um, there's three competitions per event okay. and it's two wheel skills, uh, racing and freestyle. And it's actually pretty crazy how skilled some of these dudes are. I oh, kind of thought sure, the yeah. exact same thing yeah. when I when I first got into it. It's like, bro, you just jump, you jump a jump across the stadium, and you hold the truck wide open. Like, what do you mean? Right. But Thank it you. takes a lot of skill. There's <laughs> right. there's a lot of like you know little landmines and and how you maneuver the truck and you know those backflip ramps. You can see the guys that actually are really good at it. How high they can get with the truck, depending on when they hit the throttle, when they lift on the throttle. And then, like I said before, a lot of it is just mechanical. You know, there's <clears throat> there's a 12-round series, and for those guys, it's not like – I think the biggest difference between, like, mechanicals and Supercross and in Monster Jam is these guys run it till it breaks no matter what. Mm-hmm. It's not like they replace the part early. You know, like, yeah, yeah. if something's going out, they just run the thing <laughs> until it breaks, and then they better hope that, like, that part you can fix in between – you know, yeah. one count, one uh, one competition to the next. So it's been pretty interesting, and it's the more I get, the more the deeper I get into it, it's it's pretty awesome. Well, golly, the damn pot rod, bro, <laughs> Paul, you got oh! one? I, I don't know. You guys, boy, guy got an extra leaf spring. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dude. You know what? It's not. It, there's no leaf springs, dude. Those trucks are bad. They are. If you they guys are. get a chance to go look at them. Yep. They are freaking unreal. I mean, dude. 1,500 horsepower coming out of those methanol trucks. I mean, this shit ain't no. – it's yeah. serious so, business. I went, to, uh, I went to Feld uh, in December. Oh, yeah. And when you were selling out? Yes. Yeah. In the selling out process. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, you, hadn't, you hadn't fully sold, sell, sold out. We were closing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were closing. Right, right. Um, and saw the, you know, the whole bay where they build them. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it's – I mean, it's – they're really, really high tech. No, for sure. Uh, does does Prater reach out to you? Do you reach out to Dave, or how does it come together? How does uh, this gig come to happen? And props to the Feld guys for giving you a shot, for sure. Yeah, that was all um, me actually contacting Dave at the end of the Supercross season. Okay, I kind of didn't. I wasn't final at the end of Supercross uh-huh. um, if I was going to retire or not. But I reached out to Dave Prater and said, "Hey, you know, I'm interested in getting into." Uh, some announcing stuff and, and, and working with you guys. And I'd love to uh, come over and check it out. And mm-hmm. it was kind of like, yeah, this is the spot we got. And one of the drivers, Colt Stevens was in the booth last year and um, decided he wanted to drive a truck. And so he moved down and I just all, everything kind of fell into place. Nice. Are you still going to do some rap stuff? Well, how's that? What's the status of that? How are we looking? Cause a lot of people liked your music. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right in the middle of working on an album. I'm actually going to release that song, Hey Mama, here pretty quickly, like within the next month, okay. which I got a really big response. I don't know if it's going to be like as rappy as it was before, but mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to be doing more music. I'd, I'd love to do that like as a side gig on the side because it, it I, actually does make quite a bit of money, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Obviously, it's not enough to make a living, but yeah. if I can do it as a hobby and it's something that I love to do and it makes money, then... Hell yeah, I'm going to do it. More time for Subway Rap Part 2. <laughs> I don't know if there's ever going to be a Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. I think I think there might Are be a, It Has a Bog Part 2. Okay. I think we might get that. Yeah. I felt like it was so much better. Like, It Has a Bog. Yes. I play in the truck all the time just to, like, it. 
get a laugh out of it. It's, it's good. It's, it's an amazing yeah. song. Yeah, that's technically that's probably your best song. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> it was. It, but so I have a, the Subway Rap is close to my heart. That was you know, yeah. First time I think yeah. Subway Rap was kind of like I think why it's so nostalgic is because that was kind of like I sent that to you and for some God-given reason, you loved it and you played it on the show. And that yep. I felt like that song kind of kick-started everything Seven Deuce Deuce. You know what I mean? Yeah, like maybe. through the pulp show. And Army, Army reference. Just, yeah. Ah! Yep. Yep. Uh, we got some phone calls for you, Deuce Deuce. First up is uh, is Nick. Nick's on one. Nick, what's up? What are you talking to Seven Deuce Deuce about? Hey, Adam. First, good luck in your new endeavors. Thank you so much. And uh, second, I guess, I fixed the bog. Would that be a good title for the next one? Uh, I just wanted to call in. Most of our writers ride off into the sunset and disappear. I just want to say that we appreciate you. You were always fun in the pit and on the bike and the music, the whole thing. You brought a whole new atmosphere to the pits. And I just want to say probably for everybody, since I'm the one on the phone, we appreciate you, bud. Thank you so much. That means the world. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you. All Thank right. You. Taylor's next. Taylor, you're on with Adam Entignep. Hey, man. Uh, this is Taylor. I just, I'm just i from Lompoc as well, and I was just curious. Uh, growing up, I used to always see you guys' track off the side of the highway there. I was curious, do you guys still have it, and do you ride it at all? Uh, actually, I've been doing some lessons in the off season right now, but we weren't we aren't going to ride it for probably like a like a good month because it's so far underwater. We just got like flood warnings today to not leave our house in Lompoc because the rain's so <laughs> heavy. So the track's going to be toasted for a hot minute. Okay, and then another question: uh, Zaka Station, about a half hour past you guys. Uh, I'm sure you've ridden there. What do you think of that track? Because I know all the Fox commercials used to come out of there, and uh, that was that's my all-time favorite track I've ever rode. Yeah, I mean, Zaka was the goat of all tracks. I mean, I don't know if I've ridden a like open-to-the-public track that was better than that. It was definitely my favorite. And, you know, it just comes with the territory, but Ed Gajardo, the guy who ran it, was just unbelievable. So. It just was a. It was just a complete package. All right, there you go, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. All right, all thanks. Have a good one. Did you ever do Zach? Yeah, I never rode there. I never I've rode never Zach there. either. I know Kiefer loves it. Kiefer's yep. a big fan. So, yeah, you guys missed out. It was that place was unbelievable, dude. It was so much fun to ride. I felt like it was rider friendly, and then it also had like every aspect you could ever want. It had like the hills, and then you know Ed put his life into that track with all the sand and mm-hmm. and it just it was every day you know what was cool i think about zaka is that every day you went there it was never bad you know like i've been to so many local tracks down south where like you go there one day and it's it's super mediocre and then you go there you know two three weeks later and it's just off the hook and i think that's just a testament to edgar hardo he literally prepped a track, I think, like every single day it was open. And the dude just, he loved it with all of his heart. And you could just tell. Addy, are you, uh, you, you make a, you made a joke on this show many times about, um, uh, what, <laughs> what did you get at Loretta's in the C class or what was your, what was your, your results? Uh, t- 28, 32, 
Uh, 30. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So in, in B class 450. Okay. Yeah. So you've made so many result jokes about you came from that. You're a real self-made guy. I mean, you could argue that Ty, your brother has more talent riding a motorcycle ride, looks better and oh, all of without that. Without a doubt. And, yeah. and you made a career with a bunch of main events and, you know, a very popular rider in the pits, uh, the known guy, your, your music career, of course, is, is great and still going. Are you happy with, you know, everything you did and everything you became? Because I think, like I said, a lot of people may not have thought that this dude is not a main event guy, you know, or ever going to be one, right? And uh, and you lined up with 21 other of the world's best and, and, and made it a lot of time. So are you happy? I mean, there's definitely more I wanted to do. I felt like in that Orlando season that I got hurt, that COVID season, um, I felt like I was the best that I'd ever been and I I really felt like I was on the rise and I always you know I clicked off I think my career best was a 13th and I mean I really wanted to click off a top 10 in my career uh, as a professional supercross racer but you know overall I think where I came from and how we were raised uh, my dad was never a professional supercross racer you know he started riding at what 18, 19 years old, and he rode flat track, and we had no idea. Like, dude, we'd go to the races down south. I shit you not, boys. Like, we were, like, eating Taco Bell right before the race, and then <laughs> my dad would be like, bro, slam a Red Bull so you get amped up and get ready for the <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, that was us, like, Taco Bell. And then, like, we'd go to Glen Helen, and then – we would all go to like Dove Springs or like Ballinger, which are like off-road places mm -hmm. after that. And like go ride off-road with like a group of friends and family. And like, that was like our practice, you know, and right, like to right. start from that and, and become a professional supercross racer that could make mains and, you know, almost pulled off a top 10 or damn near close is, is pretty incredible, especially like, I mean, I, I'm not going to say his name, but like there was a few trainers that are even still working today that even told me back in the day that there, I would be nothing more than a local pro, you know, and, and it was just so many people doubted me. I was always like a chubby kid. I never was the fastest kid, but mm -hmm. one of the things that I always had was I was really technical and I was smooth and I, uh, I knew when to take a big risk and you know, I knew when not to. And sometimes um, I it was costly because I was too cautious, but um, it made it so there was a lot of times when a lot of guys were hurt, I just kept on going. And I was like, you know, in a sense, I was definitely the turtle in that race. And mm -hmm. I just kept going. I never gave up. And me and my dad and my whole family just kept at it. And they all believed in me. And just crazy how it all ended up. Yeah, absolutely. JT, um you would probably say peak Addy was uh, the fly racing Addy. Yeah, and, and <laughs> I don't. I don't know when peak was or not, but you know, I think when you look back and you kind of take a big overview of your career, and, and it's going to become clearer for you with time. But I think about you, and I think you made the most with what you had, right? And that you look back on your results at Loretta's and these things, people telling you you're not going to make it to overcome all those things and I mean you making main events and you're on a you know real team and doing these things I know I felt like I was the same like I, I wasn't born with a ton of natural talent and every ounce of it 
had to be worked for. And I thought, I think it's the same for you, right? You overcame pretty much probably everybody's expectations for you. Um, and that, that's saying something. Anytime you're proving people wrong, uh, you're, you're going down the right path, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. I, I 100% agree with you. I never, I never was that kid that just showed up and had the talent. And, you know, you looked at that kid at the practice track and you're like, damn, that kid has, has what it takes. I was never that guy. You know, I just, I always kept my head down and I always truly believed in myself. I don't know why, I don't know why I did, but every time I went and rode, I just, all I could focus on was being a professional supercross racer and, and being a star in the sport. And I just kept my eyes set on that no matter what happened. And I put my head down and I earned every single inch, you know, it was definitely hard. And there was a lot of guys, you know, that where I worked for, two, three months straight. And those guys were hurt, you know, for those two months and they'd come back and train with me and they could be my speed in one month. But I just never gave up. I never did anything stupid. You know, I never got into partying and I never did any of that shit. And I just worked my fucking ass off and I was proud of every minute. And I think another thing that just made the biggest difference is I really enjoyed every single moment I had on the track. You know, I, lo- I love riding dirt bikes. I, I love the feeling of it. I love racing and doing good but i also enjoyed you know i didn't enjoy doing bad but i enjoyed seeing that i did bad and then i could work hard and i actually could get better and just i tried to take every second and not and not take it for granted and make sure that i knew that it was a privilege to do what i did and and i just tried to live every single second of my career to the fullest well said man thank you please keep in touch you know let me know if we can help. Come back on the show. Oh, Whatever. absolutely. Yeah. I want to try to I'm going to hit Dave Prater up for sure and try to get my ass to uh and try to get my ass to some of the races. I want to try to do some announcing. Right. And I know I'm on the Monster Jam side right now, but right. Um, I'm super cross thick and thin. So, if there's an opportunity where maybe one of the guys gets sick and I can do race day live and it doesn't kind of conflict mm-hmm. with what I got going on right now, um, I'm definitely going to come do it cuz I I'll tell you what this weekend I missed all you guys so much. I missed seeing you guys and uh, and just being at the races. So it was it was tough. But uh, before I go, um, what'd you get? What'd you get in fantasy, Steve? Um, not <laughs> Sm- good. Smoked. Smoked. I got six <laughs> out of eight in the main event. Well, how'd you do, dude? I I, I mean I don't know if this is good because I've never played fantasy right. in my entire life. Uh-huh. But I, I scored a two twenty six. <sighs> Beat me by one. You mother effer. That's pretty good. Um, dude. That's good. That's good, Deuce. Yeah. Yep. Dude, I I was fucking hyped. I thought I was like, because I was playing, I'm in Industry Idiots, too. Like, last minute I text you or whatever, because right. I'm like, fuck it, I'm playing Fantasy. And I made my own little 70s Deuce Bros, like, playing group. <laughs> and I'm like, number one in that, too. And I was like, oh, this is going to be so fun, because I'm going to talk so much shit on you motherfuckers that do this shit every week. And I beat you. I can't <laughs> fucking wait, dude. Did you get all eight in the main event? No, I didn't. Uh-huh. Motherfucking Benny Bloss, dude. That motherfucker, yeah. bro. I was so fucking pissed. <laughs> hey, b- let me just tell you something. Okay, good job, Deuce, for, for two for 260, whatever. 226. 226. Good job. The game is very fleeting, my friend. Yes. <laughs> hey. She dude, is a, she's a cruel I mistress, mean. okay? So just yeah, easy bro, on I, that. This is the honeymoon hey, period. I get it. <laughs> 
Hey, I get it, but I'm going to come back talking shit every week. Watch me, bro. I got my shit. Dude, and <laughs> wow. you know what's funny? A1 was like my B group. That okay. was like my B group because I know the motherfuckers I want for Oakland, and I'm going to put them in Oakland, and I'm going to get an even higher score. He is going to be pissed. <laughs> I'm Dude, calling big this... things for the season, bro. We need to do like so. Zacho's playing, right? Uh, and Deuce Deuce is playing, and I think uh, Jordan Smith plays. A couple other guys. We should do like a pro a pro rider league. Well, when yeah. Carolina Crusher's doing a backflip this Saturday night in Anaheim. <laughs> You just think of all of us in Oakland standing in the rain. How about that? Oh, dude, you guys, dude, I watched the live, um, the live feed from Oakland, and then I looked up. There's rain every day. If you look at Corey 100 Instagram, oh yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Yep, it's just covered in mud, dude. So I don't. I honestly think that you guys are going to have like jumps that are at like a four degree slope this weekend, and it's still going to be gnarly. This this guy picks. Dylan Walsh. You don't even know the first thing about Dylan Walsh. I picked him too. Deuce Deuce. Yeah, but you know who he is. Yeah, of course I know who Dylan Walsh is. Are you kidding me? Go ahead. Me and Tyler had a three-hour powwow about who to pick, why to pick him. Dude, come on, Steve. I thought you were going to say we had you a three-way with him. Super crossing. you don't know who I know these guys are? Come on. Dylan Walsh? Were you a big <laughs> Dylan Walsh follower, Deuce Deuce? No, I'm not a big Dylan Walsh follower, but when you look at Dylan Walsh and he's got his handicap, and then I know I've seen him do good, and then you look up his past year's results, come on, bro. Like, what is this? We're not playing games. (laughs) He's coming in hot with fantasy. Maybe we do a weekly Deuce Deuce fantasy show. I don't know. Dude, this is serious shit. Well, to to be fair, Walsh's best heat race ever before this weekend was an eighth. Yeah. So it wasn't like he was, like, winning races before. Uh, He did do really well this weekend. No, 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 no. Osborne right. also is talking big right now. Yeah. Osborne said to me, sucks to suck, huh? All these Johnny-come-lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my mom even well, put up a 242. Yeah, yeah. yeah, JT's mom puts up a 242. <laughs> she doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. I was going to pick Derrick Kelly in Walsh's spot, mm-hmm. but I didn't because I think Derrick Kelly's pretty damn good. Yep. And I wanted to see how he did this weekend to see if he was hurt or not because I couldn't get any info on him. And I know if Derrick Kelly does kind of solid this weekend, hopefully his handicap won't go crazy. And it will then I now. Take him for Oakland. It will now. Yep. Do you want to tell him or do you so want me we'll to tell see. him? Yeah, I'll, I'll let you do what? the honors. Oh, well, let me just do the honors here, Deuce Deuce. You had Derrick Kelly in <laughs> You picked him. Oh, shit, I did? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, this is the best part of the call. <laughs> yes. You had Derrick <laughs> Kelly, Enzo Lopes, and Dylan Walsh, and Jet Lords. Hold on, hold on. Monster Jam, ladies and yes. gentlemen. <laughs> Hey, straight up, it, it, you're not even kidding. Hold on, let me look. He I was so I pumped. Jet. Yeah. I know I picked Jet, but I didn't pick Forkner. Nope. I mean, we don't want to talk about Forkner. Fuck, that's fucked up. All right, well, you picked Derrick Kelly, so save him for Oakland, you say. I thought I was saving him for Oakland. Now it's going to have to change my shit for next week. Fuck. Well, at least you found out now. Well, text me your score every week, please. Oh, my God, dude. Not only am I going to text you, but I'm going to fucking bash your score. Okay. <laughs> wow. This this guy, he's got, he, this is a rational confidence, man. I, I, I now have anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. Oh, thanks, uh, thanks Deuce. Uh, oh, your league, Deuce's league's description is, if you suck, it's your fault. That's his, <laughs> that's his league's description. 
Oh, that's great. Oh. That's kind of how I live what? my life. Yeah. Uh, oh. Well, let's keep in touch, Deuce Deuce, you big fantasy expert, you. And, Dude, uh, I am, bro. I don't even know who I picked, and I still did better than you. Fuck. Gosh. All right. Uh, thanks, buddy. Thanks for calling Hell in. Hell yeah. Keep Sounds in touch. Good. Thanks, guys. Good stuff. Yep. Thank you. That's the seven deuce deuce, everybody. God. The Monster Jam announcer. Crushing us. That's the kind of fantasy Literally. excitement I need. That's what we need right there. He doesn't understand the cruel mistress that is Pulp Mix Fantasy. Uh, I would like to, I and need, it's coming. It's I have coming. to go. I'm going to have to go watch Monster Jam now because I just picture him yelling the entire time <laughs> that one of the runs is going on. I just, you can't even hear the trucks yeah, yeah. because all you can hear is right, him yelling. Right. Oh, the grit stuff. The 8 o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at Suspension Direct. The E-Click stuff, which is more than just electronic shocks. Semi-active suspension system that constantly adapts to the road and conditions. Jeep models, uh, Ford Raptors, UTVs, and more. Toyotas as well. Uh, SuspensionDirect.com. The code is PulpMX to save. It's a, besides the E-Click shocks, which for UTVs are the shit. Marks for Ford Raptors are pretty good, too. They're damn good. They also have uh, hard-to-find suspension parts from WP, Showa, Walker Evans, Fox, KYB, and more. Suspension Direct. Check them out. P- code PulpMX to save. I also want to thank the folks at Acherbys. Maximus Voland. Using Acherbys plastic, Adam Cincerillo, Justin Barsha, and more. Uh, Acherbys is fine-tuned. The products are off the highest level of performance and protection in the industry. Bring your bike back to life with the full-line replacement replica plastic kits. Handguards, discards, frame guards, and more. AcherbysUSA.com. Or at a Cherbies USA on social at Cherbies. Thanks to those guys. Great plastic, great company. And uh, speaking of Pulp Mix Fantasy, if you pre-entered for the year, all the people that pre-entered were put into a draw for a Yamaha TTR 110. Thank you, the folks at Yamaha. Even if you suck at fantasy, at the end of the year, we are going to do a draw for a Yamaha YZ450. So we're giving away TTR. We're giving away a YZ450, and all you got to do is enter Pulp Mix Fantasy. It's too late now. But next year, missed your shot. If you want to be like Deuce Deuce and just ace the game right away, or Cindy Thomas, then uh, you'll know what to do. So uh, we have all the entries here on the show. Uh, We have Marx's randomizer up, which is the same one that screwed Jason Thomas in the snake draft. I I literally never got picked. Like, I'm not even sure my name was in there. Sir, you'll never know. Yeah. Uh, I know. (laughs) Randomizer is ready to go. And um, great radio. We're gonna. This is for the uh, the TTR one ten JT. We will entrust you the honor to say stop. Okay. Well, go and then stop. All right. Go and yeah, then. Yeah. So I'll, I'll hit start when you. It'll shuffle when you see the red stop button. You can wait as long as you want. Could be one second. It could be could be sixty if you want. Okay. So. Well, for, in the good. name of great radio, that's not wait longer than a minute. In the name of great radio. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Okay. All right. And stop. Way, way fast. Is that? Way, I don't is know. Is that a way family uh, member? <laughs> this is going to be awfully well, shady. It's going to be awkward. But way fast wins. W e y fast. Way fast wins the TTR one ten. Oh boy! Please don't let it be a Nick Way family member. We're just not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> is it really? I don't know. I haven't looked. Oh, you haven't looked. No, okay, all right. <laughs> Marks will dig it up. But yeah, way fast. Congratulations. You win the Yamaha TTR one ten. Thanks for playing. Thanks for signing up, everybody. Really appreciate it. Um, I had one sixty-two. What'd you get? What'd you get? Uh, two twenty-five. Marks. What'd you get? Fantasy. Two twenty-four. Two twenty-four for marks. What'd you get, Talon? Uh, two oh one. 
Oh, looks like I'm the big loser here. Well, Dan Truman did worse. <laughs> Dan Truman's <laughs> really did. upset. He had a rough go. He is really well, upset. Well, I talked to him before the night show, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I went really safe. Like, I just don't yeah. want to blow my team up. He's like, I went for it. I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. boy. I have, a, I have a friend. Shout out Justin Yardley. Uh, he tried, and he got 62 points. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's a, highs and lows that's on, a tough on, go. On a one, so. Listen, I just quickly before we get into the next top next topic here on the show, uh, and thanks to Adam Deuce, Deuce for calling in and uh, and Cooper Webb and Phil Nicoletti and Will Hahn. Um, so, Marks, you keep a log sheet on Publix Fantasy. I want you people to know that every time you make a change to your team, we have a log of it and the timestamp. So, if you go Jet to Forkner to RJ back to Jet, we know all that. All right. So stop sending emails to info at pulpamex.com after the game is over, after the night is over, with a screenshot with five guys you scored 52 points. <laughs> stop doing that. We know what you've done. We have logs, sir. And this aggression will not stand. <laughs> this is what we get. We get people saying, hey, man. You had me with uh, Forkner, who got zero, and I actually picked Jet. Here's a screenshot. Magically, you would have scored 300. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know. Look, I'm not calling anybody a cheater. Kind of are. But stop fucking cheating. <laughs> like, right, Marks? It's, it's, it's not great. Uh, I hate to say it, but I've, I've become a bit cynical of, of people. <laughs> it's based like some of the emails that we get. It's and, like and, circumstantial evidence, right? Right. Like, you're not holding the knife, but there's a dead person in your house, and Dude, we know you didn't like him. The whole, the whole snapshot with, man, I picked this guy, and it's not on my team. We have logs, sir, and <laughs> we can see who you've picked. Like, I don't know, man. I mean, look, some of these people probably forget, and they're, they have the best intentions of, you know, trying to say what's up. Some of these people are that. Yep. Some of these people 100% are just trying to be rat balls. Yep. Do you know, uh, you know Pancake? Of course. His dad was FBI. Yes. And he was telling me some of the like technology and the way they can hunt down and track criminals now. Yeah. These people don't want Pancake's dad on this case. <laughs> I promise you. Uh, <laughs> these people can find anything. I did not know about that. Anyone. No, you didn't I know do. that. I'm oh, yeah. I no, no. This. Pancake's dad told me some good stuff. Too yes. Time. Um, so, like, just stop. Like, just stop. Stop. You, your team... That you got zeros and you got 62, your buddy Justin, yep. who got 62. Mm-hmm. He got 62. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Like, <laughs> stop with the screenshots and the, and the emails. And <laughs> Can you help? What's and up with your game? Some of the people, like, the, and these people aren't cheating. But like, well, hold, Breaking news. Okay. Wayfast is from Michigan. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I, 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 left, oh, no. I left the other part out because I wanted to... S- is it Luke? It, it's not. It's not a way. It is not a oh, way. That's oh, good. That's oh, good. okay. I just <laughs> thought I'd so throw the Michigan. Part it's out not there immediate family members <laughs> to see how you guys would react. Okay, go ahead. Uh, some of the people like we had. You, you get a little bit of everything, and poor Marks. He gets the brunt of this because I'm trying to help him answer him, but I don't know. I can't check yeah. servers and things too. But you know, there are people that like. I was screwing around with my team and then lockout happened and I had the wrong team yeah. in and what stop screwing around. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like don't pick a funny team oh, and then push it to the last second. Right. Yeah. Like if you're going to be busy and you know, something in your life could be going on yeah. around lockout, 
Just leave your team then. Oh, we did get one of those, huh? We did, yeah. And like, I Which feel one? I don't feel like someone said they were like messing. They were like, oh, I sent a screenshot of a funny team to my friend, and then I forgot to change it. Well, like, sorry, like, sir. Don't do that, man. <laughs> like, I, come on. Man. Yeah, like, don't just stop. Stop screwing around. Yeah, and you, I or, try to be so nice. And I, people are like, I was putting my kids to bed, and like, then leave your team. Set a team and, and leave it. You know, even if even if it's not the best picks coming out of practice, at least you'll have a team in there. So some of the stuff we can help with. We're not saying that these people are doing it on purpose, but we, we have to honor the integrity of the game. Thanks. We can't just be like, ah, oh, we get it, man. No problem. Hey! Who, who do you want? Yeah. <laughs> who, do you, who do you want? <laughs> Who'd you pick? <laughs> Did you pick Jared Lesher? <laughs> okay. No problem. We got it. You picked, uh, what the hell's the guy's name? The NorCal guy? Fucking. Jeff Northrop? No, no, no. The guy who made the main. The, your buddy, Fly Racing. Hunter Cross. Uh, Did oh, you yeah. pick Hunter yeah. Cross? <laughs> right. No problem. Right, right. We got this. Yep. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. We got someone that emailed and they were like, it says I have Forkner, but I had Jet and I want Jet. And I went and looked at the logs like you were talking about. Never, never even had Jet on his team once all day. Not, not a uh, single time. It's just, listen, just we're being inundated with these emails. Stop it. We got logs. If you want to try, stop it. It's like... Alcatraz apparently used to have a fake uh, dummy dead with, with blood all over it. And they put the, the guards put the dummy on the rocks outside of Alcatraz okay. to be like, this is what happens. Like, you're going to be this if you try, right? So okay. don't escape. Don't try to escape. We got logs. Don't send the emails. Stop it. We got the logs. We know what you did. Okay. Is this like Big Lebowski? What? When you F somebody in the yeah. ASS? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Jeffrey? <laughs> Jeffrey? I just, yeah, just stop it, though. Like, we got the logs. We got it. We, no. you, you, we got it. <laughs> He's bashing the Corvette with a baseball bat. Right. <laughs> This is what we're going to do. Larry. Larry, this is what happens. what happens, Larry. So, Larry, when you send in your fucking screenshots, this is what happens, Larry. We got the logs. What is his name? Larry Sellers. We got the logs, all right? So just fuck off and leave us alone. Your team is your team. And don't send funny screenshots to your buddies. Ah! Like, like, fuck off. This is serious stuff. I just... I feel bad for you guys because I don't have to deal with customer relations. You guys. I mean, it's... And thanks for playing, by the <laughs> way. Of course. <laughs> right. But, like, the, the, bigger, fuck you. the bigger point is that, like, some of those, we don't legitimately think you're cheating, but we can't, we can't do yeah. anything about no, it. No, no. We, can't do we, we got the logs. Yeah, yeah. Well, we need to be fair to everybody. Like, yeah. we can't just go around changing teams. Well, listen, do you think I want my 162 changed? Right. I would love to yes, have Jet, too. I picked Forkner. Right. I'd love to have Jet. I would love to have my Jet or my pick changed. Yep. I could. We, the, the legitimately, the experts could change their picks. I didn't no want, problem. I didn't want Alex Martin when he tweeted, I'm out for the night, three minutes after lockout. <laughs> right, I right. didn't want him anymore. Right, right. I couldn't change him. I just, uh, that's my, I, that could have been my race tech rant. We got the logs. <laughs> All right. Speaking of, celebrities lars lindstrom what's up lars how are you man steve i got a bone to pick with oh you. yes okay. i love when people all right yeah, yeah go ahead mr lindstrom oh, by the way nice hanging at the hockey game uh that was fun we had a good seats johnny knowles hooked us up johnny knowles did hook us up that was great that was really fun actually our seats were insane and the game was good the game that was, was cool. good yep yeah um i heard from uh a credible source uh my friend steve edwards that 
you're talking crap. Yes, please yell at him about Jet. Please not. yell at him about Jet. Okay, what, what am I saying? Oh, there's that too. Yeah, oh, Let's, oh, we can talk about that too. Okay. 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 The, the number one thing was apparently I you did not get fed Chipotle, and I told you that you could. <laughs> no, no. Listen, no, no. You're I could Steve. Send, I could send the screenshot. No, of our we have, he has the logs. <laughs> I, ha, I have the logs. No, this is, no, this is yeah. my new favorite part of the no, show. Sir, I don't care about no, 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 sir. I said that you told me that hey, let the Honda people eat first because it's a home race. There's tons of people there, but you're, you can have some. But let the other Honda people eat first. That's what you said. Not really. Not not that, the other Honda people. It was let me get the team well, fed. Okay. And when I say team, you got to understand that's mechanics, like people actually working. Yeah. And then come on over, Steve. I'll put you right at, right in there. I felt like it was a little bit of a brush off, and I was fine with it because there's so many people that you have to feed. Like it's look one time, fucking Pat Miras at Yamaha made a bunch of cheeseburgers. That's a big guy. Yep, he yep. made a bunch of cheeseburgers at a race. And I was fucking so hungry, and I was dying. I went over to eat a cheeseburger. They were all gone, and Bobby Moore was eating a cheeseburger. And I was so mad. He's a world champion. It doesn't matter. He's a world champion. I'm like, why is Bobby Moore eating my cheeseburger? He's a world champion. So I've been there, Lars, as a team guy. Yeah. Uh, it's not cool. So You know who, uh, who got really upset at the same thing? Who? Our friend, our friend Paul P. Oh, okay. What happened? At, at Paula. And I, and I want to feed Paul because he's a sponsor. And I said, hey, can you wait a little bit at Paula? Until the team guys go, because he was like right, right in there, you know. With, with, yeah. And it actually wasn't even him. It was this. It was this photographer. I didn't recognize the guy, and I'm like, "Hey, can we?" And then I realized it was Paul. But still, I'm like, "Hey, can we get?" And yeah, Paul. I think JT, you can attest that when, when Paul's hungry, <laughs> he's, he's not. <laughs> Hell hath no fury, <laughs> like an, yes. like a hungry Paul Parabinos. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So uh, yeah, he he was not happy. He left. Oh, he got, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, Lawrence. Put I, all your stuff outside. I, I did not say I. Steve heard it wrong or something. I I said that you said we can have Chipotle, but we got to let everybody eat first, which is a perfectly reasonable explanation. Mm. And okay. and so we all didn't. Right. So I was looking at my watch, like, okay, how long are these fucking people going to eat? But I, I had to go. Like I didn't have time to wait for these people to eat, which. Not upsetting at all. Just I couldn't eat when I wanted to eat. You know what you want? You know what you yeah. should do? What? Bring a cooler. <laughs> oh shit. Bring a cooler. <laughs> do not do all not. your problems so, will be solved. Lars, I think Steve's just trying to create something here. I know you have the logs of the text. I, I appreciate yeah. it. I also all know right. that right. you know you have a lot of people there because Honda, right? I when you, you did say team, I took it like yeah, all did. of the Honda people because there's a lot. And I shouldn't be taking yeah, food from either. Yeah. We, we did have a lot of people. Um, uh, there's actually not a lot of Honda people anymore because um, so many of the associates have moved to, to Georgia. So True, yeah. um, it's not yeah. as many. But we still, I mean, still Anaheim. It's still going to be crazy. Yeah. And um, we, we did our best to accommodate everyone and all of our guests. And I think we did a pretty good job. And I was waiting for you. I was standing out there just looking <laughs> left and oh, right. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> any, any minute. Any minute, Steve should be here, and, and you just never came. Yeah. And I was almost late to the heat race. I was just, it really well, screwed me up. And, yeah. I, Wygan and I were on the move for food, and I said, well, Lars said it's not going to be ready for a bit because we've got to wait for the Honda guys. And then Chipotle showed up at the club team, but it was all picked through and really cold. Mm. And then, so it was terrible. And then JT's food, 
no plates and cold. This is at 5 p.m., by the way, Lars. But I'm just saying, like, it, it, it was real tough. Real tough day for us. Struggle of Steve. Right. Thank you. I'm glad you understand it, Lars. I get it. Yeah. Why don't you just go have tenders yeah. with Tom? Well, we're working on that. 17K. <laughs> Um, Anyways, that, that's all I really okay. had. I don't all right. want to take your time. Fair enough. Thanks, Lars. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, he's also hammering. Is he still there? Yeah, he's still, still there. there. Yeah, he's there. He's also yep. hammering Honda's decision to keep Jet on yep. a 250 and Supercross. Just yep. absolutely uh, lighting you guys up. Yep. Don't like it. He, he gave he gave me all he had on Friday night. Just in case. The guys are a Just in case you think that, like, I'm not. Like, I'm, <laughs> oh, I know better than I'm that. A couple deep beers, I'm a couple beers deep at the game, and I'm yelling at Lars. <laughs> oh, I know. You have no dignity. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. You probably paid to put it on the big screen. Jet should be on a 450. <laughs> I Enjoy your empty title, Lars. I think it's like 25 yeah. bucks. You can do it. You can pay Feld like 25 bucks to put stuff up on the. Can you really? Yeah. You should do oh, that. oh, that's a good yeah, idea. Jet should be on a 450. <laughs> Steve M. <laughs> oh, we're cooking now. <laughs> if you don't I do it, I'm going to with your that, name. That Steve, I didn't, I, re, I didn't realize that Steve was such a purist until Friday night. I mean, everything that they, we were talking about was wrong. You couldn't do this. You can't Welcome do to that. my you world. Change this. Oh, my God. If you're not Damon Bradshaw moving up on a 250 at 17, you suck. And you know, like, no, no decision was right. So I, I just didn't realize he was. Uh, I thought he was all about change. You know, let's let's make this yeah, sport better. I am. And different change. Nope. Triple nope. crowns. I love triple crowns. I love the nets. I love progression. But not happy God, about. He's God not God happy. Somebody. Yeah, God forbid somebody changed the motos to like twenty minutes or twenty-five minutes. I mean, all hell would break loose. Oh, he's all. Sure. He's also pissed that Jet was in opening ceremonies. No, no, wondering. I'm not. No, I'm not. What do yeah. you mean? No, I said. I thought I heard that only Jet was going to be in them, and once they put the three two fifty guys, I was fine. But you're mad that the two fifty guys get to go. At yeah, all. they shouldn't be in there at all. But if there's three, it's 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 better than if it was just Jet. <laughs> I had heard Lars we, midday we was only Jet. Too. You know, we had this battle too on Friday night, and I told him. Don't you think that it would have been awesome if James Stewart was in opening ceremonies? The guy deserved to be in the opening ceremonies. Or yeah. Ricky. Or mm-hmm. someone, someone like that. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Not nope. Steve. That's the point I yep. made earlier, nope. too. A, a star that is shining as bright as Jed is, you need him out there. Get him out there. Yeah, get people him. People want to see him. Get him to the premier class. Yeah. Yes, get him right there. It's, it's Absolutely. It's, there's a month and a 12-month calendar called May. Yep. Your dreams are probably coming true. Well, let's hope so. Lars, yeah. can and I, then hopefully we have we have ten years of of Jet Lawrence. Right. He's nineteen. Can wow. I come get hopefully. can I get come get food at Oakland if I wait over there if I boat over there or anything? Well, I mean, Saturday I would have said yes, and now I'm not so sure. I got to think about it. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I wish Aeronautique was still a sponsor. Know. Okay, all right. Well, can you think about it this week and let me know? Yeah, hopefully the food doesn't get too soaked, but yeah, I'll try. All right, thanks, Lars. All right, Thank dude. You. Bye. Oh yeah, my. Uh, on Friday night at the game, I'm like, is he in opening ceremonies? <laughs> is he, Lars is just trying to enjoy a hockey game, and I'm just yelling at him. You know that meme where the Cameron Diaz is like... Yeah, with the cat. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> just yelling. We got the logs! God. I can't believe these people let, them in your pit, let you in their pit sometimes. I can't either. <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> oh, that's it? That's what we're doing. Is Dark Side here? Well, let's try it again. Do we have Dark Side? <laughs> oh, shit. That's David Bradshaw's bike. I just fucked up. Mr. Side, there's no wrap up show, so, you know.
I'm not sure. Yeah, you know, I've just been getting texts about fake news. I don't know. Are you talking trash? So I thought I had to call in. Me? It's a Monday. It's a me. It's a Monday. Me? Sir, you have the wrong person. Eight minutes in, and we're we're already starting. So yeah, starting to get an update. What are we talking about? What do I need to defend myself on tonight? I I didn't say anything. not your fantasy team because you killed it. Oh, did he? Yeah. Two forty six. Oh, you like yeah. That? You told me at yeah. the end of the night you thought you were like in the like top ten, right, or something? No, no. I think I was like two hundredth or something. Yeah. Oh, that is what I was thinking, but it might be worse. I, it was some. It's two hundred forty six points. Well, with Forkner. Yeah, not bad. We got the logs. <laughs> we'll be the judge of that. Yeah, we'll be the judge of that, <laughs> Mister Side. Hey, let's okay. fuck with his team every week. <laughs> I'm out. Let's do that. I'm out. If there's one Listen, guy. You already made him cut his hair. You absolutely <laughs> decimated him over a credit card, and now you want to <laughs> screw with his fantasy hey, team on purpose? Can you imagine just every week one guy with a zero gets put on his team? Who did, who did we put on JT's team that one time? Oh, uh, Austin Root. Yeah, yeah you guys are Oh, it was my birthday weekend. World War Three. <laughs> We're going to do that to Ruined Parkside. my birthday. So at, for people who don't know, like JT, there was Austin Root, good guy, was struggling a bit. And we just, uh, three of us made the decision to put Austin Root on his team. And JT never picked him. And then, dude, on our group text, he's... I was at the pool in Vegas. You were melting down. Half drunk. And I see Austin Root on my team. <laughs> and I... I was a volcano of emotion. <laughs> God, I, I bet we saw the text. I'm going to find him. We're it was amazing. We're going to post him. It was amazing. He was so... You had the logs? Oh, so look. what about just every weekend you give Jamie one guy with zero? <laughs> I'm down with that. What? Oh, that would be great. I found a text. That'd be great. Marks, how in the... And then all, cu- all caps. How in the fuck do I have Austin Root on my team? <laughs> Oh, that's great. Good there times. was a lot of emotion between, was, behind those four letters, too. Yeah. No, Mr. Side, I was simply asking Talon over there if you talked to him or gave him a head nod. And I talked to him, gave hugs, but, handshakes, just like I did almost everybody in the pit, but unlike you. Talon said that he thinks you only did it because his yar-yar was there. That's ridiculous. Yes. We know how you are that, with wives, girlfriends, monster girls. We've seen it in action with the head nod. We've known, we've seen this. So we're just. Is it, is it like we, like Kiefer makes it weird. Like openly talks about riders, girlfriends and all that. Yeah. Is it like that or no? Is it? He's, no, no. Yeah, his, a little bit. His focus is. Mr. Side's focus is. On the female. On the female. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what Kiefer, that's Kiefer's MO. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey, I mean, you got to focus on the females. So Thursday we asked. For a date for Dark Side a month ago, Thursday, on a date with a listener. What? Dark Side. Uh, listener's sister in law. Listener's sister in law. You're, you're going on a date with I'm, this person? Uh, no, Mr. I'm talking, Side, to, yes. talking to Jamie. Yep. Where, when is this, yes, this he's Thursday? Not, he's not. Mm-hmm. Yep, this Thursday. Oh, wow. That's the plan. Where yep. is this in Oakland? Uh, no. <laughs> we, uh, Jamie may be missing Oakland because of the date. Or I'll drive up Friday morning. You're going to skip the race for this date? What, how long is this date going to last? Is this <laughs> going to be like a 48-hour bender? They're all leaving early Thursday. I didn't realize it was an eight-hour drive up there. Um, and the date's Thursday night. So we'll maybe it'll be Friday morning and I'll drive up. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Good with it. So we got him a bike. Yeah. We got him a job. Maybe we'll get him a wife. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Things are really looking up. Right. So uh, it's the power of Vital MX is amazing. Oh Jesus! What's her What's her name? 
I, I, I don't know if she wants to give it out. Just a first name? Uh, Jennifer. Okay. Jennifer and Jamie. JJ. <laughs> Jennifer Guida. Yeah, I, I Jennifer Side. Doing it be- Jennifer she's Side. She's doing it because her, uh, her brother-in-law is so, such a big fan, I'm pretty sure. But you know, we'll see how it goes. I'm sure is be good is she going to call you Dark Side? <laughs> I would hope not. Okay. Here's the yeah, text we- from when we had Austin Root on team. JT, Marks, how in the fuck did I have Austin Root on my team? I go, oh, here we go. JT goes, no, I'm 100% serious. I had Sipes. Parabetus goes, oh, my God, here we go. We're all in, we all know this, by the way. JT goes, I have never, ever picked Root in my life, ever. Not one time, ever. <laughs> <laughs> These are all consecutive texts. Uh, Paul goes, we need to get JT his sidekick back, which was his dear phone. And then Dan goes, LOL, Groot. Explanation point. <laughs> so we're all in on it. <laughs> Just, you guys are dicks. <laughs> oh, they and then are. someone puts in there. Is this this is your text, Marks? So Marks puts in the little Groot guy from the galaxy. Yep. G- yeah. I'm done playing if it's gonna go like this. <laughs> JT says. Paul goes. You had to have picked Groot. Maybe Wednesday or yesterday or something. But you picked them at some point. Fuck you, Paul. <laughs> Never in my life. Never. <laughs> These are great. I was so pissed. These are great. He's not in shape. I would never have picked him. Dan goes, Groot would be good in Mojo. <laughs> JT, I don't care. I don't care if I got our points. That's not who I picked, Dan. <laughs> JT, he's having a meltdown. <laughs> I'm, you got a picture. I'm standing... In the in Mandalay Bay beach pool, like with the sand, like with a drink in my hand, just mother effing little kids that are all around me typing furiously into my phone. I can't finish. I can't, I can't finish. I was so mad. So mad. Can we, can we, can we post that? We can post those texts, right? Uh, maybe block out the swearing, but we can't. No, no, it goes. It goes raw. So every every Monday, can we put a zero on Jamie's team? Yeah, back to that. We'll yeah. do we'll do dark side next. Yeah, <laughs> you may not even have to. That happens a lot anyway. Yeah, good point. I got one good. Yeah, I get one good week. You told me I was not eligible for the Yamaha 450, so I might as well quit playing. No, you are. You're eligible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was, that's the, probably the best I'll do all week, or all month, all year, whatever. I that's, swear to God, marks. Don't yell at me. My team sucked. I had haze. I'm a break, about to break my phone, JT says. <laughs> Paul goes, why am I getting yelled at? JT, fat thumbs, fuck off. <laughs> uh, side, oh, uh, okay, and then Paul says, damn it, Marks, come clean before I lose a friendship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. Brutal. You guys are assholes. Uh, 100% agree. All right, Mr. Side. Yeah. Um, no wrap-up show this week, but you're in studio here next week. <clears throat> yeah, the whole Vital Mix crew, Lewis, myself. Michael uh, Lindsay. Yeah. Know, we're going to we're gonna drive up. Our, our, yeah, we're going to have a good time. We're going to take over. And, yeah. Yeah, you don't even need to be there. We got it. Honestly, I would, wouldn't mind hanging out with Pookie and Augie for an hour, so who can slip behind the mic here and just carry it? Oh, uh, yeah. I think any one of us can do your job. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Keep her. Hey, just like Chris Kiefer's going to do, come Dallas. Yeah, good point. He is. He's doing it. Yeah, geez. Uh, yeah. Jamie, are you living in California now? 
Just for the month. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So um, what, hap- what happens when you fall deeply in love this coming Thursday? Uh-huh. Uh, we'll have to play that by ear, won't we? All right. Fair enough. But you can you can listen to the Moto X Pod show to find out. Uh, all right. <laughs> or not. <laughs> can do. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I don't really foresee that happening, but you never know. Well, Jennifer, J&J, I hope I get invited to the wedding. Uh, speaking of weddings, uh, so A-Ray's getting married, right, uh, to Sam? Yep. And uh, we get an invite to the mail. Okay. To the mail? To the mailbox. Okay. I open it up, and I put it on a group text with the Kiefer's, Heather, Pookie, Chris. Yep. And I just picture on the group text, Kiefer. Oh, that's fucked. He didn't that, get one? That's fucked. Oh, no. I can't believe it. Oh, no. I'm like, bro. I just got this today, like maybe wait a day. The next day, we got ours. <laughs> just flew off the handle. I'm like, bro, maybe give it a day or two. Like, Jesus. He was so mad. We got invited to the uh, wedding of the gentleman that we yeah. uh, helped with their proposal at the live show. Live show St. Louis, cool. yep. right? St. Louis? I think it was. Uh, yeah. Probably, yeah, they're from yeah. Illinois. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, we got invited to their wedding. Changed their lives, Dark Side, just like yours. Doing God's work. <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for calling in. All right. We'll see you, man. What's wrong? Why are you laughing? Just because you cut it off really quick. Yeah, we got to go. He doesn't believe in God, so as soon as you said that, he's out. Yeah, I, oh. I feel like I said something wrong. <laughs> no, we got to go. All right. All right. See you, man. See you. All right. That's, uh, that's Jamie Guida, everybody. JT brought to you by the folks at Decal Works. Now, JT, at one time, I want to say it was one of his best years I've ever seen him ride, and he's wearing SoCal gear. Uh, Ryan Clark jumped on him, broke his wrist. But up until that point, that was your return from Arena Cross, right? That was before Arena Cross. Oh, before that Arena was Cross. Tortelli Training Inc. 56? 32. All right. <laughs> 32. <laughs> Just throw out a number. It's so, fine. SoCal gear. Maybe the best I've ever seen JT ride until he broke his wrist. He was very, very good that year. And he was wearing SoCal gear. Why do I mention this? Because it's Decal Works. They, uh, they were bringing that in. They were making it. Yep. Bringing it in or making it. I, I don't know what you mean. Like, did like, they sew it themselves? Well, or did so. they distribute? Did they distribute it only? Yeah, they, from somebody. They owned it, and, and they owned it. That's yeah, what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, SoCal decal, right? It's like a play on decal. <clears throat> SoCal. Good, good job. Yeah. Uh, pulp twenty. Pulp MX twenty three is the code to save. New code for these guys. Decalmx.com. Pulp MX twenty three is the code to save. Cooper Webb uses it. Rockstar Energy Husqvarna off road team quality service and knowledge. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Official license with all the OEMs and uh, decal works. Ron and the boys. Sporting JT back in 02. That was 02? Yeah. Got that right. It was. And, <laughs> uh, and uh, supporting the show now. Uh, Pulpamex 23 is the code to save. Thank you to decal works. Also, uh, the show is presented by those guys as well. Trolltraining.com. This is working really well. Uh, whether you're an off-road racer, a, a beach, want to beat your buddies at the local track, you're a vet guy preparing for a three-hour race or pro motocross, Alex Ray, Troll Training. Uh, Grant Harlan, Troll Training. So he's working with top pros, John and Alex there. They know a lot of, about training stuff. Trolltraining.com. Go on there, sign up for a package, and uh, learn how to get a little better off the bike. And it's fantastic. Thanks to those guys. Trolltraining.com. I got a podcast coming up with both of those guys where we took some of your questions and, uh, and dropped it in there. So we still have the motorsport.com uh, tweet at talent coming up. I want to talk to JT. Um, Did you get a Christmas card from Amart? No. Just me. Oh, okay. No problem. That was from Greta. Not from Alex. Just from Greta. Greta and John. Amart was on the Christmas card. That's all I, that's all I can all remember. Right. Uh, let's, uh, let's bring my, uh, my buddy in here, uh, a friend of mine 
from the local Manitoba scene, uh, a guy watching us, uh, <clears throat> his daughter, Michaela, Scotty's here. And, and then, of course, my friend from uh, uh, Manitoba over here. I, I grew up with this guy's a little older than I am, but he was certainly somebody that I looked up to when I was coming through the uh, rough uh, um, uh, Manitoba circuit. And uh, I'm super stoked to have him in studio here. Mean streets of Winnipeg. The mean streets of Winnipeg. Uh, he's a good buddy of mine, Lawrence Ham. What's up, Ham? How are you, man? Just out here living the dream. <laughs> Went to Anaheim? Went to Anaheim. Yeah. One, always wanted to go there. And uh, yeah. How'd your uh, fantasy team do? You know, um, we got lobs. <laughs> much like someone's wife, uh, I heard this. I don't know this to be okay. a fact. Uh, my phone died. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, just before we got to right. uh, Anaheim one. Okay. And I did not get to uh, pick a team. <laughs> Marks, can we... No, no, Mark just threw his hands up. No, he, he, you're, he, you're out. You're this is, I'm surprised I didn't get an email from Mike Morgan about. Hey, I was at yeah, I was, had a race and I, I had uh, yeah. I had Jet, I had uh, yeah, yeah, Yoder, we, we, I had Groot, uh, Hunter Groot. Cross, yes. Groot. Hunter Cross. <laughs> yeah, a little a little known fact. If I'm from Manitoba and uh, if I start lying, my nose starts to grow. So yeah. Yeah. I I just I blew it. Nice shirt. How many yes. provincial championships do you have? Oh, yeah, exactly. This is, uh, you know, a special shirt we made up for the yeah, trip uh, like for That's Mr. Great. Mathis. Uh, now, I have four. Missed a fifth by two points. Said yep. that a few times. You, sir, how many do you have? Uh, what do we think? Uh, more than four and less than 20. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, a real, a real 500 specialist, uh, by the way, JT. 500s. Yeah, right he there. would have been right out there with you and Stanton. Yep, ninety-three uh, Millville. Um, f- uh, yes, race rollerball many times. Yeah, yep. rollerball. Ever him. take you out? Well, uh, no. Uh, oh wow. I, no, no, because I, I was bigger than him. But uh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was on the same track with rollerball yeah. many times. Yeah, I do not have forty-seven Canadian national no. championships. No, no not not no. at all. Um, thanks for coming in. Thanks for watching uh, the show. Appreciate it. You, you're a fan for many years, and yeah, we grew up together. You're a little older than I am, like I said, but I, when I was a little eighty guy, or you know, coming up, HLE, HLE, yeah, yeah. Ho- or little eighty. Our, our late friend Mark Robitaille, <laughs> love yeah. love this part. Uh, you took me riding a few times when I was a kid. Absolutely, uh, in the box van. You had a yeah. he had a box van LHR Lawrence Ham Racing. I like it. It was sweet. factory. Yeah, factory. Oh yeah, box vans were. Were yeah. It, right. Yeah. yeah, they were the thing. Yeah, they were the thing. Uh, so uh, yeah, I appreciate you uh, coming in and uh, and all that. And, you know. Well, yeah. you know, you know, being a fellow Manitoban, uh, I I just I had to come out here and finally check out the show. Uh, you know, the hospitality you've shown us has just been awesome. Yeah, that's more and, Angie uh, than I. Yeah, but, you know, uh, <clears throat> you know, I I I needed to let everyone know that you were actually. A legit rider. Ah, oh, thank you. Thank you, know, you very much. Appreciate those, that. Those four Manitoba titles came during a period, an era, we'll call it, in Manitoba motocross. Rough when it was and fierce. T- rough and tumble. Oh, some absolutely. say. Listen, I saw the video with Blair Morgan. <laughs> I know the talent that was yep. on display. So, did that ever remind you of, like, you know what, the, at the circus when they put the, you know, the, the bear on the bicycle? The bear on the little bicycle? Absolutely. That, that poor, Blair poor didn't motorcycle. Want, Blair didn't want any part of that. Um, <laughs> I mean, you were, you had to be 18 years old. <laughs> I was not. I was not. He had his trademark uh, goatee at that uh, point. My, da- my dad was, uh, you're staying in 80s. You're staying in the 80s, and the only reason I moved out. You drove yourself to the races and raced in 80. (laughs) The only only reason I quit 80s was because, seriously, one weekend I landed off a jump, and the shock reservoir blew apart. 
And the next weekend I landed from the jump and the foot peg broke, broke you're off. The only, only my dad guy, is like, it is time. You're the only guy that crushed a beer right after he won the 85cc <laughs> <Yeah>. class. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, and dated the trophy girl. <laughs> we we didn't race too much together because I, I left, you know, a first or second year pro. I think you were kind of getting out of it a little bit. But we did race each other a few times for sure. We did. A- and we had our controversies. The So, epic story. We go to this. Was it was that South Dakota, North Dakota? Where was that? No, it was, it was in Minnesota. Oh, okay. Um, and it was, oh, they have a music festival every year. And we went to a fair race. There. Yeah, it was a fair race in a field, yeah. you know. Detroit just, Lakes. Oh, yeah. Detroit or, Lakes? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So muddy, muddy stadium cross, little race on yep. the field. I'm leading 125s or 250. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I'm leading the whole race. He's behind me, but whatever. I got him covered because, uh, you know, just way better. But <laughs> right. no. I, I, anyways, I'm leading. Last turn, coming up on a lapper. I just follow the lapper and the inside. It was a, a jump on the inside and then the outside was flat. And I just follow this lapper. I didn't realize he was that close. He blitzes the outside of the turn, probably flat tracks it because it's muddy, takes the win. Like Bradshaw at Washougal. <laughs> last corner, last race. and oh, I'm, Is the crown molding? That's what I think yeah, that was yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm pissed. And he looks, he crosses the finish line, he looks back at me and he goes, Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Taunting. Yeah. Taunt, taunt I, me. I, I fully admit that was a dick move. It was a dick move. That'll get you yeah. 15 yards in a football game. Well, what yeah. it got him, what it got him was oh. I got back to the truck. He borrowed me a set of Smith roll-offs. I took his roll-offs and smashed them against his van. <laughs> it showed you, Broke didn't them. I? Oh, yeah. Broke them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I showed you. That wasn't going to stand, that taunting. No. 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 That was was a tough time during our, you know, our, our, our relationship. friendship. Right, yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the next day, I broke my arm. I crashed, broke Ooh. my arm. Yeah. But my dad just didn't think it was broken. Race even though, anyway. No. No, couldn't race. But we, why did we hang out? Well, because well, there was a race the next day after that. It was like it was like an extended period of time. Okay. We we're going to go to Millville. Millville, okay. Yeah, and go race there. And yeah, you crashed, broke your arm, and I didn't believe you. Um, your dad sh- certainly didn't believe you. Did not you. believe me. The only one that believed you was my, my girlfriend, now my wife. Yeah. Uh, who took God pity on you. Yes. You know, we went to eat at Fuddruckers, and poor pathetic Steve I, couldn't even put condiments on his burger. It was, I, was, I broke an arm. I'm like, Dad, Dad, like something's wrong. And he's just like, you're fine. Here's some ice. And I'm like, okay, it's still nothing. Still lots of sharp pain. Can't pick up a burger. I remember it was right, my right arm. I couldn't pick up the burger. I was trying to pick the burger up with my left hand. <laughs> yeah. And it was just falling everywhere. Yep. And then we go to the movies. Yes. We. I don't know why. Because it was going to take a certain amount of time to get to Millville. So we killed. We need to kill time in Fargo. So, I, I take my arm and I lift it up and I put it on the armrest. And then somebody oh. hits the elbow. Oh, no. Dude, yeah. I scream. Oh, I'm just like, oh. God. It's broken. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Tom, his dad, we're going to Millville. It's yeah. a Honda Payday. You're racing. Yeah. You're yeah. racing. Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. There was no question that we that he was going to Millville. Were you at the race when I rode for my brother in Arena Cross? Were you in the Calgary Edmonton doubleheader? <sighs> I don't know if I want to admit being part of, you know, like uh, fraud. Basically. Were you there? You know, open, open, open fraud. Were you there? Yeah, you, you look like Kazoo from the Flintstone with your, with with your helmet on the entire time because your dad wouldn't I, let you take your helmet off. My dad said, "Keep your helmet on," because nobody ever's going to know you're 15. And I stood there for the national anthem on the starting line, 
yeah. goggles fogging up because I, I I was just sweating and nervous. And I remember I had to look up and look down to walk off the track because I couldn't see any of my goggles. Steve's total 250cc arena cross experience to that point, 14 feet. <laughs> my dad's like, you're racing. I'm racing rollerball and Jim Holly and Lawrence. and Yeah, you're racing. I remember the start straight was the width of the arena and a left turn. And the first jump I hit in the first practice, I almost died. Looped it out. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, these 250s are much faster than the 80s. <laughs> the nice thing is they all thought you were your brother they when did. you were like that. Dude. Unbelievable. Sorry, unbelievable yeah. my dad would live. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you'd be suspended for life. Oh, Okay. A 14-year-old is racing to the Arena Cross Pro? Your dad was dead serious about racing, though. I, I, I got to say that. He was. Yeah. He and was. about making time. <laughs> he was very much on making time. What, and, because there was only one order at the McDonald's drive-thru. Talk about you know, uh, nutrition. I think I told him this. Yeah, four yeah. number ones, four Cokes. And my buddies are like, what, 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 what? <laughs> we're going. Everyone's got four number ones and four Cokes. Yeah. And away we go. And, no. and we're going to drive 24 hours one way for one race. Yeah. But it did turn into. Yeah. A national my, title for Steve Mathis. It did. My dad used to be, hey, we're switching while we're driving. So he put the cruise on. Yep. You know? Oh, yeah. I oh, you did that. that too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we had, uh, we bought uh, Brian McElroy. Remember okay, him? Yeah. Yep. Bought his box van. And I remember when we got it, uh, and McElroy was like a legend in Florida, right? right? He was a top 10 national guy for a long time. We got this box van. It was, it was a huge step up for us. It was yeah. awesome. And it had on the, on the doors, it has like the, you know, the little cubby holes. So you could, we usually put a map in there yeah, or whatever, yeah. right? It had holes drilled through the actual door, like through the metal, into that little pocket, like at the bottom. Yeah. And my dad's like looking at it. He's like, what is, you know, to Brian, we were friends with Brian. Yeah. He's like, what is, what is going on with that? And he's like, oh, that's, we pee into that on the road. <laughs> we didn't have to stop. Oh, we just pee into, just the, into that, the pocket. And it'd go out the thing and just out the side of the, the car. I'm, I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, my God. you know, and by, by our time, we had, you know, graduated to the funnel yeah. attached to the hose oh, yeah. drilled through the floor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the yeah. standard move is just the Gatorade bottle. My, yeah, my right, dad right. would set the cruise. <clears throat> I would come from behind the seat, grab the wheel. He'd slide underneath <laughs> and go to the passenger seat. And then I'd walk around holding the wheel and yeah, slide so in the seat. Go, somebody go behind. You go to the passenger side where you're holding it and standing on it. Yeah. And then slide in and off you go. Yeah. <laughs> super safe. Yeah. yeah super, super safe. safe. And super it safe. didn't matter how many days driving the person who was going in had you could have your license for five minutes no, it didn't yeah, matter. You're, you're in the seat you're in, you're in the seat and we're all sleeping so yeah. good luck yep. yeah unbelievable times yeah. um and then uh you were there when i broke my pelvis and had to oh yeah, yes. you guys wheeled me around in an office uh, chair that i was actually racing that night yeah. and i came into the hotel room and i'm like i had kind of taken note that you were injured yes um, where's steve and steve is kurt our other our, friend. He was in the studio, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah our other friend is in there. He's uh, having a beverage and chewing on a, a Taco John taco or something. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we put him in the can about four hours ago. Yeah. So I, yeah. I opened the door. There's Steve, you know, sitting in his suit, birthday suit. Uh, you know. They, somehow my buddy said, go have a bath. Solid. Yeah. I'm like, hey, I can't move anything. My pelvis was broken. <laughs> I can't move anything. And they're like, you need to jump in the bath. So they helped me in the bath. <laughs> yeah. And then they wouldn't help me out. No, because well, none of us are going to touch a right, naked guy right. at that so then time. My buddy's girlfriend, I put a face cloth over my bits, and she helped me out of the tub. And, <laughs> and you, you were locked. Yeah. Like, no, like, everything locked up so tight. Yeah. yeah. I, I just... And like true fans, yeah. we just made fun of you. Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah. I remember my buddy was pushing me in the office chair. I hit a crack, and I just fell on the concrete. Oh, God. Like, just... 
I was in so much pain. Like, oh. So, you know, on the pelvis, there's a circular, it's a bridge right underneath the okay. pelvis. Yeah. I broke that little bridge part in the center. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, these guys just, yeah. Fuck you, man. Uh, okay, but everyone listening to this show can identify with this because we all did the same thing to our buddies. Yeah. Or maybe not. Maybe I'm yeah. just too old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that Was that the weekend in Fargo where Donnie Schmidt raced? Yes, yeah. he did show up, oh, and, and was, oh, he waxed us. He was pretty good. <laughs> oh, he waxed us. Tiny bit better than you guys. Lawrence, uh, Lawrence was really good at the tie stuff because yeah. he could get a start, and he could hug the inside like okay. no other. And look at him. You're not moving him. Right. And he would just go inside to inside and, you know, whatever. Yeah. But Donnie wasn't having that. Like, Donnie, Donnie's, <laughs> I'll see you guys later. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> true story, Donnie Schmidt. Rest in may, rest in peace. What an awesome guy. Yeah, he was cool. I remember yep. that was 1989. He had number four, number nine, nine on a yep. CR125. Yep. A couple of years later, I ventured off to the USGP in 93. Donnie's world champ. Yeah. He remembered me. Did he really? You know, here I am, Mr. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody, right. walking around during qualifying. Yeah. And, he, and he helped me. And he said, Lawrence, because I was a little intimidated by the uphill triple at Bud's Creek. Yeah. And he's like, just follow me in practice. I'll, I'll take you over it. And once you yeah. did it once, it yeah. was fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. I didn't yeah, know that story. Really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, no, that's cool. It's it's uh it's great to have you down here. So you enjoyed Anaheim one. Really yeah. enjoyed it. I'd never been to Anaheim one. Been to a lot of Supercrosses. Yeah. Never there. Yeah. What an atmosphere. Yeah. You uh you made Daytona? Did you make yeah. Daytona? Yeah. Uh, like night show, right? Yeah. yeah. Ninety two. Yep. Uh, and a few other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was that with Kurt when you were down there? With oh Kurt yeah. That year. Okay. And then yeah. I got hurt and. Just abandoned him when he was 17 years old. Yeah. With my boxer. <laughs> yeah, and then I flew home. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. broke a collarbone, right? Or something? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Good times. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and, you, and so he, they camped at Croom. Yeah. They were yeah. just at Croom. We wanted, yep. Like all the other people, right? JT yep. lives, lives from there. So. Yeah. But just Canadians and box Stay feds. Tall pines. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And <laughs> we could race every, you could race every night. You go to Dade City. Mm -hmm. You go to Orlando. And yep. there was Hard a place, Rock. Hard Rock. That one I don't remember. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. And I just remember the people told us to stay out of a certain part of Brooksville. Okay. Uh, and, and, and we needed, we needed to do that. Yep. And we did. Yeah. 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 Kroom just pounding out laps just yep. yeah, day after day. <laughs> Good times. There, yeah. I mean, most of the pro world at some point yes. came across Kroom. Yeah. yeah really, we, right? Yeah. Zacho rides there all the time still. Yeah. Like to yeah. this day, Zacho rides And, and you know, anybody from like... The late 70s to, like, the mid-90s and higher spent a week at Kroom. I mean, Pastrana pretty much grew up there. Like, yeah. most of his, yeah. like, childhood was at Kroom. Yeah, yeah. It was. Right. Yeah. Young Ricky Carmichael was there yep. at that point, you know, yeah, right until, in the 60. Yep. Until he moved to uh, Tallahassee, he was at Kroom every day. Yeah. yeah. Every day. Yeah. yeah. And absolutely flew. Yeah. Yeah, imagine that, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, no, for sure. It uh, It's cool. Good memories racing with you. Yeah, that was fun over the years. Mm -hmm. And if anyone ever doubts your legitimacy, Steve, I can vouch, you can vouch for, for it. it. You were a really, you know, uh, you were a in, solid rider. Until that moment when you took the outside and took the win. Yeah, well, well, it was for probably $16 <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. You know what? At yeah. that point, it's piss on you. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you know, I only no friends. I only you raced three classes, expert classes for a long time in Manitoba. Yeah. I only uh, raced like one or two 
I don't think I even had a 125 by the time I made it to pro. I think I was just racing 250s by then. But you were just trying to make your your monthly payments oh, on the uh, loan that yes, uh, yes. you, you would yeah. take it out. It was a little rough for me for a few years. Or Steve Cycle and folded. Yeah. The, this is post-Steve Cycle. This is post-Steve Cycle. Oh, which wow. was a juggernaut in the local <laughs> thank, you, thank you. Thank you. Think Chaparral, but a little smaller. Right, part of the yeah. Better Business Bureau. <laughs> yes, you were? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. In the bathroom at Chaparral. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just said Chaparral. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Just think of Chaparral. That's kind of what you had, Steve Cycle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, but uh, I didn't have the, the success when I turned pro like you did in Manitoba, anyways. I, I won one pro moto. It was. Uh, well, you would have beat me. I don't remember. Maybe, yeah. It was uh, – no, not St. Anne. Out by the Air Force Base by Brandon. There was a track, I think, out there. It was Air oh, Force. Oh, Verdon. Well, we Verdon. rode, Verdon. It was we Verdon. rode in Verdon. Yep, it yep. was Verdon. Uh, that's the only time I ever won a pro moto in Manitoba. Yeah, that was it. But you won many, sir. So Well, yeah. like I said before, that and $3 will get me a drink <laughs> out of the machine at the yeah, hotel yeah. we're staying at. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? As much as my listeners like to hear about the four Manitoba titles, missing out fifth, it really – Yes, yeah, not that great. Uh, but the, <laughs> those were epic titles. They were fun. They were good times. Uh, absolutely. And uh, it's it's good seeing Scott and your daughter, too. So yeah. No, we really enjoyed it. And uh, I'm enjoying to see the resurgent of, resurgence of Manitoba riders that are, are doing oh, are well. Are we coming back? We are coming. I mean, we got Ryder McNabb. We, we, yeah. we had the national Canadian champion. Canadian national Manitoba. champion, Ryder McNabb. Right. So that's unheard yep. of. And yeah. yeah, absolutely. And and there are two other legitimate riders in our province. Oh, yeah? One of them's in New Zealand right now, Matthew Stokes. He is a, he's a legit rider. Yep. And uh, he just we talked to him today, and, he, and I think he's going to be riding some of the nationals really? in New Zealand. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, you know, and then there's another young man, uh, Troy Herbati, who's uh, he's a Snowbike, he was the champion of everything for snow bikes. Okay. Um, on in the U.S. circuit last year, and now he's trying snowmobiles. But he's he's a legit rider oh, too. Okay. Showed up at a Canadian national. Manitoba on the map. Yeah. 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 Ryder yeah. McNabb is is, uh, is a cool story for sure. Oh, Good kid and, and yeah. yeah. I'm bummed that he's come down to the U.S. a couple times and hasn't gone as well as you know. No. As you'd think, but no. I think, but, I think he's wearing fly next year. No, he's a uh, riding. Are you guys doing the KTM team? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he's factory KTM. He's factory yeah. KTM. So yeah, yeah they were with four. I'm aware. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. But Look at Fly like, stepping up the Canadian presence. Yeah, JSR. Oh, he, is that is that, is that well? What? No, I, but oh, yeah, oh, I mean yeah. he he and uh, is that Matt Matt the other guy? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah Matt. But Ryder is a legitimate. He was a legitimate Canadian champion. Mm -hmm. He won it. You know, there's U.S. guys there with street cred yeah. that were that yeah, were Mitchell racing. Harrison, yeah, yeah. and um, you know. I, they have some plans. They they, they want to stay down here. I you know I I don't mean to speak for him, but they have some plans. Yeah. To, you know in in the future, and he has the talent uh, to do things. Yeah, um, I think he does too. And he's young enough where yeah he can definitely get better and better. Mm -hmm. uh, his dad's in a wheelchair, yeah. so he's had to be get old. He has, he's had to mature fast, you know. And uh, I remember that, watching yeah. that kid. You know, he's nine ten years old. He's changing the wheels on his bikes. He's changing other things because he had to. Yeah. You know, and yep. he taught himself that stuff. And oh, that's cool. our buddy Scotty here that's with us owns a Cowie dealership. Ryder has been in there working. Yeah. Uh, you know, when he was young, just yeah. doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Good kid. Now, I got in a little bit of crap from some Manitoba members when I was talking about Ryder winning the championship because they said Kim Hood won the 79, 125 title. He won a 1979. Which he, which he did, but I, as I understood it, it wasn't a national class then? Or I, what? I, I, it, well, you know, the. 
the wonderful organization CMA. Yes, right. The 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 premier was two fifty and the then five hundred. The white suit gentleman. Yeah. Okay. Yes, the CMA. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, guys. <laughs> they still have, business. <laughs> yeah, they still have the FIM uh, yeah. affiliation. So in it wasn't Canada. an official title then, or something. Uh, okay. it, it, no, but he went to every. No, it was. Oh. He went to every single round, and he won the one twenty five okay. CC so national championship. I got a little shit for that because yeah. I didn't. I thought it wasn't a full national class back then. Yeah. No, okay. they did. Okay. They all did right. all the Fair rounds. Enough. And uh, yeah, well, Kim's a, a a moto legend. Yes, yes, and I heard from our... some of the mafia members uh, <laughs> uh, when, I, when I made the mistake of saying Roger McNabb was the first Manitoban to yeah. win. So, yeah, well, you know what? I I got to see his final moto where he clinched. Uh, Scotty and I went out to uh, Walton. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. To mostly to see Newf and Galdi, I guess. Oh uh, yeah, you know, classics. You know, too. Those two. Yeah, but. Uh, it was it was something to see, and I'm really glad and excited to see what that young man will do with uh, a new team and and yeah. uh, maybe exposure to a few different events because of that team as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a good it's a good door for him to head south because mm-hmm. like Jess Pettis and yeah. you can give him a spot off a canopy, you know, and give him some equipment and let him let him ride that way. So yeah, yeah, that parts that parts great. Did you happen to see uh, Ryan Gold at Motocross Nations? Um, I I did, but it's. it's <laughs> I'm not exactly. I can't exactly remember. Neither can he. <laughs> Neither can he. Don't worry. <laughs> I see he left his helmet here too. Uh, you know, yeah, he, uh, he really let the team down, but uh, he felt bad for it. Yeah, it well, was a, it was an amazing performance <laughs> by one Ryan Gold. Yes, <laughs> one for the record books. Yeah, yeah. I need to maybe uh, rethink the team selections the next time around. You know, <laughs> but um. But yeah, yeah, you got to give him a redemption chance. Oh, uh, I do. Chance at redemption. Okay, all right, fair yeah. enough. I don't know if he can survive. Yeah, <laughs> people love chance. a comeback story. Yes, they, people do. Yes, that uh, they do. By the way, the nine o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at OffRoadWarehouse.com. The code is PulpMX. Get your bike to the track with style and performance from Offroad Warehouse. Uh, they sell everything uh, there that you need for your truck or Jeep or whatever, and then they also install it as well. Suspension kits, tires and wheels, steps, bed accessories, and more. they got stores all across America. OffRoadWarehouse.com. This is that ORW butt patch you see on Phil and uh, Enzo and those guys. So uh, OffRoadWarehouse.com. Thanks to those guys. Use the code PULPAMEX to save. San Diego, Temecula, Corona, Vegas, Arizona, Atlanta, and more. So thank you to those guys for coming on board. 8 o'clock hour brought to you by OffRoadWarehouse.com. And also don't forget the folks at Get Winning Big with Jet Lawrence this past uh, weekend. Two-stroke CDIs, two-stroke EFI ECUs, four-stroke EFI ECUs. And uh, if you want a code or, or a discount from Get and Athena, use the contact form of PulpAMEX and we'll pass it on. So, uh have you been riding, riding? Been a while since you rode. Yeah, I had yep. some uh, health issues. Yep, you know yep. we'll say, but uh, I still do have a bike, and uh, I still I'm hoping that you know to get better as time uh, moves along, and uh, I'm looking forward to riding again. Yeah, I got to thank my buddy Scotty for just basically driving up and dropping a KX450 at my house. Oh, and really? Force, oh, and wow. forcing me wow. to uh, you know. Uh, stay on a bike. Well, I can't wait. When you do get on it again, send me a video. That'll be awesome. Uh, I look forward to seeing that, uh, the old LHR style on, mm-hmm. on a motorcycle. So, Well, there is a goal to come to the World Vets. Oh, there is? Yes. Oh, boy. What, much better organized now. Yeah, oh, thanks <laughs> really? to you. Yeah. You mean that they're checking people's ID? and and They're, and... they're seeming to care now. Yeah, amazing. Oh, um, okay. Uh, you want to stick with us and have yeah. a chat, or do you want to go? No, I'll hang out. You're good? I'll hang out. All right, JT, so here's something we were talking about. Uh, okay. Motorsport.com, tweet at Talon coming up as well. Uh, 702-586-7857 if you want to chat. So we got – I made mention of Oldenburg on the review show of being a privateer. Okay. And catching um, uh, uh, Max, Maximus. Yeah, Maximus. And, Maximus. Yes. 
And um, <laughs> is your name Jeeves? Jeeves is a Monopoly butler. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what is a privateer now, though? So this is the Twitter debate, right? And you were certainly one for a long time. And people were saying, look, if you have a mechanic, you're not a privateer. If you have a semi, you're not a privateer. If you get travel and money, you're not a privateer. Other people are like, well, there should be three categories. There should be the factory guys, satellite guys, which are Oldenburg and, um, you know, Enzo and Phil. Yep. And then there's privateers like Hunter Cross. I don't, is Hunter Cross a privateer? I would imagine. I was, yeah. Okay. yeah or Grant, sure. But Grant Harlan right. is in a semi. Right. So some people are like, he's out. Okay. Well, you and I know Grant Harlan ain't making shit. Like Carnell's a privateer. But, okay, sure, yes, but he's probably pulling in 100K. But that's because he's hustling. Okay, here's my definition. As I repeat it over and over on Twitter. My definition is you don't know who's making what, yep. and a semi means shit because you can buy those rides, Yep. And or you could not be getting paid anything. Or you could sign a contract and still not be paid anything. Ally Jason Thomas a few times. <laughs> so my definition is just this. Look, if you don't get a... Uh, an OEM contract for money and you don't get any OEM special parts. Yep. You are a privateer. Yeah. So Mitchell Oldenburg, although makes hundred grand a year, right. Is a privateer. And I got pushback on this from a lot of people and I get that. But as I was saying, it's again, never going to be perfect. Well, you, 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 it's too great. There's a lot of, you, just, you don't know what people are doing. So, so I'll give you a case in point. Yes. 2006, I think, uh, you know, they used to pay a lot of money for these privateer things. Toyota had bonuses. Yeah. They paid uh, like 66000 Um, What was it? I forget. No, how much. they paid 6600 6, a race. Yep. Right? For, for anybody that qualified, they split it amongst the privateer. So everybody right. was trying to figure out who was who, mm -hmm. right? And if you got top three at the end of the series, it was 25, 15, and 10 for an extra bonus. So there was a lot of money up for grabs. Well, Travis Preston. Smokeless tobacco, 25K up there. Yep. Nick Way. Yep. So at the beginning of the season, Travis Preston was on what became Geico Honda. It was Factory Connection Honda yeah. at the time. And he had qualified for uh, this money at the very yeah. beginning. We're all yeah. like, whoa, yeah, like, yeah. get out yeah. of here with yeah. that. So he was fresh off a of Factory Honda ride. Yes. Right? Yep. And it came down to the point that I went over with Dave Prater. And I showed him on, because Dave, this is in the early days of Dave. Like, yeah. this is like his third or fourth year. He yeah. doesn't know, like, he didn't grow up on dirt bikes, right? Yeah. So I'm like, you see those triple clamps? You see the linkage underneath his bike? I was, like, pointing out yeah. parts, like, yeah. you can't buy any of those things. Yeah. And they, they, cl they clipped him, right. right? So I agree with you, and that's how it really was. Is like, if you have access to parts that are unavailable and unattainable, yeah. you're out. And I don't think you're Oldenburg out. does. Uh, uh, XPR does his motors. You know, yeah. uh, show us stuff like like nothing. In you, reality, there's no difference between OnlyFans for Logan Carnell and Mike Genova for yeah Mitchell Oldberg. So really you, not. So like, you, you're with me. There's two categories. That's yeah, it. Like I think so. Yeah, I agree. Like it's never going to be perfect. No, though. It's, not. it's not. You can't sit there. But if you you know people on Twitter are saying if you don't drive to the races in a van and have a buddy as your mechanic, well, dude, there's nobody does that really anymore. Yeah. Grant Harlan. Who we just finished saying makes no money. So like Team Solitaires, not Privateers. Come on. Right. Of course they are. Of course. Right. Yeah. Of course they are. So, like, I get it that it's a gray area. And people are saying, well, maybe there needs to be three categories. Factory, Satellite, and mm -hmm. Privateer. Uh, no. No. I just think, hey, Mitchell Olmberg's a Privateer. He's got no factory Honda money. He's got no uh, unobtainium parts on his bike. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it I seems agree. simple. Right. And so the highest placing privateer in the 450 main event 
Um, Joey Savacci. Joey Savacci. 10th place. Yep. Pro Circuit Kawasaki out of a motorhome. Gets money from Canvas. Unfortunately, not fly. <laughs> um, gets money from Canvas and a helmet deal and goggles. And maybe Cowie says double contingency for him. I don't know. Who knows? But you can't break it down. No, like, like Dean all. Wilson. Dean Wilson is a privateer. Yeah. He's on Firepower Honda. Dean's probably making 300K this year. I would say probably more. Okay. I, I don't right. know. Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. know what but, but I'm just, is, but I would say but I'm maybe saying more. The fans on Twitter today would push back and be like, 300K. That, yep. But, yeah. Now, yeah. here as an old guy, I would say things have changed. Even, you know, it, I agree with you. I think there's two categories. Right. Right, because I walked around the pits for hours at Anaheim With a one. dead phone. Yeah, with a dead phone <laughs> where you couldn't text me. Yep. Um, and I couldn't pick my team. So you're welcome for the donation. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, we'll raise We'll get there. We'll raise more time. You know, I, I would say every single bike that I saw, regardless of it being be, beside a semi or beside, you know, well, there were no cube vans there, I don't think. Um, whoever was riding that bike was getting some sort of support from the industry, mm -hmm. whether it be a free exhaust pipe from Pro Circuit or yeah. whatever, handlebars well, or, or fly gear. Without you know. going through and being like, hey, sir, can I see your tax returns? Can I see your mm -hmm. bank statements? Yep. Uh, who knows? Who, who, you can't go off that. So, nope. yeah, like like Hunter Cross is probably a pretty poor privateer compared to Logan Carnell, but they're privateers. I mean, there's nothing stopping Hunter Cross from getting the same deal that Logan Carnell, other than Logan went and got it. Yeah. So it's, again, like we've said, this is never going to be perfect, but I don't, like... Mitchell Oldenburg is not getting anything from Honda that someone else couldn't go, you know what I mean? Yeah. Couldn't go by. Yeah. And that's what it's got always got to come down to. I, I think in the end, that's what it has to be. It, it's changed, you know, uh, the, from the old days of a box van and Barry Karsten. Yep. But yep. It, that's what but it, I was yeah. in, like, in 99, I was on Excel Yamaha with Josh Demuth, and we, he and I were both in the top 10 every week, and that team was an absolute disaster, right? <laughs> right so. Yeah. If you think we weren't privateers, you're If you walked by, high. you'd see, look at those bikes in a semi with graphics. Right. And our bikes yeah. were good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, great. like, there was a guy paying for all that. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't Yamaha helping us. Yeah. And, yeah. and you, know. you might have been paying from time to time to fill the vehicle. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yourself. It's just, it's just that I just think there's – I don't think three categories works. No. And I don't think judging salaries works. You just – I know how to do it. Factory help or not. All right, cool. You're a privateer. Boom! There we go. That's that's it. Someone needs to make a de you know a definition, and why not these people sitting at this table? <laughs> I just did, sir. <laughs> thankfully, yeah. there there, thankfully yeah. there's not a ton of money riding on it yeah. because it was really yeah yeah it yeah. was like a flashpoint yeah. yeah subject. No, well, well, in fact, you know, according to the Feld guys, which I believe they got so tired of trying to figure out who's a privateer and who's not. Yep. You know, because Preston and Factory Connection raised the stink. Yeah. They got so tired of it, they said they dumped the money into the LCQ. They took that money, they said, and put it into the LCQ and just said, here, have it for the rest of you guys. We don't right. care what you are. Yeah, I'm sure it yeah. wasn't fun for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were, yeah. you know, uh, Red Dog was the only guy sometimes, so all seven grand went to him. A couple times he was the uh, only I privateer. Think it only happened. That's not true. There, twice. Okay. There was two guys one time. Uh, two guys split thirty three hundred bucks. Uh, Red Dog was one of them. I remember. I this was the world I lived in. I'm gonna have to search the records, sir. The logs. That's fine. I have. We have the logs. No problem. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You're using the wrong voice right now, though, Steve. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. We will check the locks. All right. So, uh, yeah, we agree on it, JT. We agree. Yeah, we, we do. Agree. All right. We do. All right. Uh, motorsport.com tweet at Talon segment. No, <laughs> oh, that's my mom. It's the motorsport.com tweets at Talon segment. Motorsport.com, OEM and aftermarket parts. You order from Motorsport.com up in there? In the, Absolutely. In the hinterlands of Canada? They deliver. To Canada? Yeah. Oh, what, a, what a company. Uh, great return policy. Oh, uh, street bike stuff, dirt bike stuff, UTVs, mount. They got e-bikes as well over there at Motorsport.com. Go through the banner on Pulp MX show or PulpMX.com to uh, go to Motorsport. We get a small slice of that. We would really appreciate that if you guys could do that. That would be fantastic. Uh, thank you to those guys for uh, supporting us. And uh, these questions are submitted to at uh, Pulp MX show on Twitter and the guy in the corner, Talon, Tits, what a, yeah, Tater. Not tits. All right. What do we got, Talon? Uh, first one from Works Connection. Since Oakland looks like it's going to be a mutter and Chris Betts is no longer a professional baseball mm. player, will we see him line up on uh, Adam Cincerillo's practice bike? This has been a dream of Betts. I think he may need to go through the futures. Okay. To uh, okay. to get get there. Yeah, yeah. The pro car. But thing we is could part. we could if maybe somebody didn't want to race because of the mud, we could pull a J Steve Mathis switch. Yep. Like he just yeah shows comes down there with yeah. all his gear on. Yep. Yeah. And whoever it is. You know what the worst part of that whole thing is? If I Forkner can't race, we put him on we put on put him on, on the Forkner's bike. Yeah. And you just keep him geared oh, up. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah I like that. Uh, the worst part of that deal is I beat some guys in the LCQ. I, I think it was actually the urine running down your leg Maybe. as you sat on the starting <laughs> line beside Ross Pedersen. And I drew number one for my heat. <laughs> Close That's pins. Awesome. Lined up. <laughs> Rollerball right next to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways. All right. From Keel McStovepipe. Uh, is the entry list going to be low this week? This weekend? Have a feeling there won't be C practices. I, I don't know. I think people are no. Yeah. I, I think it'll still be yeah. whatever. Yolo. Yeah. Maybe it's more chances. It's yeah, muddy, yeah, so I, you know. I think people are still racing. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to ride? Did you ride Anaheim 05? Oh yeah, it sucked. Terrible. Oh, awful. LCQ. You, Blair, Kiefer, like 17, 18, 19. Oh, I DNF. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I like why and I were dying because it's all like Moto Media guys. Yeah, yeah, it was great. My Tim, race was over before it started. Timmy didn't night. make the main either. Yeah, it was yeah. awful. Yep. Was that the muddiest one or Seville? Seville was, oh, Seville oh, Seville was, so was much way worse. worse. Yeah. So much worse. Yeah. yeah. All right. From Brad Street Racing, any chance Rider D rides the rest of West Coast rather than the Futures? No. Uh, no. no. From Studio Cat 5 for JT, last year Kinetic Mesh was a little delayed. Will it be closer to the usual debut at Daytona this year? Yeah, we'll be on time, thankfully. Wow. Um, I think we actually already have it now. Um, and before it was just supply chain, like it, 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 all that's done. Like all the supply chain problems around the world. That's, that's the thing in We're the past. We're all caught up. Shipping containers yeah. are, yep. are ready to go. Yeah. Um, who is that? Who asked that question? Uh, I'd have to go back. I saw the question on Twitter. Oh, props to that guy for yeah. remembering. That I almost the answered it on Twitter right away. Cause it was such a great question. Kinetic mesh, my favorite line of gear for it fly is. racing. It's great. And we have a new stretch mesh. Have you worn the new stuff? It's like a. It's Are you stretch- insinuating that I'm fatter and I need it? No, it's just the performance <laughs> oh. aspect of it has really gone up. Well, would it have been in the brown stuff? The that, newest one is the brown the and one it's in. brown and brown. I don't remember. You guys brown. had a little, limited edition kinetic mesh come out last summer that I got. Yes, that was like purple. 
purple and high vis. Was it the tiger stripes on the on the sleeves? No. Okay. I don't know then. I don't think okay. I got it. You wear you wear FXR. Yeah, of course I, you do. You're from Manitoba. <laughs> I live a mile and a half away <laughs> from there. Uh, they really have the Manitoba market on lock. I heard yeah. him. I heard him mention Melt earlier, and I was oh, like, I gotta go. Yeah, I went, yeah, I went yeah. my room. <laughs> I went my room. The glare he gave me was <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, very intimidating. There, there's no market like Manitoba for FXR. <clears throat> hard, Great guys. Hard to get. Hard to break in there. But I have to say, now meeting Jason mm-hmm. for the first time, yeah, always enjoyed his insight on your show and a fabulous person, human being. Yes. Dude, he's not going to give you gear. No, I'm not. I will now. Steve, how long have you known me? Would I ask? No. No, you would not. As no. hard as FXR is going at us, I'll happily yeah. steal one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You take ham. Yep. Yep. That's ham, by the Suck way. It. When nope. I said ham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah, you got it. Uh, maybe you can get us some roll-offs because I broke yep. them. Suck oh. it, Andy. Yeah. That was a dick move on your part. I'll, I'll give you some X. You know what? Yeah. And and my entire career after that, X brand. Thank you. Maybe yeah. you shouldn't have done this after after <laughs> passing me. Maybe you should have thought about that. Hey, you got him back with the Smith roll-off. <laughs> it's fine. I was so proud of those. You know, uh, okay. It, right. it just shattered. Next question. Uh, from Abide Moto. Steve, I'll do a pizza review at every stadium for only 500 a week. Okay, great. Fantastic. Perfect. What a deal, yeah. That'll get you two slices from yeah. one of the food trucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What a, deal. a thousand a race. From Jesse318 for JT. How would you describe the state of the moto economy and supply chain right now as compared to pre-COVID and during COVID? Supply chain's good. Uh, it's it's probably very similar to before. Maybe, maybe production in Asia, not so much because they're still dealing with COVID and it's a complete mess over there right now. But like the freight side is much, much better. Um, the state of power sports is probably similar to pre-COVID. It feels like it's slow because COVID was just nuts and everybody really benefited. I don't care what your brand was or what you sold, you benefited from the COVID boom in power sports. So now it's kind of like reverted to the mean some. Um, So I think for a lot of people, it feels like it's a bad time, but I think it's just more normal. I think this is kind of back to where we were in 2019. All right, this one's from Snowboard for you, Steve, from JB1. What do you think JT should do to improve his industry seating podcast? I don't listen. He doesn't know. He but wouldn't know. It's it's in it's insane to me that he doesn't have better equipment. It's just insane. You just you, you it's, it's insanity. You got to improve your equipment. Why? Sound quality is is everything. Yeah, it's good. I listen to it all the time. I listen back to my podcast. It's, do, it's fine. Marks, you listen? I haven't for a while, admittedly. How's the sound quality when you li- did listen? Do you remember it being um, scratchy and un- unlistenable? No, uh, I honestly don't remember okay. anything negative. So okay. right. I'll give it a I listen was, and get a report. I back. listen to podcasts all day, and then I listen to mine, and you can't tell. Okay. Thank you, Apple. <laughs> From Kiefer Before Dark, does Fly have any plans or interest in using the research they did for the formula and making a premium street bike helmet? Yes. Uh, I just don't have a time frame. Um, obviously, everything that we're doing with Rion and other projects that we have in the works, we would like to expand across all of our platforms. Um, it's just a, a longer process than I would prefer. From Forkner's Temper, Steve, what's worse to be around, JT's diet or Weege's wallet? JT's diet, because Weege's wallet doesn't really affect me that much. 
the, the, the group texts are, are phenomenal with Weijin and his anger at mon- things that people spend money on. But JT's diet, it's just it's hard to order with him in restaurants. Well, he's not keto anymore. It's so- hard to order, but you don't even order. Like you, you're not. It's not like you're ordering for me. No, but I gotta wait, and then I gotta watch the waitress uh, get frustrated, at scratching and, do, and moving, <laughs> scratching. And, and moving pen. And, that's, you know, that's called writing. Yeah, but she's always correcting and going moving back. Moving pen and, is called writing. You know, and like it's you're you're so specialized in what you can eat. It's better now than when you were keto because you're not keto anymore, right? No. Yeah. So it's better now, but still, it's tough. <laughs> I'm just, you're tough on I know these it's people. It's a huge burden for you. It's it's time. Okay. From McNoche134, Steve, who is the dumb fuck live tweeting the races oh. on the Racer X Twitter account? The TV broadcast is probably five minutes delayed. It spoils the start. First, hostile. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> now please answer. Uh, it's me for the most part. Not always, but it is me a lot of times. And I don't. Why am I a dumb fuck? Because the races are five minutes. How is that my fault? Can't you stay off Twitter? What? What is. That would be my thing. Like, if you knew Twitter was ahead, I would just stay off Twitter. Yeah, like, when I don't get to watch a MotoGP, I don't go on social at all until I watch it. Like, you're asking to have your day ruined. Why am I the dumb fuck? I I wonder that a lot. Yeah. Fuck you, you're fired. You know what, Steve? The guy's life is probably like that everywhere. Anything wrong is someone else's fault. Yep. Bingo. More accountability. That's what we need in this world. what we need in this world. Yeah, absolutely. Do we just become best friends? Mm -hmm. From Pocket Sausage... Wow. Steven JT, who is the biggest name rider that Triumph is going to be able to hire next year? RJ Hampshire. Okay, so I had somebody tell me this weekend that Jalik Swole to Triumph is already done. I'm like, what? They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's done. Okay. I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, like, all right. Like, I'm not saying that it is. I just was like, that's a bizarre take. Cause it, it is. It's 250 only to yep. start. So it's not a 450 team. 250 only. So, yeah, I don't know. Um... Look, Beta's coming too. Mar- Talon, what do, you, what do you know about Beta? What, what, do you t- what are you hiding from us? I don't think they have anyone yet. Okay. I heard they were talking to Wilson for a little bit, but they I were? think Wilson shut him down. They were talking to Dino, I think. Are we going to go Beta or are we going to go Beta? I think it's Beta. I know, but like in Europe, they say Beta. beta. I was just at the dealer meeting earlier this year. Well, last year, I guess. And they said Beta. So I understand. I'm just telling you what they say in Europe. The Ben Watson wagon is on Beta. Bita Ben. Ben Bita. So, Lewis and I, we need to co- we need to get some money from Fly Racing. It's a little tougher these days, but uh, we got an idea. Okay. Ferrado, Watson. Five-lap supercross race. You want us to, like, pay something for yeah, this? Yeah. What do you mean? We want you to be the official sponsor of it. Like, Fly like, Racing. Are we, are we responsible for their hospital bills? Oh, they are. No. They'll sign waivers. Okay. But we want to determine who the better Supercross racer is. <laughs> uh, ben on his Beta, Ferrado on his the KTM, and five laps Supercross challenge. You should have them race the Privateer Challenge. I wouldn't mind that, actually. <laughs> uh, is Fly ready to step up for title? Uh, no. Okay. We're not. We'll move on to FXR. <laughs> That's a low blow. <laughs> what do you think of that? Who would win, though? Uh, I don't know. I've never seen. I don't think either one of them ever ridden Supercross. I don't think so either. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I know. I know better than to pick against Ferrado because you'll lose your mind. Okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, from Shane Bagley, will Eli pass RC and Bubba this year in Supercross wins? Uh, three behind Ricky, six behind Bubba now, five behind Bubba. 
Uh, I think for sure. I think if he gets seven, he's second all time. So does he get seven? Seven's a lot. Seven's a lot. Seven's a lot. I think he definitely gets four. So that gets him past Ricky. Yep. Yep. I don't know about seven. Seven's a lot. What do you think? Seven? The Eli saw this weekend. How many rounds are left? Yeah, 16. Well, he he was awesome. Yeah. He was. Mike of the year. Oh, gosh. Here we go. From it, well, I, I'm, I'm not even going to say it anymore because the bike looked really good. I'm, I'm not even going to give you finally, finally beating you down. Darkside's credit score. What happened with the uh, Canadian MX upcoming star Ryder, Ryder McNabb coming to the race U- AMA? I can't Wait, talk. You, know, you can't talk. Uh, yeah, we just talked about it. It's happening. It's coming. Don't worry about it. Calm down. It's coming. Uh, what house edition is Steve doing with the extra 16K from poor Mr. Tenders from Hunter Sykes? Oh, breaking news. Ben Watson was third in SX2 once. Ooh, that might get him an edge over Ferrado, over the fun house. <laughs> I love checking Ferrado's Supercross results. Uh, what am I going to do with that extra money? There, yep. there was never any extra money. It was never agreed to. There was no money in the budget for that. Mm-mm. So, But I do... I ran it by JT without him knowing anything, described the situation, and JT says, yeah, that's insane to anybody for thinking it would be 17K or 1,000 per race. Yeah. I, yeah. Tom, I don't know what he was thinking. Right. Team pride. Right. Like, <laughs> okay. yeah. You could raise his ceilings, you know, even higher. That's no restricted ceiling. airspace up There's there. No ceilings talks, please, sir. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for coming I'm in. never invited again. Right. From Zach Huberty, 323, how many podiums does Star Racing get in 250 West, and do they get any wins? No wins, four podiums. Force a lot. I literally just pulled that on my Force a lot. Like, I don't know. Uh, Styles is good. I think Styles is, is a good starter. He like, is, but yeah. podium's hard. Yeah. Uh, I'll go no wins, two podiums. Okay. And how many, how many post-race yelling matches? Nine. Okay. <laughs> uh, from Eric Nichols, did we see a new cautious version of Sexton? He rarely gives up two positions when leading, especially yeah. since he didn't crash. Yeah, it's odd to see him do it, but maybe he's the more mature guy. And he didn't ride. I'm sure he's not happy like JT when I were saying. If you told him, hey, you led four laps, five laps, and you got third, he wouldn't like that. But got third, got on the podium. Yep. And I didn't get much of Poli. How about Lars calling in? <laughs> from Trev, uh, did Kenny look better or worse on the Suzuki? Does he win this season? He looked worse. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, One race. He, he looked worse. He uh, I still think he wins. Yep. I think I think he can win. Yes. Um, I, but, think he can, like, I think he can win. We all know he can win, but the question is, does he win? I said yes. Hmm. Man, I hate to pick against Kenny, so I'll say yes, but I'm I'm less sure than I was going into the weekend. Okay, Lawrence? Uh, absolutely. Right. I think the track really did a lot of things this weekend. From casual MX fan, was Colt sixth place finish just good fortune, or can we expect to see him in the four to six range more this season? Who was it? Colt, Colt Nichols. Oh. Um... I, I don't want to discredit Cole because that was a great ride, but I don't know how many times that riding like that, that situation is going to be 
replicable. I mean, even um, Will was like, oh, yeah, he's letting guys by. Like, yeah, I think most of the time, a night like that, with the way it went, yeah. you get 10th or yeah. 11th. Will was not putting up any resistance to letting guys no, by. No, and I yeah, don't yeah, want yeah. to discredit him. Yeah, I, yeah. That's not the point. Right. I just think most times that, that that kind of ride gets you a 10th or 11th. Yep, yep. From Matty C., what is Freezy doing? Uh, he's not hurt. taking people out. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um he was in the pits this week. Yeah, he's, he's hurt from what I know. Yeah. He hurt his Achilles tendon or something. Uh, he had a boot on. He had a boot on? That's not a, a good walking in, boot? That's not yeah. a good injury. At least yeah. I thought it was him. Yeah, no, I think yeah. I think he, I think he does, yeah. From Zachy D 163 did Max leave fly because Steve Sealings took too much of the budget? <sighs> that's, a, that's a tough. I can't say yes, but I'm not willing to say no. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> he never paid me for the barbecue. Thankfully. Never did the barbecue deal. Yeah. Yeah. I... I think he would have gotten fired. He left on his own accord, but he probably would have gotten fired for doing that deal. Why? That would have been a great deal. I'm still putting together a package for you. Great. Yeah, yeah. He, I'll, I'll uh, get that to Shara right away. Okay, are you going to steal more meat from our friend Nick, or are you going <laughs> to... My dear friend? Yeah. The guy, I met Betts' buddy this weekend. He's like the Jonah Hill of his agency. Okay. The I big, don't know what that means. Well, Moneyball. Oh, okay. Jonah okay. Hill? Yep. He's that guy. Okay. Knows nothing about our sport. Okay. Told me Just Betts... Just a numbers guy. Yeah. Okay. You know, he's the one that tells Analytics. you to break on the slide Analytics, or everything. Yeah. Uh, told me Betts' freezer's full of meat. Oh, I believe it. Full of I, meat. I feel said. bad. Like, Nick takes really good care of me, but I hate asking him because I know the abuse that the rest of the moto community between RV mm-hmm. and you and Betts and whoever else is on this gravy train <laughs> now. Well, Nick's too nice to say no. Unsolicited, this guy said, dude, his fridge is full of meat. Betts is probably running like an underground meat. (laughs) He's selling it on the street. It's unbelievable. Like, seriously. Fuck my ass. Like Long Beach Steakhouse. (laughs) He's running up underground. You know how the the people sell the the fruits on the corner stands? Yeah. Yeah, he's got the meat. (laughs) (laughs) That's horrible. All right, everybody. Motorsport.com. Those are the tweets at Talon segment. Uh, Ride Engineering is 2013 to 2023 KTM Husqvarna gas gas dampener mounts and Showa dampeners in stock. They also make a kit to fit the triple clamps if you ride a Yamaha, Suzuki, Honda, or Beta. Benefits include slowing the deflection of the front wheel when hitting uneven obstacles. Phil Nicoletti runs this on his bike. It's one of those steering stabilizers. Honda's kept stock with them for a long time. Yeah, I I, used I think to you were a fan one. of those. Uh I was. I didn't always use it, but they, they had a purpose for sure. Ride-engineering.com. Save 20% on mounting brackets with Pulp Fan 20. Thank you to those guys. Ride-engineering.com. Pulp Fan 20. Also, FMF Drop. Did you see Lesher's bike? Yes. It was cool. Oh, okay. It was cool. I, I kind of thought you were too young to appreciate that. You what liked do you it. Mean? Yeah, you liked it. Yeah. Was that the 87 yeah. YZ250? Yeah, that looked good. That's, is that the year you rode them? Yeah, the one year. I, yes. had, a, I had an 87 yeah. YZ80. You had an 87 YZ80. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sure Lesher, Lesher's bike, FMF Drop, uh, is on board with that to help the privateer. This efforts. was in 1993, by the way. I had a 1987 oh. YZ80. Oh, you left that part out. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't that much different from 87 to 93. Fair, but I was racing no. against like KX80s yeah. right. that yeah. were like super modern. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, FMF Drop is supporting Lesher, and uh, they've designed the January Drop to get ready for their mixed gas and haul ass. Visit fmfracing.com to sign up for the drop before January 31st. Support it and get cool shit monthly. Yeah, that looked really good. Lawrence shocked the Manitoba scene (sighs) when he rode Hondas from 84? Uh, Like 82. 82 to 86 Hondas. 
8070 shows up on Yamaha's. Trying to break the non-existent internet? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then 88, yeah. he's back to Honda oh. right away. Oh, yeah. One year yeah. and out. Woo. Yeah. That was it, was it. It was one and done. Did you just get bikes from Yamaha? Did you get help or what, what happened? Yeah, no, I did. Um, I didn't like the open bike. The air-cooled uh, black I, lover special? I, yeah, yeah. I had a Honda front end on my 87YZ490. Yeah. I kept my 86 CR500, put the front end on. Yeah. It got better. Yeah. But I, I didn't like the YZ490. Well, I'm sorry. As Pierce. Bradshaw said, uh, mm-hmm. it started out with 60 horsepower, and by the end, it had 30 <laughs> by the end of every race. So, yeah. yeah. And uh, he also said that if you took the shock off and just put a strut in there, it would be better because it would be more consistent. <laughs> yeah. well, it would fade. It would fade. And, and that was after <laughs> disconnecting the BASS. Yes, the Bass system. Uh, yeah. system that they had yeah. yeah but lester's bike looks pretty sweet that did yeah. uh, that to me i'm sorry i love that it was awesome yeah. it's it, spelled bass but it handles like ass <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you know what that is do you know what that was no. it, so as you as you come into a turn right braking bumps mm-hmm. bump front end goes bam, 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 back end sorry rear end kicks up right yeah so as you it was a rod connected to the rear brake pedal okay so as you push down the brake pedal to apply the brakes a rod Went into the, went into the, the reservoir, into the, the reservoir valve. And, and, sh- and, and tightened up your compression. Wow. It was supposed to get rid of the Yamaha. Okay. Yeah. Did it work? No. no. Everyone disconnected oh, wow. it. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys, did you ever, well, didn't exist then, but that, the weight that went oh, on the swing arm, so good. You loved that. I thing. did. It really worked. And we ran it like twice. Nick's like, what the hell is this thing? But knowing Nick, it's good. he just didn't like the way it looked. Because could, couldn't yeah, you just yeah, see yeah. Nick being like, yeah, yeah, this looks terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can't go fast <laughs> right, looking like this. Right, right. Yeah. Although it, in arena cross, I did go with the flywheel weights. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. That yeah was, I did that. Yeah. That was yeah. awesome. I'd like to talk to like a real engineer, someone really smart, mm-hmm. and be like, because there's no possible way you're telling me you couldn't feel it. It, it was undeniable yeah. that it, you yeah. could t- feel it working. Yep. I just like to for them to tell me like why it went away. Because it it's not around yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, you know, it's the same thing like the... Um, uh, the boys in link. Yep. It was a progressive uh, suspension system that, as you got lower, it affected the shock and the position of the shock. It was highly complicated, but it really worked. Mm-hmm. Like, without a doubt. Yeah. And, and that's the same. Yeah. Like, this made a difference. Yeah. Like, when you went into braking bumps, if you kicked, it kicked less. Yep. End of story. Yeah. There was no. Yeah. So, anything uh-huh. that makes your suspension more stable and predictable mm-hmm. can be a good thing. Yeah. Yep. There we go. Uh, all right. Well, that's a wrap. On the Pulp Mech Show for another Monday. Anaheim won. Thank God. Real racing to talk about. We don't got to talk back. about dark sides. We don't got to talk about debt side. Broke side. We don't got to talk about Chick-fil-A. We don't got to talk about... Yeah. We got racing to talk about. It's great. I want to talk about his date, though. I do want to talk about his date. Yeah, we'll figure that out next week. You should yeah. send a reporter. Probably should, right? Okay. Yeah. And Jennifer. Over there with, like, glasses and mustache. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> I need my monocle. <laughs> I need my monocle. And my top hat. Uh, if you get me a monocle on top hat, I'll put it on. <laughs> we can work on that. Say less. <laughs> It'll be at your door on Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Uh, I want to thank uh, Cooper Webb, Phil Nicoletti, 72s, Will Hahn. Best interview of the night. What do you think? Uh, I liked how transparent Webb was. All right. I like that. I like Phil. Yeah, we know you, we know you like yeah, Phil. Yeah. What about you, Lawrence? Cooper Webb, too. All right. Marks? I like reading the text messages of JT. <laughs> Can we post those? Yeah. Oh, I don't care. Yeah, yeah we're going to post yeah. them. <laughs> we are. We are yeah, posting we're them. Post them. And uh, also, by the way, if you want to email info at pulpamexfantasy.com, we have the logs. So just remember that <laughs> before you hit that send Don't button. try to cheat us. No. Uh, Talon, best interview tonight. Uh, I liked Phil. 
It's my man. Yeah. It's my guy. It's my Christmas, dog. Christmas bonus season's yep. over. Uh, okay. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Lawrence, thanks for coming in, man. Great to see you as always. Yeah, good to see you. Thanks yep. for inviting us in. Yep. Uh, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, good luck and everything. And uh, keep in touch. And if I can help you out, if you need anything, let me know. Yeah. Will do. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening and watching. Marks, thank you. Talon, thank you. Thank you. Thank Swiss you. Corps, Moser, really, especially Moser, thanks for that Barsha training question with Will. <laughs> thanks a lot. That was fantastic. Good stuff. Keep that stuff that's up, great. Marks. Yeah, or Moser, that's that's great. Yeah, don't blame me. No, I know. Uh, so keep that stuff up, Moser, please. Thanks to Swiss Corps as well. Roto, thank you, Roto. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you to Pookie as well. Uh, for Lawrence Ham, for Jason Thomas. Thanks, JT, by the way. Thank yeah, you. of course. Thanks, Thanks for having me. me. Yep, thank you. Uh, and for uh, Lawrence Ham, Jason Thomas, and myself, Steve Mathis. See you next week. Fuck Will Hahn. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.